Joe, hold on, Joe. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> Joe, hang on, man. Wait a minute. That's not appropriate. That might have been okay back in the day, but that's not. So. Um, I, in regards to the, the, the topic, um, you know, this is something that Nick just knows. You know, Nick just understands this very well. Um, and... You know, it's like, you know, it's like going, you know, your gladiator going into the Coliseum against a lion. Um, so I'm excited to, to watch it play out once again. We already know who's got it. We already know who's going to who's going to take it home. It's going to be Nick, obviously. Um, I know Ralph has to remain neutral, but but I, I do. don't. So that's right. You don't. The panel doesn't now, panel have any thoughts on Ukraine, Russia or this debate tonight. We'll start with you. Hey, well, Counterpoints is an interesting guy. I I really like hearing Nick talk uh, the Ukraine Russia thing because his take is unique and it's like uniquely informed compared to like everybody else that I've listened to. But counterpoints has he ever been on the kill stream? No, he's not. This is his debut episode tonight. <laughs> I talked <laughs> with him uh, on the hippy dippy roundtable with this with that um, with that young man Dylan Burns TV. And uh, he was like an extreme centrist. And $3. Go ahead. I'll briefly that in a sec. He was an extreme centrist. So it's going to be, uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of look forward to hearing him cross swords well, with Nick. Well, it's no doubt. Um, I heard, um, let me see. Where's the image there? So I, heard, uh, I heard Dalton laugh when I said that this was his debut appearance too. I mean, it is when you think about it, just if you're looking at it from like a sporting breakdown like he would a big game. This is like, and again, I am going to be neutral, but this is a neutral observation. Uh, this is like, um, you know, the up-and-coming QB or rookie QB, however you want to put it, uh, nice. making his national TV debut against, like, the five-time national champion. <laughs> Something like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, right. So so from that point of view, it is it is a big spot uh, for counterpoints, and I think, you know, it was, it was billed that way. Uh, basically, a fresh opponent for Nick, you know. Uh, and Counterpoint's never been on the show. This is his uh, debut spot. So, yeah, it is It is high pressure uh, from that point of view. Um, now, let me play this because there was a super chat. Nice. Uh, nice. That's how. That's exactly right. Very nice. Uh, now, let's see. What does it say here? Endernet, $3. I've known Counterpoint's for a while. I feel like the Ukraine debate topic allows him to avoid an actual argument about ideology slash politics between the two. Counterpoints has been a long-time critic of Nick. Well, I mean, really? I, well, see, I didn't know that, but I imagine that it would probably, it'll probably come into play. I found, I found that uh, usually, if, right, it'll probably come up somehow uh, during the debate, which I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't stop, of course. Uh, now let's see here. Um, do we have? Let me make sure they're missing. We got callers too. Do callers still want to call in? I'll see. This I'm gonna guy. have to run here. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Thank Ralph. you, man. I appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, thanks for the invite. It's been great. Dalton, it's been it's uh, nice to hear your voice again and uh, politically provoked. Appreciate meeting you. Yeah, you too. We should get you on sometime. Oh, plug your show, Hake. Oh, yeah, thehakereport.com. I'm live Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. Um, I am Ethan's competitor for the uh, tequila sunrise, I guess. I but guess so. I, but I totally love uh, Ethan Ralph. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you. And too. you're gonna have to kick me off again because I'm kind of a. Oh yeah, friend. that's right. I had to. I had to do that last time. He just walks off. He's a chat. He just. <laughs> last yeah. time he just walked away and it was still on. He's, 
my people do this stuff for me. <laughs> Take care of this, peon. Uh, thank you, Hank. I appreciate you, man. Great guy. Thanks for coming. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'll take him out. There we go. Am I messing up the schedule? Am I messing up? No, we're on camera. No, Hake, um, Hake's uh, stayed a little bit longer. Um, I think Dick might pop on at some point, too. Let's see. Um, Let's see. Okay, I see Baked. He said he's got visitors. Let's see. So maybe. um, But he'll make it up to me. Let's see. Yeah, that's cool. I might have to get going too, Ralph. <laughs> Just me and Dalton. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. You've been here for a while, though. You've been he here has, for a minute. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so okay. much. All right. Good night. Good night. Uh-oh. It's me and you. Let's you know go. what? We might have Let's to listen. Go. We might have to listen. Claw Takeover <laughs> on the Kill Stream right now, live to 1,300 people. It's over. It's over. We're so back. Finally, we got rid of the riffraff. I mean, Jesus. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. We love, we love our guests all day long. We love them all. Now, what about this? What about Dingo? What do you think? You're you're a Dingo lover. <laughs> okay, well, what catch me up? What what? Did, uh, uh, did he's Dingo mad that do? I'm doing the fundraiser for the. For the Gambian guy. Oh, well, uh, actually, I, I yeah, I heard about that. I, I kind of gave my take on stream in regards to the Gambian guy. Yeah, what did I you mean, think? I think it's funny. I mean, I, I don't really see it as being you know harmful. I think the Gambian guy probably was like a legitimate so. spammer, but yeah. it's it's but it's he's gotten worked. Like, He's gotten worked by me, basically, into actually. Like the video he sent out was so funny, dude. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's that's uh, pretty fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think opinion. I think that. Well, if he's not an outright scammer, so I saw somebody on Twitter say this, where it's like, it might not be like they could be poor. You know, they're in the Gambia, right? They probably I mean, are poor. poor, right? Yeah. They probably are poor. But uh, this guy on Twitter was like, you know, I did a little research and saw some heads. He said, "I've been to Gambia." His Gambia. He's like in the internet cafes. They're just literally all sitting there, not even joking, like all working an internet scam to try yeah. to get money from somebody in the West, basically. Um, and so, I mean, I don't doubt. That that was that was his goal, uh, but he's been coming on the show, you know, filming stuff for us and basically working for the for the donation. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, I mean, I don't I don't see that much wrong with it. Now we'll see. I haven't scheduled the heel stream officially and all that, uh, but I don't really see the problem with kicking him a few bucks, right? Like it's not even. No, I think it's funny. I think uh, I mean, especially if it's giving you content. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. That's yeah. like paying anybody, you know, especially like. That's you know, it's like you know, I I like it. I think it's I think it's goofy. I think it's kind of out of the box. It's it's not every day you get a Gambian to like just right. randomly show up to your show through Telegram. Like that's so funny to me. I was watching that. I was dying laughing, dude. When when he, when he popped up on the screen, I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" That's one of the craziest <laughs> things that's ever happened on this show, dude. Not even kidding. I'm I was so astonished that night. And obviously, you know the guy. I mean. He's probably jumping around, maybe from Telegram calls, trying to get people to send him money. Yeah, uh, I mean, honest. I mean, I figure that's what he's doing, right? How else did he just jump in there? And his avatar is like save the Lord or whatever, and it's like okay. Uh, which I mean, I'm not saying he's lying about being a Christian or anything. Uh, maybe Actually, he is. A lot of them are. Like a lot some of them of, are. 
yeah. a lot of these Africans that they are Christian. Yeah. Uh, especially like if you catch them, I've had conversations with them actually. Cause I do this. I sometimes do it for fun, you know? Yeah. I'll try to like wrap them in. And I'm like, yeah, you know, let's actually have a conversation about you scamming. Um, and sometimes it's very interesting because they, they, some of them are, are forced to do it. I found this a lot of times, especially in India. Yeah. Um, they get forced into this type of work, which is really sad. Um, I thought about well, that too. Cause, uh, some of his, uh, messages were like, um, I don't say desperate, but a little bit like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I wonder if he's got a quota or something and if he doesn't hit right like he might get his hand broke or some shit you know like uh yeah. i don't know how hardcore they roll there in the gambia um who the hell knows but dude. he's been actually going out and i was like hey go film me some videos and he went out and filmed me some videos and he's got all these plans <laughs> now of course all of his plans require money uh but you know he's got bigger plans to go inside of all these places and stuff um uh, you know, we'll see how far we go with it. I think it's been fun so far, though. Coronal uh, underscore Quesadia69 sent $3. Is yeah. the Killstream reforming a Gambian scammer? Well, he seemed... Yeah. I think we are. He seemed genuinely happy when I told him. I was like, actually, you do a pretty good job of talking about your country. Um, you know what I mean? And, like, getting me interested in some of these places. I mean, they, they're kind of desolate, just... Yeah, gross. Right? Gross. Yeah. Well, we should go, but we should go. Dude, you know, there's some cool places. I don't know if you know, but there's like some five star resorts in the Gambia too. Dude, like, well, well, Wang, well, Wang Lin said on on the stream, he was like, "Yeah, you can, you know, go 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 get a nice resort yeah. hotel, twenty five bucks." That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not gonna go sleep outside if we nah. if we actually go. I'm not going to go sleep on the ground, bro. Like, no, fuck no. We're sleeping in a five star resort. That's where we're sleeping. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know how five stars actually is, but. Well, I mean, you know, it's five Gambian stars. I don't know what that. No, but you know what? In reality, there really are some. I'm not kidding. There's some nice resorts there, dude. I might have to look it up. I think we should definitely. I think we should do it. Unironically, I think we should plan a trip to Africa. A bunch of people. I'm not kidding. Let's do it. Yeah. And Len, let's just make it a huge thing. Russell said he was interested. Yeah. No, I was when this was broached in chat. I thought this was like a fantastic idea. Now, whether it's directly related to this or not. Uh, even just going to Africa, uh, but it's God. easy to get into Gambia. Like you just, oh, I don't want to get eaten, dude. Like I, I'm not going. No, nah, we want to live. No, nah, no, nah, we want to see stuff where we don't get killed or catch malaria uh, or something like <laughs> that. Right? Like, you know what I mean? We got to take. I guess we'll have to take the malaria pill or whatever uh, yeah. before we go. Let me see. Let Ace. me look up Gambia five star you know it's all about those five star days as they say <laughs> uh, in gambia now look 140 dollars a night coco ocean resort and spa oh let me pull some of these up oh, 140 that's not bad that's not bad it's a little more than i thought actually though but that's like a mid-tier uh, not like, mid american hotel let's look through some of these here here can you see this i think you yeah can i can it. see it yeah okay so i mean that's not bad <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I like it's like actually yeah, it doesn't look terrible I mean it looks clean at least I would like something a little better than that though that's not bad though let's see what else they got hold on we could do a week no I don't know about a week actually we could do like three days let's see we going to but Africa. it's Africa dude it's like a day to fly over there you have to stay a week basically because yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, it takes forever. Uh, or at least like five or six days. Maybe you could do that. Um, yeah, let's somewhere see. in between, maybe. Let's see. I'm looking through here. Now, of course, these are the ones that paid to advertise on Google. 
True. Af- that's also that's a good point. Yeah. African Princess Beach Hotel. Go to that forty dollar one too. Whenever. You okay. Get you want me to see that one? Yeah. See this one? <laughs> oh man. Let me pull up the forty dollar one. <laughs> this is the. This looks like shit. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean the pool looks that looks kind of cool. Hey. Yeah, yeah, it spices up a little bit. If the lights even work though, that's the thing. Yeah, I wonder. This is like their best their best photos too. Yeah. Um okay, let's see the forty dollar one. Bamboo yeah. Village. It's only three point three rating. Uh oh. It looks nice. Dude, are you kidding me? That looks awesome. Yeah, I don't know why the ratings are so low. It's probably maybe they lied. I don't know. Let's see the ratings. Look at these wild animals. What are That's the, what I'm kind of excited about, too, is the wild animals, right? Like, Yeah. Getting to see the different Let's shit. go on a safari. That's what I was saying. That's what Tyler was saying, too. I, I, I think a safari would be super cool. Yeah, that's too. Let's see. I see this guy. Bad experience at the start. I guess he's mad at the taxi. Location is great. Staff is friendly, but unprofessional. Okay, well, that isn't... They're black. What are you, like... <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, Jacuzzi sent $3 Ralph Lands into Gambia wearing all white looking like Jim Jones. Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's exactly what I want to do. By the way, this is all that comes up for for a five-star. Let's see, Coco Caraba Beach Hotel. Did we look at that one? I don't think so. No. Uh, let's see. Why is the picture not coming up? Yeah. Friendly, but unprofessional equals that entire continent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So for some reason, the big pictures aren't coming up on this one. I don't know why. Um, some of them are anyway. Uh, so they got to go there. Wait, go back to the food. See, there's what white people that? there. There's white people that go there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Go four, back to the four of them. It looks like four. <laughs> they took pictures of the only white That's people that have ever been the there. Whole Gambia, yeah. Get a picture of this for Google. That's what they're, they're saying. Like, Look, there's a white person here. Take a snapshot. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, their whole country, like one of their big industries, is just white people coming over there to their country. So, uh, let's see the food. They have a picture of the food. Okay, let's it's... see. Um, they had a picture. Let's see. Yeah, there it is. What is that? I'm not really sure. Some kind of fish, I think, with carrots. It looks like carrots, rice, green beans. It looks like shit, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's not looking great. Um, you know what? You know what looks like shit with a steak? food on the plate. Can we get a steak over here in Africa? Is that unheard of, or is that like mm. impolite to get a steak? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe Airbnb. I wonder what Airbnb in Gambia looks like. Uh, that sounds awful. That sounds like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Airbnb they in America some, sucks. They probably got some uh, like crazy ass warlord palace you can rent in the Gambia, dude. Hold on, I'm looking. That at would it. be cool, actually. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. Entire rental unit. Look, they got some crazy places. Hold on, let's see homes in the Gambia. Oh shit! Hold on, look at this bungalow. Eighteen dollars a night. What the fuck? Hold We're on. at. I don't see it. Let me pull it up. I had it up in the other window. Eighteen dollars a night. But it's just out in the. Is it just like the bungalow and that's it? It's probably hot as fuck though. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Gigwood sent three dollars. In my opinion, investment is the best way to help Africa. Hire them. They spend in their local economies. Yeah. The economy improves. More jobs are created. Capitalism, baby. Oh, and airdrops of condoms. 
I think we should just use them. I don't think that we should be investing in them. Right. We should be doing what China does, quite frankly. China's ahead of the curve in Africa. As long as they produce this content, they yeah. should they should get help. Uh, now here, <laughs> uh, now here goes. This place doesn't look so bad. It's a little apartment there. I don't know. Now, technically, I'm banned from Airbnb, so I'm going to have to do a little <clears throat> work around there. But, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. It doesn't have to be the Gambia either. We could just go. We could go to South Africa. See, now that would see that'd be cool, right? Like, but that's like I, I don't know. That doesn't sound like as as big of an adventure, you know? Okay, where then? Uh, I mean, we could do like everybody loves Nigeria. That's true. Every like every like you know what do you think of when you think of Africa? You think of Ethiopia, Nigeria, and Egypt. You don't think of anything else. Ethiopia, Nigeria, well, yeah, Egypt was one of the ones of Gambia yeah. until the kill stream. I mean, that's. I feel like a lot of people didn't even know about the Gambia. Yeah. Um, Nigeria, I thought about already, or Kenya. Oh, Kenya. true, Kenya. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kenya. Kenya. We could go to Kenya on a safari or something. Uganda. Mm. I don't know about Uganda. That doesn't sound good. The Congo, yeah. Egypt's too Muslim. If I don't go to go Egypt. somewhere where there's like active wars going on between warlords. Yeah, I think Kenya's got some strife. I think not. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Nigeria might even actually now too, because uh, of their president. What's the dude? He was like, they all, they all do in some way. Yeah. Night driving Avenger sent three dollars. No lie, here Botswana is nice. It's relatively safe and economically stable. Plus, they have all the stuff you'd want from Africa, like safaris and shit. Yeah, exactly. See, that, okay, that sounds cool. Dick, Botswana. Dick, what's up, man? You came just in time. We're planning our African trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere <laughs> fucking near Africa. I got bad news. You're on your own. Into the great. Uh, black unknown. <laughs> You're going first. Maybe. Dick's back. No. Just broke in three places uh, spontaneously. <laughs> they, uh, I don't want someone to mistake me for a baby and rape me to get rid of their AIDS. <laughs> They have a legit. They have a head hunting crews. Like they go around chopping heads off over there. That's a little yeah. much. I think that that's probably taking a little too far. <laughs> uh, but I mean, rape. they they just rape. It doesn't matter what you are. They We're white you. though. They won't do it to us. They just do that to other. They uh, won't rape you. Well, they I mean, rape they'll, they'll rape us. Come they on, they still they'll will rape, rape you, us. Yeah. They just won't behead us. Is what I mean. <laughs> you have to understand. Like when we go, like you my have body to be might ready to get raped. Well, Are we you have to be one of those like uh, dick. That's to say, we need. Things? Yeah, we need a rape belt. Like, uh, have you seen those? So it's to protect your your anus. Uh, I don't know if they work. I'll have to they ask. Barbs you. like they're inside out condoms, and they just barb onto their dicks when they p- put them in you or something like that. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen those. That would be. Carry your keys around between your fingers like Wolverine when <laughs> you guys are over there. Yeah. Away now, have you here. seen the – I don't know if you saw, first off, this enraged dingo that we were doing the fundraiser for the <laughs> – You know what? I listened to about 10 minutes. I've had a really busy day. I lis- I got to listen to about 10 minutes of the stream today, and I happened to hear <laughs> dingo. Did you? <laughs> screaming about how you've never helped any white kids. Yeah. <laughs> Like okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tune out for a week on your show. I come back in and it feels like a whole lifetime has passed. Dingo's losing his mind, calling me a race trader. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> First off, who even does that? 
can we just say? I mean, I don't know. It's, a, it's like a Seinfeld. Like, what even? Who even does this? Like, what the fuck? I woke up to be denounced as a race traitor. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Does he have like a meeting with his friends? Or, all right, who's the race trader this week? Ethan Ralph. He's on the board. Race trader. Who, who even? Who even has that arrow? You know that they're pulling out. <laughs> My cleaning lady also. She missed the spot behind the sink. Race trader. <laughs> I was like, wait. He was waiting. It, wait, what? What? This tipped the scales, apparently, not me being married to someone outside of my race or anything else or going to jail, the felony. That didn't mean none of that. It was it was this joke fundraiser. I mean, it's kind of a joke, kind of not. I mean, he's producing stuff, but. Oh, what, what this did you was raise, what, 300 bucks for that guy? Yeah, well, I gave him 300 I think we raised, like, almost 200 or something. Oh, shit. So, yeah, no, huge money that we've thrown <laughs> out there. driving around in a pink Cadillac, <laughs> like Lord of War, with two Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders on both sides. I know, this, this just sent him into a frenzy, apparently, this... I, <laughs> It's not really that much money, and he sent us a bunch of stuff already, you know. So, um, uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, great I mean, content. Funny, but I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, what's going on in Los Angeles? Have you seen Will Smith lately? Uh, no, I don't know. The uh, the race wars are heating up between the blacks and the trans people uh, over here. I got the blacks. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Are oh, you going to bet on the blacks? <laughs> yeah. I got the blacks. I like my odds here. Uh, I don't think these guys can go the long haul, the tranny team. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, did you see that? I was at the show the week before. I'm so I'm so upset that it didn't happen when I was there. Oh yeah, no, I was just about to ask you about that. I was just about to ask you about that. And the first thing I did, because I remembered you saying you were gonna go, and I remembered liking the tweet, and I was just thinking. Was Dick there? That was the first thought, and I was like, nah, he wasn't. That was before, wasn't it? Uh, now, Chappelle got tackled at the Holiday Bowl. Now, Dick also has a special relationship, I guess you could say, with Chappelle because he got assaulted <laughs> outside of Netflix headquarters while uh, counter-protesting the, the team weirdo up there who didn't like Chappelle. Now, uh, you went to see Chappelle. First off, how was the stand-up when you saw him and he didn't get assaulted? Oh my god, dude! I didn't. I didn't know how badly I needed to hear the N word said so many times, and all the uh, racist impressions that these guys. It was. It was a cell phone free event, so yeah, they do that. Yeah, which you should do, dude. I told you. Um, I told people about this, and they thought I was joking. I read about this from comedy shows and from Chappelle specifically because I talked about doing this at the Bowling Alley event, and people didn't know what I was talking about. But they make these bags basically uh, that they take your cell phone and put them inside those bags and you collect them after and they can't uh, get signal uh, basically at the event. So it's a cell phone free event. Nobody can record it and upload clips of Chappelle and stuff. Anyway, you can tell more about it because you were there. But I was one of those people that didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Like you said that to me yeah. on this show and I was like, what are you fucking crazy? Put yeah. it in a, like a bag so some, some asshole can run out of there like they're Santa Claus, like a Hamburglar. Look at all these cell phones. Like, uh, yeah, they're those little little tiny bags of your phone going in there magnetized. Um, But it's really, it's fun. It's way more fun without having your phone. And nobody has their phone. Well, because you're just watching this show. Like, and also, you know, of course you're keeping the material there, right? So you're not doing that. Yeah. But it also, I I feel like it, first off, and, um, 
you know, I don't want to sound like a shill for, for Chappelle or whatever, but it makes the live performance itself more special because somebody's not recording it and putting it out immediately. Yeah. Um, and also it's just the audience is more focused on what's going on, not on putting out the next banger tweet or whatever. And I'm just as bad as anybody, right? You know, so I'm not even talking shit. I'm the same, like, oh, let me get this. I got to word this just right. I'm going to get 100 likes. Uh, you know, um, and it just kind of just takes the nips that right in the bud. Uh, the funniest part of that was every like every woman who got her phone put in the bag is screeching the same thing at the people. Well, I have kids. What if I need to go? Like, bitch, you don't think you 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 left your kids and like where are they on the edge of a cliff? You can't leave them for three four hours. Maybe you shouldn't be here if you're so worried about your kids calling you up. Um, yeah, you don't need to be at the comedy event if your kids are in that much danger. I feel like you need to stay home and focus on your kids. Uh, that's exactly what I feel. Oh, what if I? Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't be here, Betty. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, all right, now let's see. We saw the all-white tweet. Shout out to Jacuzzi. He was in Dallas, part of the uh, compound crew. We'll talk about the fight maybe here in a minute. The alleged fight uh, with Boogie oh, involved. No, wait, what? Uh, you, you mean your box, your fight with Andy yeah. and Boogie? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm so I'm so annoyed with uh, you know what? Yeah, Boogie's dude. involvement. Me too. Because he's he is he is such a liar. Boogie will Boogie will say anything. Yeah. That he thinks you want to hear. Yes. Uh, for people to treat what Boogie's saying as anything more than just a lie, like it's funny or whatever, but it, it's. Get, get somebody who at least doesn't have such a, a huge track record of bullshitting and then just vanishing. He also um, die, right? Like the guy is not physically capable to do this. Yeah, that would be that would be the best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> well, Boogie's gonna have to climb up those stairs to get in the ring. That might put him down. Yeah. Yeah, true. Dude, I'm not even sure he can get in the ring. I'm not kidding, by the way. He can't fit between the ropes. Yeah, I'm. he's going to be a – and then just the whole thing, having him involved, it's been a week and a half since they've been saying, this is a walk, this is going down. Okay, well, I haven't heard yeah, from Keemstar. Okay. I haven't heard from anybody involved that's supposed to have any money that's supposed to be calling shots, right? So I haven't heard any serious offer, any serious even contact. And on top of that, so that's a mega strike one. On top of that, we have Boogie who's supposedly involved and who has not been ruled out as of yet. So I'm thinking this is probably not too serious. Now, I did get an email from Julian, who's the CEO of Odyssey. Uh, I guess this might shock some people. I said this earlier. Oh, Ralph burned all his bridges. Ralph got bridges to burn. That's because Ralph is a fucking all-star, and I can afford to burn a bridge and then rebuild the motherfucker back. Do you understand? It was never burned. Anyway. He sent me an email, and he said, I don't know if this is just bullshit. You guys talking uh, on Twitter, but if it's serious, maybe, you know, Odyssey can get behind it because that's been mentioned before already. Um, so maybe it's just time to stop with the bullshit with the Keemstar fantasy booking and fanfic nonsense and Boogie being involved and just have Odyssey uh, front the money and do the event. Uh, I don't know. I'm, yeah, sta I'm starting to think that. such a fat retard. How is he, how's he even going to get a mouth guard to fit over those chompers? Dude, he's no he man. And you know good and well what's going to happen. He's going to string people along for another whatever, however long he can, and then he's going to back out. And it's either going to be – it could even be legitimate health. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. He's not going to be there. And so it's nah. just a complete farce. And then if he's not even going to be – like they don't really have an event, in my opinion. That's kind of a complete farce of a of a match. 
then me and Andy are really the main event. Um, because we're actually well, going to be fighting. What uh, happened? What, what happened? Cause you had the idea of like holding people financially liable, right? Yes. So well, yeah, because they like tried to portray it as, Oh, Ralph's trying to back out. I'm not trying to back out. I haven't seen anything to back out of. There is nothing to back out of cause there hasn't been any contact or contract or anything. Yeah. And my, my idea was to put a financial penalty in there. Now you can't. Now some people, I said, you know, with a caveat of medical and some people saw that as like, me weaseling. That's not me weaseling. It's because you can't get around that anyway, because actual fighters get injured on the way to a fight sometimes and can't fight. So you can't actually get around that. Like somebody could get hurt. Somebody could get in a fucking car wreck. I've gotten in one within the last year and almost died in it. As a matter of fact, uh, so something like that could happen. You have to make allowances for you know some kind of wild card. But yeah, I think like a fifty grand penalty or something like that written into the contract or more. Um, I mean, would be good. Yeah, sorry. No, go uh, ahead. Boogie can uh, Boogie can give me twenty thousand dollars and not show up, and then for whatever reason, medical or whatever, and then sue me for it. Uh, it's the the fact that he won't put anything up. Yeah, is telling. I don't know, man. I'm just not, and I know that their their whole framing is, oh, I'm backing out. No, send me something serious. I haven't seen anything. Y'all are talking about Boogie. Y'all are talking about who's going to commentate on the fight. And I haven't even gotten a contact. No, you know what I mean? Like, you're already talking about who the commentator's going to be? Okay, well, can we at least know where the fight's going to be, maybe? Or what the rounds are going to be? Or, like, anything? Um, I don't know. This is just... And, and the reason I'm going so hard to 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 put out the truth is because they're trying to frame it as me like pussying out it's not that at all it's i don't think there's a serious fucking thing going on right now yeah. now maybe that changes i've always said i'm open to maybe tomorrow keemstar messages me and says look we got x behind it and here's the deal and let's do it and i say okay you're serious uh but i haven't seen anything that would lead me to believe that's going to happen. But uh, I'll be the first to tell you. Uh, if it does, and we'll have to get the knockout crew. Well, I mean, a reconstituted knockout crew. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I would love, I would fucking love to see this fight. I would love to see a sure. fight. Uh, that's why I hate Boogie's involvement with it so much. It because it makes it more likely not to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And people, like, not everyone just sees him as a fucking as a giant liar like he fucked me over on the biggest problem because tell him what happened he well uh boogie and i we had a great time arguing on andy senor's uh podcast and we decided to reboot the biggest problem but then like it's one of those things where as soon as he agreed to it if and and he starts again with the bullshit he's like well you know i don't want to bring in any drama from the past I'm like, okay whatever dude like, I'm gonna, uh, uh fine uh he's like well is the name all right and then um when he when he uh shot at that school or whatever when frank hassel when he invited frank hassel over to his house and then shot a pistol at him then he decided then he ghosted me and he said he didn't want to do the show anymore because he didn't want to be involved with this side of the internet because it's toxic so now here he fucking waddles in again uh, a year later <laughs> or two wow. years later, I don't know when he should be in prison for shooting a school with, <laughs> Oh, now all of a sudden, uh, now I would love to be the bell of the, the bell of the degenerate ball. I'm like, all right, but and I, there's nothing I would want. There's nothing I want to see more than Sam Hyde hit one shot. 
on Boogie. One shot so hard that it blows a lymphedema out of Boogie's ass, but it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And also, what about the argument that it should be Frank Castle? Uh, all right. Fighting Boogie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they should have a duel. Dude, like a that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. <laughs> it should be it should be Boogie, Frank Hassel, me and Warsky, and Sam versus somebody else. Now, that would be like, yeah, exactly. Now, that would be a crazy card. That would be a great match. Dude, if I, I would be like, I would want to buy that, even being involved. You know what I mean? Like, that's something like, okay, yeah. that's fucking crazy, right? Holy shit. And then maybe even another smaller fight or two uh, added on there between some other YouTubers. Like we could actually put on a crazy good event uh, with a lot of attention. Worski's talking, I don't want to back out, but I'm also not going to let you guys string along some bullshit uh, to all these fucking retards, all these marks out here and, and just, you know, let that go unanswered. You haven't, I haven't seen anything serious whatsoever. So, Again, we'll from see. Boogie? No, from anybody. No. So the from only anybody. contact I had was with the fat dyke up north, and um, <laughs> he said that um, he was basically speaking on behalf of Keemstar, I guess, at the time. We got people behind it, and da 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 I was like, okay. I was like, I was down. I was like, four rounds is probably what we should do, but I don't. four rounds kind of suck, so let's do six. Um, they'll probably make us wear helmets anyway because of our, like, record depending on what state we're in so we'll probably have to wear yeah. the amateur helmets six you rounds do you mean yeah we'll probably have to yeah. wear the boxing helmets um now six rounds is really too much for like our level time. for our skill level <laughs> but also like four rounds is kind of i mean it's kind of gay like we went to a four round fight and when you get to the fourth round it's over and it's like okay is that really it it's like yeah that is it um so i don't know um I don't know. Four God, to six would rounds. be a good fight. You and Andy would be so yeah. Well, we have funny. a reason to fight each other too. Um, I don't know. It would be it would be great, and I would like to do it. And I've talked about doing it, uh, and it's just never happened. I guess it's gonna have to happen soon. I'm getting a little <laughs> getting older. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how many once more you years? Start breaking, you don't stop. Yeah. I would uh, fucking love to commentate on that fight. That would be well, yeah. such a funny. I'd pay a thousand dollars to see this lineup that you guys are talking about. If they oh, were to dude. do this. Legitimately, yeah. I would easily yeah. pay a thousand dollars for a ticket. The market's there, uh, and people want to see it. But I, you know, I'm not going to be strung along and stuff. Are you guys serious or are you not? Now it seems yeah. like Odyssey's got something to say. I'm gonna. I haven't even responded to Julian yet. I just saw that before I came on the air today. So if he's listening, I'll get back to you later uh, and see what you guys are talking mm. about. But uh, <laughs> maybe maybe I should, I should probably respond first. But uh, I think it's pertinent to what we're ta- what we're oh, saying. No. Like these guys seem to be serious. Odyssey, uh, while you guys are talking about Boogie, Big Boogie's ass. Like what the fuck? <laughs> They're not gonna clear this guy to fight. He'll get kill like the whole imagine boogie dies out there that'd be the worst fucking thing that they would try to bury everybody involved uh they would say we killed boogie we took advantage of him and look at this guy he was clearly oh, i can't even imagine oh my that god that would be if the he- best <laughs> <laughs> it's like a oh, travis scott situation except with every Everybody's degenerate quiet. from the internet involved <laughs> and we're just like slowly backing away homer simpson style into the bush while boogie lays there and fucking chokes out his last breath oh my gosh <laughs> I'm like already in my car with the uh, key started. Hey, you your car Car's heated up outside. I'm in the I big red truck. Fucks him. <laughs> Frank Castle comes in and fucks him right at the end. That's an end credits. Just insane right there. Oh man, dude. Well, we gotta have some kind of boxing match. 
I think so too. Something's got to happen at this point. It's been it's been hyped up, man. It's been hyped up. I'm just fighting the clock, so I'm out. <laughs> now, what's going on with the? You had what did they do to your arm? Oh, they had to uh, they had to reattach it, but I guess there wasn't enough tendon, so they had to like chop it short. I oh, broke my wait. I broke my bicep off my bone at Ralph's uh, kingpin uh, kingpin bowling tournament. Um, I was saying if you come next year, probably not bowl. That might be. I'm Maybe never just, bowling again. Man. <laughs> just observer status if you come back. <laughs> so wait, now wait. Does it is it like affected you long term? Like what does that mean? What you just said? Um, oh well, I haven't I haven't been able to use my arms since that day. So it's been about a well, month. I don't know a month and a couple days of like like I haven't had a good shower in, in since Portugal. Uh, cause I had my leg was fucked up. I'm still the shower seat that I thought was going to be a temporary (laughs) thing. Like my old person shower stool, I'm still using that. Uh, I can't use anything with this hand. It like the arm doesn't extend all the way because there's not enough tendon in there. It's not stretched out or whatever. So it's like at 150 degrees all the time. Uh, but, but it still feels like it's pulling past where it's supposed to go. So it really sucks. Um, Oh. But at least it won't. At least it'll be over in October. That's the good news. I remember mm. I said this already, but I went out there and looked at him. I was like, "Oh man, he's hurt." Like I could just tell by your face, like, "Oh, like that looked like that was some that was some pain involved in that for yeah. sure." Uh, all right, now let me uh, let me play some of these Botswana. I think we heard that one. Greek Groiper. Greek Groiper sent three dollars. Wow. It's a shame you can't go to Rhodesia anymore. And South Africa Bro, has become a shithole and a symbol of Aryan decay. There's still some uh, South Africa though might be interesting. I'm supposed to talk to. I just feel like that's kind of copping out. And, yeah, let's just go. I, th- I say we go to like let's go to like they won't kill us. We're white. Let's go to black app. Like I want to be in like the blackest of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. What do you black define black Africa as? <laughs> I don't know, like Ethiopia, Kenya, something like the that. the blackest of Africa. Somalia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Going along with boogie fighting is retarded. Keen needs yeah. to get his ass in the ring instead of weaseling on the sidelines. Would Mr. Masterson take on Sam Hyde? No, Mirror in your gains, bra. You might be big enough. With one arm while you fight. Man, I can't, even, I can't even tie my fucking shoes. What are you talking about? Like You'd have a better chance than Boogie. Well, that's I true. I could really take on my girlfriend. Night Dragon $10. Check out some Botswana death metal. What the fuck? Don't have to listen to the whole thing. I won't have fee-fees about it. All right, let's hear it for a sec. Yeah. What the fuck? All right, turn it. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. We'll give, we'll give it 30 seconds. I can't hear what they're saying, though. I guess that's the point. Yeah, because it's recorded on fucking Pokemon. Clicks? Yeah. I've heard worse. This was a... Send Corinne to Africa. Okay, I tried. Send three dollars. Send Corinne to Africa. Did you, by the way, back. did you see me? <laughs> did you see me get swatted the other day at the protest and picked up like I was a criminal bomb threat yeah. guy? Were you saying there was snipers on? Yeah, you? there were snipers on me. No shit. Wow. Yeah, when they led me around, I could see the snipers up there. And they had been watching me all the way around. They were still watching me. Uh, well, I say watching. <laughs> Player one sent three dollars baked versus Keemstar. Yeah, a lot of people talked about that. I'd like to see that. But yeah, it was uh, it was pretty surreal. Would you like to see that, Dalton? Baked versus yeah. Keemstar. Yeah, that'd be sick. Keem ran from baked in a Twitter space. I don't I don't like the chances of that happening. <laughs> um, <so. laughs> 
True. It doesn't seem like it will. Uh, let's. How see. old is Keem? Isn't he? Is he? Uh, is he old enough to fight? Um, long in the tooth. Yeah, I'm not sure if the athletic commission will get behind that. That might be. Yeah. Might be some problems there. I'm afraid he might break his hip or something like that. I mentioned it. To, I mentioned it to him, but I don't. I don't expect him to take up any. Any Maybe offers. they could tag team him and his girlfriend <laughs> and average the ages out. So it would be like 22. Now he, now he claims to you know be a promoter and all this. I've yet to see any evidence of that either. But uh, The boogie thing is just so dumb. I would love to see Sam because Sam's fucking huge. Well, if uh, I even thought Boogie would get up there and even stand in there for like any type of time, I'd probably be in for it, right? Because I just I know Sam Howe just walk out and fucking chainsaw his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I'm fine with that. If I even thought that that would happen, right? <laughs> if if even if he would just stand up there and take like a combo and get rocked and then just lose, <laughs> right? I would be in for that. But like it's he won't even do that. Like he won't. No, he won't show up. He won't show up because that's exactly what's care. gonna happen. He's gonna get rocked. Indo sent $3. Is it possible to set up betting on the fights? I mean, I hope so. $50 on Ralph EZ money. Of course, I can't bet on myself. I guess that would be unethical. But, um, yeah, I don't know if it'll be. I don't know if Caesars will pick this up, the sports book. Oh, I'll put money on. I would I would bet on this fight. Fuck, we could do it on uh, the blockchain, sure. some kind of betting thing on yeah, the blockchain. Yeah, we could actually. Set up some type of uh, betting uh, carousel uh, there on the blockchain. Uh, by the way, do we have any callers? Let me look. Uh, we do have Loco Coco Joker. Let's go. Loco Coco Joker. You have to unmute yourself. You've been waiting for hours. I assume you have a racial slur that you want to say, but uh, I hope not. I hope not. But, uh... No, no. Um, hey, Ralph. Long-time listener. First-time caller. Um, hi, Dick. I'm a big fan of yours as well. Is this Cog? You sound like you sound like Cog's older brother. I'm I'm not Cog. I fucking hate that guy. But yeah, I'm probably from a similar part of the country. To okay, now. okay, that's why. Yeah, I hate that guy too. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to say a couple of things. Like, yeah, all this like wig nattery. Um, these guys like just came on your show, and they're basically mad. Like, you're not as racist as that. No, <laughs> that's like, what it is. Mad. Yeah, it's like, oh, how dare you not despise at all Africans? It's like, well, I mean, I've never despised all Africans. Like, I don't know what to tell you, Dingo. Like, wh- what have you been watching here? I mean, this is not... <laughs> I don't know. It does b- baffle me sometimes. Anyway, sorry, I am not. I don't want to eat into your time, but yeah, I agree. Has God not yeah. punished them enough for Dingo? Yeah, it's like he lives in the Gambia, Dick. Like, I mean... <laughs> Okay, I gave him a few bucks. Sorry, that's probably not going to be. When I get upstairs and the good Lord is looking over the record, I don't think he's going to say, yeah, you know what? And he literally says this in part of his stream, Dick, where he's like, I think God is going to be pissed. God hates you because of this. He doesn't hate me. He might, but not because of this. Like, I'm like, uh, what are you talking about, Dingo? This doesn't make any sense. Are you this unhinged? I love Africans. They're over there. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I just don't, man. I don't know. It's just, it was fucking complete bonkersville. Uh, <laughs> I did. I wanted to hear more about the race trading. Oh, I got more. I'll play some. <laughs> I think I heard, the, I heard the part where he said, uh, have you ever done this for any white families yes <laughs> you know i'm what? doing That's it for a point. white family right now you dumb fuck blue rabbit said three dollars the only e-celeb boogie is capable of fighting is ricky barrack 
Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think uh, I think I would even like Burke's chances of actually showing up. I just it can't it can't be overstated. And again, I talked to Boogie still or whatever, but he's a liar. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like he yeah. lies, he lies, and so and he yeah. can dispute that if he wants, but he's he knows he's lying. <laughs> so again, uh, I just don't like him being involved because I don't I wouldn't like it even if I thought he was physically capable of doing it, which I don't. Uh, I don't think there's. Yeah. Any, I don't think that right. Uh, but even maybe so, maybe he's gonna last Boy Scout it and like bring a gun into oh, the ring fuck. and really put it into bullying. I love that. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. By the way, uh, shout out to yeah. Just pull out the fucking gun out on the field and just yeah. shoot it up. God, I love that intro. It's like a fake Monday Night Football where it opens up and it's just like it's like a perfect critique of the whole culture too. And then he just opens up and fucking mows down his teammates and shit, or like the opposing team. Uh, actually, I did a review of that movie with Ranbot, believe it or not. His dumbass <laughs> had never seen it. I felt like I was showing a bit of treasure to some retard who would never understand uh, what a what a culturally relevant film I had just shown him, uh, Dick. But um, actually, the guy who wrote that did, uh, was it Lethal Weapon 2? I think yeah. I forgot that guy's name. You pro- you might even know his name. I feel like we might have talked about this before, even. Uh, yeah, it's fuck. on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember though. Uh, I'm about to. Oh, anyway, go ahead, caller. Sorry. <laughs> 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 nah, it's it's nice to be on here with you guys. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to say a message to Ranbo and Dingo. Like, I think you guys actually turned me off the path to becoming a wig nut. So, I just want to say to you guys, you're actually like turning people away from your course. Good. You can send a thank you to them for that. By the way, Shane Black was his name, and I was trying to think of it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and he's kind of well-known in Hollywood. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. That testimony, they like to brag about how they're turning people on to their cause, and, I, I mean, I don't I don't think that's true. Uh, and so here goes a little more evidence on that uh, on that pyre there. Who do you got tonight in the debate that I'm about to moderate in 50 minutes? Um, what's the uh, debate? Ukraine, yeah, Russia. Good, bad. Um, yeah. Um, you know, is Russia, is this an ethical conflict? Are they committing war crimes? Um, justified, not justified. That, that sort um, of thing. Yeah. Counterpoint is like a former military guy, right? I believe so. Mm. I think he's got a little background in that. Yeah, I'll have to look yeah, that. You can take him out of the military, but you can't take the dicks out of their ass. Now, mm. now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Nick will. I, I hope they don't. Uh, I hope there's a less name calling than there was in the Nick Medicare debate. But um, yeah, I think I think Nick's going to win in this one. All right, caller, who do you got? Yeah, I got Nick the knife all the way. I just want to say one more thing. Like Ralph, I've been listening since like 2016 or 20, 2015 maybe, and the content just get, gets better and better, and you're killing it, man. And uh, yeah, you can sunset me. Thank you, man, and thank you for waiting so long, and I'm really glad I brought you on now, especially after those kind words. Uh, so you have a good one this weekend, and stay safe. Okay, yeah, Dalton, you're cool too. Bye-bye. Hey, thank thanks, you. man. There we go. Got him in there too. All right, mostly ignored. Go ahead. Sir or madam. Hey, how's it going? It's I going just great. was uh, think I was thinking about um, that debate from a while ago between – uh, Mr. Medicare and you, Dick, about oh, yeah. COVID. And yeah. uh, man, I just wanted to say, fuck Jim Medicare. That's that's about it. Because that, <laughs> that guy got in my head during those first few months. Holy shit! 
Like, cause there was, it was like, you know, him on one side, which is like, you know, the world's going to end. And then, you know, Dick, you were, you were right. And you were like, like the more restrained and I wish I would have never listened to Jim and fucking just, uh, listen to, Oh, were Dick you worried? On that were you debate. really worried about COVID? I was worried for like the first two months or something. And that mainly yeah. because of voices like fucking Jim medic or like, uh, like I, <laughs> I bought some things in those first few months, you know, that getting ready for the apocalypse and shit. Like I remember I bought a whole stack of two by fours thinking I was going to like board up my doors and windows and shit. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to wipe wow. your ass with them if you ran out of toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that? Say it again. Were you, were you going to wipe your ass with them if you ran out of toilet paper, the two by fours? No, like I was thinking that like. The, That's a flamenco know, the, thing. Damn. No, I was thinking that like the stores at the grocery shelves were going to be clear and, uh, you know, people were going to start going around and like trying to fucking rob people for food and stuff. But yeah, it was, uh, it was stupid. I wish I never even gave that guy the time of day. And that was the first time I ever heard about the guy too. I'd never even heard about the guy before he was warning everyone the world was going to end. Well, people, I don't necessarily, and again, yeah. uh, you know, I know Dick's still cool. I'm not trying to drag him into things, but, um, yeah. the whole, the whole thing back then is um, Jim had the position that was like more popular. That was like the um, in position, I guess you could say, right. Where people were, were, there was kind of a panic going on about COVID. Uh, And at that time it was, that was the easier, more popular position. But if you look back at that debate and I was saying this even before we had a falling out, um, it couldn't be more stark. If you, if you look at that debate and you just, uh, parse out who said what and what actually came to pass. And literally, uh, I don't know how many people seen the movie network and how prescient it was for the future, but Dick's whole presentation that night. And then you look what happened the next two years. It's just like right down the list. Boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah. So, that was the end of, I mean, that was one in another ends of this country. Like that was, uh, the country was perverted permanently over the last two years and it will be again i mean there's plenty of room to go down well uh, with that technology has afforded us but yeah obviously i know it's un- unpopular opinion around here but i like i like jim sure. um i i understand everyone's point of view though don't let me right. stop anyone's <laughs> hatred or fun uh but uh and uh yeah there's uh i think there's a lot of blame to go around with covid i don't know that we all learned uh I don't know that everyone learned a lesson or the right lesson from it. Um, but I think that what I was saying two years ago is that we will lose our very basic civil liberties. And I think we did. Um, I think they, I think they took the election. I think the right to vote was taken from us. Uh, I think if not for Elon Musk, they took, they took entirely our right to speech uh, vis-a-vis uh, medical disinformation which was either it was a premeditated plan or it was just a happy coincidence. But their goal is their goal is never to protect us. There will always be there will always be a global emergency uh, happening or about to happen always. And it's always a lie. Um, I don't think I don't even think that I have to be too clever. to. You have to be clever to figure out. Just know that it's coming. It's, ne- it's never if there is a big emergency, they are not going to be the, one, the government's not going to be the ones to fix it. They can't do shit. Uh, I don't know. 
that's two years later. I guess that's my comment on. Well, COVID. there's always something big, and by the way, excellent comment. But there's always something big hanging over. We got to do. We have to give up some of our rights <laughs> to fix it, right? Like, um, yeah. and it's always there, and it's not going away. Like you said, there'll be something else, or it'll be COVID three or whatever the fuck uh, they try to do. I'm not certain they've given that up either. Although I think they've seen how badly that's played, uh, and the Democrats in particular are uh, kind of quick. They're like, okay, we're kind of done with this COVID shit. Uh, like these elections, we need to get a little space between that and the elections. Uh, I don't know if that'll help them or not. But every everything that our that our government has done, where they've positioned themselves and said that they were going to do it for the best interest of the people, has been a complete and total lie. So I don't know why people would expect this whole COVID situation to be any different. You look at even going back to like the Vietnam War and the Gulf of Tonkin, you know, all of it was bullshit from the very yeah. beginning. And it, and it continues to be bullshit. And we're just being lied to nonstop. It's literally it's that simple. By the way, me and Baked Alaska, we're going to sing a duet for Andy Worski Jr. tonight on the show. But <laughs> Baked, unfortunately, no, not. Uh, not able to make it because he had some visitors. And it was very reasonable, by the way, why he wasn't able to make it. Was so. it going to be We Like Our Abortionists? No, I don't we know. Like we hadn't abortion. decided the tune just yet. We were thinking about uh, uh, Tears in Heaven, Clapton. That might be too Aww. much of a... Maybe too much of a downer, though. I don't know. Uh, I thinking. I was thinking about something a little more peppy. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, what would be your suggestion if you had one? Are there, are there a lot of peppy dead kid songs? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It could just be for his memory, something he would enjoy if he was alive. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I and some rendition of Justin Bieber's Baby. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> something um, he would have enjoyed if he wasn't snuffed out in, in the womb. Well, I'm sure you guys will figure it out. <laughs> It'll be on the next one. It won't be on tonight's episode. We really want to... Guys, I I gotta run. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Too long. Too long. Gotta go. All right. I wish you luck. I wish the audience luck on the debate. Uh, uh, thank you. Like, it sounds it sounds like it's going to be great. Um, I hope I I hope you make it back from Africa without I getting so. raped. I hope so too. <laughs> or poached. I hope you don't lose um, another limb between now and walking to the mailbox uh, tomorrow. But <laughs> I'm afraid to walk. Now. I was walking my dog today. I was being all careful. I'm like, okay, no wrong steps here. It's been it's been a while since you've walked anywhere. Just step uh, on a crack, break your mother's back type shit. You're like gingerly walking around. Yeah. You know what? I hate to say it, but I would rather her than me. <laughs> She could handle it by this point. <laughs> I'm a young man in the prime of my money. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. See you guys. Have a good one. Nice Later. meeting. Nick. You too. Uh, you too, Dalton. Uh, all right. Uh, it's the time. Look at the time. He had to get wow. out of here so quickly. Hmm. Ah, funny. I'm going to hop off here in like 10. All right, that's cool. Well, there won't be much time after you hop off then in 10 minutes. It'll only be like 20 more until the debate. So You just want me to hang out? I can hang out, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you could. I mean, like I said, they'll probably, yeah. like I said, it, once it gets into that territory, I'll be able to. Yeah, let's do, anyway. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hang out. I got my white claw. Oh, shit. The you white know. claw has made an appearance. Yep. Dig made an appearance. Beardson made an appearance. Now, we did miss Vince and Bake, but we'll get them on uh, again soon. Now, their schedules. And also, I kind of came in um, 
like late basically and just kind of try to get him in the last. Well, I mean, I tried to get him in the last couple of days, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and so at all, you know, I forgot you were East Coast. So I was like over here streaming, you know, and. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize I, I was like watching my time. Oh, yeah. Cause I saw, well, I saw you were on and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, he'll see it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Do we have super chats? Why is it so fucking hot in here? What the fuck? I had the AC on too. This is ridiculous. Did the motherfucker finally quit working? Jesus. What do you, do you use? Well, I'll ask go ahead. after this. Well, I was go ahead. Ask, do you have like lighting? Like, do you use like three point yeah. lighting system? I have two big giant. Uh, yeah, octagonal um, box lights on each. I've got side. three of them. It sucks. <sighs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I can keep the fan on, window open. Doesn't matter. It's hot as fuck. It's gonna be hot in here, no matter what. And then I could like get it cold, but the AC. So it's the AC still works fine. But over the last, there was a big snow, and it was kind of sitting on the AC. And ever since then, it's kind of a little loud. And most of the audience mm. say they can't even hear it. But it bothers me, uh, you know. What I mean, I can hear in my in my headset where it picks up the feed, but you know what I mean on Roadcaster how it does. So I can hear it, and it just throws me off a little bit. So I only turn on at certain points. I probably will crank it back up before the debate starts. But uh, yeah, that's the problem there. I guess I should just buy a new air. They don't really cost that much. They're like one hundred fifty dollars. But well, mine. It's like if I turn it down anymore, it's gonna be cold all throughout the house. It's just hot in this one room. Well, so with all the shit I got going well, on. Well, so it's bullshit because I have central heating and air in this house, but the way it's set up. It's just hot in this room because it's upstairs and just yeah. the insulation. It's super hot. And then I have all this fucking equipment and lights and computers and cameras. And so they all yeah. put off heat, like you were saying. It sucks, man. And there's just almost no way. So I don't know. Maybe I will get uh, a big dog window unit here. Oh, here we go. This didn't go through. Dingo is not white they they can't hear it. dollars Dingo is not white and his mental retardation is only eclipsed by Warski and Randbot. <laughs> I think that's true. Minglong sent $3. The girl Ipers would love to see some girls on the ticket. Maybe one tea? I wouldn't mind seeing that. Uh-oh! Karaoke sent $10 song for Andy Jr. Memorial Karaoke. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. We just passed 900, by the way. Big support. Let's go. What is this? I don't know. Also, where the fuck is my lighter? Why do I lose everything? And all my friends, they have big cars. Big mansions, too. And smoke defiant cigars. Yep. By the way, I like this. Yeah, this is better than Botswana. Like that. Yeah, that's pretty, well, that wasn't bad. William underscore 33 cent $10. New Tom McDonald just dropped. 
Have not previewed, but I am a Tom fan, though. You? Hey, Dalton. Um, Welcome to the world, baby. Boy. I kind of like him. Yeah. There's some He's got a fucking monster flow. Say what? Do you know Mac Lethal? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. They had a little uh, rap battle back and forth. It was pretty good. I'd have to say Tom McDonald killed that motherfucker. Dude, I wanted to I wanted to go to Memphis in May, but I just had so much shit going on. I just wasn't able. Like, <laughs> but I am going to New York City this weekend. I'm leaving in the morning. Great week of shows. Thank you guys, by the way. It's a privilege of a lifetime. I don't just say that um, as a spiel here on the show. It really is the privilege of a lifetime to host the Kill Stream. I get to talk to cool people like Dalton Clodfelter, rookie of the year, I would say. Uh, Dalton Clod, not even a full rookie, though. He's like one of those rookies who got like half a season already in the majors. You know what I mean? He's back the next year. Mike Trout level when he was a rookie, for those who know know their baseball there. Uh, And uh, speaking of baseball, I'll be at Yankee Stadium. Not in Manhattan, in the Bronx, which I know. The Bronx Zoo, the Bronx Bombers. I'll be there on Sunday on Mother's Day they're giving out a free Yankees purse to all the females I don't know if to the trannies too coming in there not sure but uh, I don't know uh, I don't want a purse but uh, hopefully my fiance gets one I don't know if my daughter needs one because she's like a month and a half uh, <laughs> I was going to say years months old uh, so she probably doesn't need one but uh, the first 15,000 in a Yankee Stadium on Sunday get a free purse courtesy of MasterCard uh, so don't leave home without it. Or is that Visa? I think that's Visa. <laughs> don't leave home without it. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of excited. I've never been to Yankee Stadium. I have, I'm a big baseball fan. I've been to Cooperstown. Uh, I've heard it's shit right outside, dude. Uh, right outside Yankee Stadium, the new one? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard of that. Uh, well, it's just so, when I say it's in the Bronx, it's just barely in the Bronx. Uh, so you go right over and it's right there in the Bronx from Manhattan. Uh, I've never, I don't even know that I've been to the Bronx. So I've been to Brooklyn. I think I've been to Queens, went through Queens. Now, you know what? I did go to the Bronx, I think, but it was, uh, it was on the, uh, I did the double decker tour in the summer where my daughter was conceived actually. Uh, and we did the double decker tour and it went from, um, I don't know if that's the Bronx, I think it's, or Brooklyn that I went to. I don't remember. I've, I've never been to a black city. Well, New York, is it a black... I mean, I don't... I guess it's like a black Bronx, city. I guess, well, okay, like, I've never been to a... Bl- <laughs> I've never been to a black area. Well, I'm from a black city, so... Uh, I uh, I have been, not only have been to, was born in one in Memphis and raised in one right over there in West Memphis across the, uh, across the bridge. And Richmond, I think, is a majority black city as well. Um, I don't know, actually. I'd have to look that up. Uh, Richmond demographic. Actually, I, I've been to Atlanta. I guess yeah, that's Atlanta. pretty black. I guess that's pretty black. A homeless guy gave me five dollars in Atlanta. Really weird interaction. <laughs> Richmond's forty six percent white. Um, and let's see. Wait, wow, is it really that split? No shit. Let's see. Where at? Wait, hold on. I'm looking. So it's 
46.8% black and 45.4% white, which um, I didn't realize that because that's really close, obviously. Memphis is like, I don't know, 70% black, uh, which is my home area where I'm from, Memphis. So I didn't really realize that, that it was that close. Making a comeback, Ralph. We're making a comeback. Yeah, I was about to say. Now, Memphis. grind, dude. (laughs) Memphis is majority-minority, but I I didn't realize it was that close in Richmond, but, uh, but yeah, I guess that makes sense anecdotally when I think about it, but, um, but yeah, that's the, that's the low down there. Now let's see. Uh, let me undo this. Okay. Wait, wrong one. Let me do the, I think, do we play? Okay. So e-girls on the ticket. I don't know about that. Tom McDonald. We played that. We did that once. She left. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, I pressed the wrong button. I didn't even get to call her a bitch. <laughs> uh, what about the weekly sweat some more? Oh, I didn't ask you about that. What about what all's going on and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, we Wednesday, don't really know. Yeah, Nick will be there. I'm excited for it. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm honored to be to be co-hosting, obviously, with Beardson. So it's going to be fun either way. I'm sure a lot of it's going to be dependent, you know, on on what kind of happens uh, this evening. But we'll sure. we'll see. We'll see how it how it goes. We kind of stepped into a legendary position, a very uh, cozy spot, if you will. Uh, and so, and just in terms of of your role tomorrow night on the show. Uh, weekly sweat, continuing that tradition there. So here we go. DUI Groiper. DUI Groiper sent three dollars. We love Dalton. Uh, hey, so, thank you. So no matter which way it goes, there. Um, what about I know? Well, anonymous sent three dollars. Dalton, you're retarded mm. and live a completely sheltered life. This is why no one should take your opinion seriously. The area outside Yankee Stadium is fine. I go there frequently. The suburbs of Atlanta are not a black area. There are some black areas in suburbs. I said anonymous sent three dollars Trump rally. Yeah, um, I, did, I did think. Anyway, go ahead. I thought you meant. Yeah. Um, I didn't think you meant suburbs, but yeah, go the ahead. Suburbs of Atlanta. Yeah, I did live in the suburbs of Atlanta, but I used to go to Atlanta quite often. And it is there's a lot of blacks, a lot of homeless people, um, a lot of like the guy who gave me the the five dollar bill was like on crack or something. I think he was drugged out of his mind. Dude, there's an area of Atlanta so bad. It's just a whole alley of homeless, and it just reeks of piss. I was there for Stop the Steal, and I'm from Memphis, mind you, and there's some, you know, seedy areas, but this was bad. It was really bad. It was trifling. Kansas Zuma trifling. Dalton, you are not retarded. You are very smart and Chad. I mean, I'm retarded, but I am a Chad. Um, in, regard, in regards to, like, uh, the Bronx and the Yankees Stadium and everything, I'm taking I, I, that whole opinion is coming from a black guy that I know who used to who lived there for a long time and grew up there and everything. And he said that like all the white people would come through and they wouldn't go far out from Yankee Stadium because of it being so rough. I don't know if that's an, I don't know if that's entirely true, but that's just what I've heard. Yeah, and again, I couldn't say either way because I've never, I've only, uh, like I said, I've been to Brooklyn, went through some of the other boroughs, uh, but never really hung out anywhere outside Brooklyn and Manhattan, uh, and then New Jersey over there in the North Bergen area a little bit. But even then, I was just going over uh, into Manhattan. I I could have stayed in New Jersey again, but it takes a minute to get into Manhattan. If you're going to stay in Manhattan anyway or be over there, 
You might as well just go to Manhattan. So, yeah. um, so anyway, we'll see tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be worth going to D.C. because it's supposed to be raining all weekend. I don't see any huge protests coming out uh, in this rain. I'm not really hearing anything about a huge protest. We kind of did our protest coverage for the week to a certain extent, or, extent already. Um, it kind of seems derivative unless I knew there was going to be something big. Uh, there, going there's going to be another one for sure. It'll probably be bigger. So yeah, it's probably best hold off until yeah. it's more definitive. Yeah, that's kind of what I think too. Um, you don't have to burn it out uh, so soon, right? Or, and then miss the one that actually you should have been at. Uh, so that's kind of my mindset. And again, if it changes, if if something you know changes in the morning, it looks like it's going to pop off. I'll do it. I think Corinne was wanting me to come this at, tomorrow afternoon just so she didn't have to wake up at nine a.m. Because I'm I'm planning on hitting the road at like six. Cause then I'll be in DC by eight and then in, I'll be in New York by 11 or 12 o'clock. I'll be in Times square car park, ready to go do whatever in New York city by noon tomorrow. It's not that far to New York from, from Richmond at all. So if you take the New Jersey or, or yeah, the New Jersey turnpike, it's like five and a half hours. So it's not too bad. Go ahead. Anonymous sent $3 Bronx is full of Puerto Ricans, just like Dalton's <laughs> wife and future children. Ancestor cry. Ancestor cry. Now, um, do you like Do you like Sent three dollars. Are you a fan of Memphis football? Shame they didn't make the cut to join the Big Twelve. I'm actually a fan of Alabama football, and I know that sounds. Uh, speaking of trifling, that sounds a tad trifling. Uh, but my family, my grandmother, her side of the family is actually from Alabama. And the first game I remember watching was Alabama versus Let's Miami. go. Roll Tide, yeah. bitches. Roll, roll Tide. Tide. I'm a Roll Tide guy. Uh, and, and by the way, when I was a kid, they had some rough. There, it wasn't all national championships uh, when I was a kid coming up. Matter of fact, they got a huge penalty from the NCAA, and they were, like, fucked over for years, too, like around 2002. So I don't want everybody to think it was just all Nick Saban greatness. This whole time. Now, we, you know, you still had the history of Alabama being, like, the greatest It is for time. me. It is for me. Yeah, for I, you. Uh, it's like, oh, all legend shit. Like, oh, yeah, shit. I don't yeah. even remember when Alabama wasn't balling, basically. Uh, yeah, so Nick Saban, just an absolute. Can we get a St. Nick yeah, so clap here? So true. Football about ready to start. I was watching some of the USFL. I didn't see it last week, but I did see a little. It wasn't too bad. We'll see what the Rocks League looks like uh, next year, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't too shabby. I think they were playing all the games in Birmingham, which uh, I thought was wild, but uh, pretty good idea to save money, though. Today, um, the money poured Trump. in. It was a beautiful thing to see. Under Trump the live. Trump administration, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world with. Virtually no inflation. We had no inflation. You like grow I percent three dollars Kansas State all the way. <laughs> We're big K State respecters. All they had to do is go to Beast, you know what? Honestly I grew up liking Kansas State, I have to say. Um, you created the worst inflation in more than fifty years and it's gonna go much higher. It's Bill Snyder, more the legend. $6,000 a year. That's bigger than any tax increase ever proposed. And by the way, they are going to increase your taxes. They're going to give you the largest tax increase in history. I gave you the largest.
largest tax cut in the history of our country, larger than the tax cut given by Ronald Reagan, and gave you the largest regulation cuts in American history. That's why we had so many jobs. And you Kansas know, when you hear. Sent $3 he won't even do it for the joke. I don't want to. million people working. They don't have anywhere near that. Because people aren't working and they say we're not looking for a job. So then they say three and a half and four percent. But that's not true. It's not correct. It's not correct. It's fake news. You're right. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was looking for that. Did we come up with a great term with fake news? Is that good? We that was pretty good. I have to give him credit. Ones. Crooked Hillary. Crooked. How crooked is Hillary Clinton? <laughs> How crooked is Hillary? It's so bad. <laughs> this is okay. You know what? I'm ready for him to run again. I don't give a fuck. I'm ready, man. I don't care. I'm on board. Fire it up. Let's go. Train. Let's get on the train. I don't care. Thursday. They still got it. Let's get on the train. Law firms, I guess, or somebody. I don't know. They got into various people that were various problems, various shenanigans. Like I can't believe this is going on. They're believing this stuff about Russia, Russia, Russia. Now, let's keep it going as long as we can. It was set up as a way of explaining a fake. It was a fake con job. You know, con job was a con job. They <laughs> yeah, set I know it what up that is. As a way of explaining why she lost. <laughs> and we lost. And I'll tell you what, we made her lose. You know why? We had huge crowds. She didn't have crowds anyway. She had it no was crowds. An explanation for why she lost. It was Russia. She Russia. still says that, by the way. <laughs> Everyone said that's strange. Yeah. You know, during the campaign, That's people strange. would come up to me and they'd say, Sir, do you know anything about Russia? No. Well, why do you ask? No, I don't really. I mean, I can tell you about Russia, but why do you ask? I don't know, sir. Just I hear about Russia. Then another one would come up and they'd say, uh, Sir, have you had anything to do with Russia? No. Why? Why do you ask? That's a strange question. Then again, a month later, a young staffer would come up. Oh, sir, it's so, such a pleasure to meet you, sir. Oh, you're going to be such a great president. Sir, were you involved with Russia? I said, what the hell is going on with Russia? Disinformation. You know, they're full of disinformation. That's what they are. That's all they're good at, that stuff. But it's disinformation. And then four or five more times, I, say, I call my people. I say, could somebody explain what the hell is going on with Russia? And then I see this guy on television being interviewed, one of Hillary Clinton's top ponchos. <laughs> and he said, yeah, A top poncho. Yeah, it was Russia. That's what it was. It was <laughs> Russia. You remember John Lovitz, the liar, on a, sh a horrible show now, but it used to be good, right? It used to be good. I actually hosted it. Saturday Night Live, I hosted it. <laughs> and two great ratings I did, but I hosted That was before I ran for politics. After I ran for politics, they weren't too interested in having me hosted. Although Anonymous sent $3. I wish I could send Trump super chats to his <laughs> That would be awful. That would be I sick, dude. I've never seen the new guy, but I never he saw was better that. than Alec Baldwin. But anybody would be. You'd be. Anybody in the front row. No, it's true, but uh, it's true. But uh, that was uh, not, a, not, a, very good, not a very good show. It's become a very <laughs> no. good show. It used to be a little bit funny. But some pretty interesting I don't think there's anybody that's out funny out there. Hey, by the way, Alec Not politics. Baldwin. Did he pull the trigger? Honestly, he's one of the funniest people there is, period, though. No, I think he's a sick person. I've been watching him. He's a that's psycho. What I think. Something happened there. That's a strange thing. Something bad thing. happened there. All right, Ralph. Hey, I'm there. I'm going to hop off. Thank you, man. This was a blast. It's cool, man. I'm about to do this debate. I'll listen to Trump no, until then. Dalton, thank you, brother. Tell people where to find you, sir.
Cozy.tv slash Dalton Clyde Felter. Good night, Groiper. We're trying it out tonight at 12 a.m., so be there or be square. Unless the debate's still going on, then keep watching the debate. Right, well, of course, stay here if that's going on. <laughs> but uh, I would imagine we'll probably be done by then. Check out Dalton. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Yeah, buddy. 07. Uh-huh, salute. Have a good one, man. All right, let's tune back into the former president. We achieved the largest poverty reduction in 50 years and lifted 7 million people off food stamps. And we lifted we're getting ready for the big debate. Off of welfare. And they were happy. They all had good jobs. <laughs> Under Biden, there's still millions fewer jobs than before the pandemic. New York City, here I come. Let's go. For him. Everyone said, oh, he's going to fix it. H1N1, you know what that is, right? H1N, that was a small version of the pandemic years before when he was in charge. Did a horrible job. I said, why is he going to do that? that? This one, he used to call it N1H1. It's actually H. It's easy to remember because H comes before N, right? So the H1N1 would also say things like, it's great to be with you in Florida tonight. Thank you. It's great. There were no palm trees. There were trees that like, looked like this. And he did that many, many times. You know, he'd be in Idaho and it'd say Iowa. If I ever did it once, I'd be dead. They'd say, it's over for him. But you know, uh, by the way, one thing I have to say, I love Arnold Palmer. Latrobe, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. He asked me to play golf with him at Latrobe because I knew him really well the last 15 years of his life. And uh, he was a great man. He was incredible. You know a story quick about Arnold? His father was a... Wow, uh, just some knowledge. He was actually some a knowledge, Don. He was a very strong person. And Arnold Latrobe is very close. And Arnold was learned to play using other people's clubs. They had no money to buy a club. And Arnold would come in after hours and he'd use members' clubs and he'd learn and he became great. Then he won the U.S. Amateur, then he turned pro. And right from the beginning, he made a lot of money. He went back and he bought the course. Do you know that? He bought the course and he put his father on as superintendent and ultimately made his father the manager of the club. And he owned the club right until his last day. Winnie is buried there, his wife, who he loved so much. I was with him as we walked past where she was and he started crying. I mean, Arnold was an incredible, an incredible man. And I said, so Arnold, you could be on the ocean. You could be on the West Coast, East Coast. You could be along the Potomac River. You could be anywhere. You've decided to stay right here. He said, I love this area. I love Pennsylvania and I love Latrobe. So, he was a Pennsylvania you know, guy. He goes out and he ends up buying it and makes his father the boss. I mean, it's just, it's, that's what our country is all about. He once said to me, so, do you think that I should finance an airplane? Because, you know, Arnold was very rich. He made a lot of money. IMG was his thing. That's a big, huge company. But a little bit. very rich. And he said, uh, yeah, he was. all my people want me to finance an airplane. He was buying an airplane. Should I finance it? I said, well, do you need the money? No. I said, then don't finance it. In other words, his instinct is, why do I finance an airplane if I don't need the money? But he loved Pennsylvania and he loved this area. And I wanted to tell you, he had a choice to be at Pebble Beach. He had a choice to be along the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, or any other ocean that he wanted. And he didn't want to move. He never even thought about it. He was a great man. And he's looking down right now, but he was a great man. And... He loved your state. Under Biden, four million people 
have not returned to the labor force. Real wages have declined 12 months in a row, and the economy sucks. <laughs> and last month, you read this, it shrank 1.4% in the first quarter. And the fake news is trying to say, think of it, the economy went down for the first time in many years. And the fake news, these guys are, look at all of them, in the rain, Sick. they're standing in Sick the rain. guys. They're standing in the rain. They're standing in the rain. They should stand in the rain. I'd like to have them in the rain every, every night. God of Conquest 91 sent $10. Can't wait for the debate. The frogs are rising. This is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will plague your whole country with frogs. The Nile will team with frogs. They will come up into your palace and your bedroom and onto your bed, into the houses of your officials and on your people. The frogs will go up on you and your people and all your officials. Exodus 8. It is biblical. The frog thing is so real. <clears throat> you know, I'm coming up to Bannon and Joe Brandon and I'm saying, let my people go or the Groypers will declare war. One, two, three, four. Uh, I declare a Groyper war. I knew that part was going to Thank you, guys. Major support today. Humbled, as always. I guess I'll go ahead and send out that link pretty soon. But with a lot of help from the federal government in getting ventilators and therapeutics and supplies of all shapes, sizes, and kinds to them without cost or without delay, and they've done an incredible job. A lot of the Republican governors have done an incredible job. You remember when governors get credit for doing this great job? which they really did. The Republican governors did a tremendous job, and honestly, the Democrat governors did a terrible job. I can't think of one that did good, and I dealt with all of them. And you know, on the phone, when we'd have these weekly meetings with uh, all the governors, 50 governors, and we'd have these weekly meetings, the Democrat governors, thank you so much for getting us to Vendor. Thank you, I wish you could hear these calls. They actually do have transcripts. Anonymous sent $3. I'd like to see a debate between Dalton and Stardust on who has lived the more sheltered life. Both speak confidently on various topics with very little real-world experience. Talking to people on the internet doesn't make you worldly. Well, um, I like Dalton. I actually like Stardust, too. Wanted to do it made it You're all possible like for the great success that they've had, and and uh, the relationship we have with them is fantastic. By contrast, under Biden, more people died of COVID last year than all of 2020. They failed on testing, they failed on therapeutics, and they imposed horrific mandates, punishing lockdowns, and radical mask regulations. What a gift from hell that was, right? From China. What a gift from hell. And don't forget, I closed this down to China. We would have lost perhaps hundreds of thousands of people more. Thankfully, a Trump-appointed judge recently struck down Biden's ridiculous mask mandate in a righteous victory for American freedom. Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats have turned calm into chaos competence into incompetence and stability into anarchy, prosperity into poverty, and security into a catastrophe. You look at Afghanistan again and again, we'll never forget it. They, it would be nice if they would talk about it. They never talk about it, the fake news, because it's so horrific what happened. It was so bad, they never talk about it. 
The election was rigged and stolen, and now our country is being destroyed because of it. None of these things would have happened. Meanwhile, we have a president who has no idea what's happening, who's shaking hands with thin air while Putin talks about nuclear weapons all the time. Just look at this video. You know, we spend all this money on this wonderful technology, but it is we bought this beautiful, these great screens. I don't know how the hell they're going to work in this rain, but we'll give it a shot. But take a look at this incredible scene, and it's very sad to watch. Thank you. All right, let me send the link out. Make sure you have the record player on tonight. No, he's showing the holy fuck. So the best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Why is that stopped? Hold on, sorry. Anyway. Damn it! Where'd it go? People are enraged. I don't know why it's like stopping me. Sorry, I fucked up. How dare they boo Ralph? That's how I feel. Mega Boo sent $10. Great Thank fucking you. mega show today, Ralph. I appreciate that. Now's the real test, getting the uh, getting the hangouts on, on point. The true test. This is you heard it's what you hearing it's what you hearing listen it's what you hearing listen it's what you hearing listen Exco give it to you fuck wait for you to get it on your own Exco deliver to you knock knock open up the door to spread open the non-stop pop out the stainless steel I'll go hard getting busy with it but I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you get it damn right can I do it again cause yeah. Uh, cut it off. No, I'll have to fire that up. Let's see. Sorry about that. It had been 60, probably, but. <laughs> Pop, don't let it go. 
Let's go. We're almost there. The mega show. Almost to the main event. Counterpoints versus Nick Fuentes. Thank you guys very kindly for the support today. I think there's only one song left to play. That's why Trump's up. Let's go! The gold standard in blood sports, ladies and gentlemen, right here, the premier battlefield, the premier arena, the one, the only, the kill stream. We're about to get started.
I think we have everybody here now. Uh, let me see. Let me make sure all the audio is on across all these. So this should be. Let's see. Let me keep that there. Uh, this is. Uh, is that how we're gonna, okay? So I have to unmute it somewhere. I guess I'll make it here. 
Okay, now I should be able to hear you guys. Uh, Nicholas J. Fuentes here with CounterPoints. Can both of you guys hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you well as well. Yes. Okay, great. I'll give myself a round of of applause here as I always do when I get it right there with the tech. Okay. Um, welcome both of you guys back, uh, back in your case to the kill stream, Nick, uh, you've been here many times counterpoints. You've never been on the kill stream. So this is your debut appearance. Um, I mean, I guess it's only fair to let you go first then, uh, since you've never been on the show, we're talking about Ukraine, Russia, uh, just however you want to take it, really. Uh, I, I'd seen you guys kind of had a dialogue uh, back and forth through your through your public statements, I guess, and that's kind of how I picked up on this debate. It wasn't it wasn't really my idea, right? Uh, and so, although I love hosting it, don't get me wrong, uh, but that's kind of how this happened. So uh, I'll just let you uh, go first and uh, openings, you know, ten minutes max, kind of, and then just kind of a free flowing discussion, however it goes after that. So that's that's the kill stream way. So. I'll let I'll let you go first. You can introduce yourself as well uh, at the start if you'd like to. Appreciate it. So, yeah, my name's Connor. I run a YouTube channel named Counterpoints. I identify as centrist, uh, you know, center-right, depending on the day. Compared to most people on Twitch, I'm uh, pretty much a griper. Uh, compared to most most gripers, I'm pretty much a commie. So, you know, it, that kind of tells you where I'm at. Uh, I do identify with the term Berkey and conservative, which just basically means that I'm trying to identify the part of society or the parts of society that are worthy of preserving and then trying to let go of the parts of society that are not worth preserving. And uh, what this boils down to for me, I I actually wouldn't mind tangenting wherever uh, we go naturally. I don't have to stick just with Ukraine and Russia, but the, I, I would rather broad stroke it rather than being autistic about like very specific dates or events or treaties or this, that, the other, or somebody kind of, you know, violating this or that we can get into that if you want to. Uh, but basically my broad strokes is the United States is at the head of a $65 trillion global hegemon. And it is uh, Globo Homo, to put it either uh, negatively or positively. Uh, globalist meaning that it's an international project involving many countries, homosexual in the fact that it is progressive. It supports LGBTQ rights. It supports, uh, you know, minority rights, this, that, the other. And uh, the primary frame of reference from a moral or political system is probably mixed economy capitalism and liberal democracy. So what this really boils down to is, is this a good thing? Um, you can't deny that it's in power. You can't deny that it has influence. You can't deny that it's encroaching on the nationalist projects of other people across the world. The question is, what does a world with U the United States at the global helm look like? And is that a world worthy of achieving? Or would it be better, uh, something that I've heard repeatedly in these conversations is political realism and multipolarity, meaning that we're going to look at what the empire is, not what it, not what it can't, like, could achieve if we pushed it to, but realistically, what is it going to achieve? Uh, the blowback from those events. And then also uh, multipolarity, having national checks against the global hegemon of the United States. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's really the crux of the argument. If you want to get into details, we can. But uh, is American hegemony a good thing? Is global, homo, liberal, progressive hegemony a good thing? And if not, what are the alternatives? And I don't need my full 10 minutes. I can leave it there. Go ahead, Nick. Okay, well, that's sort of an interesting position. I thought this was a debate about the Russia-Ukraine war. We can we can do that if you want. I, I don't care. <laughs> well, um, it, it certainly is an interesting angle. Uh, I, I think you're right in the sense that the uh, 
the greater significance of the Russia-Ukraine conflict is really about the world order. And I think that if you read between the lines in the rhetoric coming from NATO and the United States, the reason they consider this an existential threat, or rather treating it like it's an existential threat, uh, why they have uh, sort of thrown in so much their fortunes with the fate of Ukraine is because they know that it, it's something like American hegemony and American credibility, which is on the line here. And basically since 2014, that's been the, even before that, maybe you could say since 2012, the discussion has been about, at least the conversation about America and Russia has been about American decline, relative American decline. And I think that, um, I think what I, what I just heard from you, the argument is sort of moot because whether or not we think American hegemony is a good thing, it's over, or at least it's on its way out. Uh, and that is what's being borne out right now by this conflict. It seems that a Russian victory is all but certain and inevitable. And when Putin is able to dictate what goes on in, uh, you know, maybe there's a new country, it's a liberated Luhansk and Donetsk, or maybe it's annexed with Russia. Um, or if you don't consider that valid, maybe it's only a matter of time before China takes over Taiwan. But the point is that a surging and revanchist Russia and China picking up where they left off as great powers in the world signals the end. Uh, and that, that comes along, too, with, a, I think, a greater degree of strategic autonomy for Europe, um, which I think is, is only going to increase over time. I think it signals the end of American hegemony, whether, whether that is good or bad. I guess that's subject to debate, but, um, but it is a fact that that unipolar moment is past and is over. And I would say that, you know, if there is an argument about whether or not it's a good thing, I would say that a conflict like the Russia-Ukraine war is a failure of American hegemony. I think that if anything, it demonstrates a failure, that this is, uh, it's the inability of the U.S. foreign policy apparatus, national security apparatus to relinquish control that they don't have. And I think that that ultimately was the, the cause of this unnecessary and needless war. Um, I don't think the failure of diplomacy came from Russia. I think it's been a persistent failure to listen by the United States. And um, you could say it's something like an overestimation of their capabilities. You could call it hubris. And I think that that's one of the reasons why it is uh, a good thing that this is, in fact, occurring. But uh, but it's a moot point whether or not it's good or bad, because, like I said, it's a fact that the unipolar moment was an anomaly, and now it's uh, naturally, inevitably coming to an end. Um, but yeah, it sounds like th this isn't really so much about Russia, Ukraine. It's really now more about the, yeah, and that was the, I can, like I can disagree. I can disagree with some of these facts. Okay. Uh, By the way, so... what's going on? Hold on. Wait, what's going on with this? What is this? I have to, cause the audience is asking too. I mean, what, what is this contraption here? Like, what is that? Like, uh, I'm a, I'm a fucking boomer and I have shoulder pain. Oh, okay. So okay. Okay. All right. All right. I figured I there was something behind it. Fucking okay. It's fine. I, I, I knew there was something behind it. I just, it's, uh, a, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's okay. not anything. Sexual, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. Cool. I, I just, yeah, I was curious uh, myself cause I didn't really know. And so I just figured I'd ask. Now, if you're so, old and your back hurts, it, you should get a, okay. uh, one of these okay, okay. it's called a theracane to, to all our aging uh grapers and uh, <laughs> fans. okay so, but all right so so anyway so so the facts uh that i i can contest i i don't i oh shit 
Um, all right. As long as you guys can hear me, that's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, basically the, the facts that like uh, Cato, I want to say was like a famous Roman, you know, philosopher or some shit. And basically he predicted the fall of the Roman empire 300 years before it happened. So there's no sense in being chicken little before, you know, your time. Like don't, don't freak the fuck out before things go down. And also there was plenty of times to save the empire. So for instance, there was like Bulgarian Roman generals who were uh, shit on by Rome because they were from a different ethnicity group and they actually fought to preserve the empire and successfully did so and basically fought to preserve the empire going forward. And so to, to get to the top, this is kind of like where we were getting to the top of American Imperium and to just go, oh, well, the only way da- or the only way forward is down. I think that's probably true. But I also think that there's a lot of opportunity as well. And to just say, oh, it's over, you know, we might as well just fucking commit sepa- like cultural and global seppuku now is kind of like a little uh, preemptive. Also, what I would say is Russian victory is all but certain. If you're measuring victory as in like Donetsk, Luhansk, and Crimea, that they're going to retain those territories, that's fine. But you can't tell me that like Russia uh, wouldn't have preferred a government in Kiev or Kiev, however the fuck you want to pronounce it, uh, that was more sympathetic to their interest and that was more sympathetic to the Russian people. The fact that they're not getting that, I would see that as a, a miscalculation on their end. Whose fault it is, I kind of don't really give a fuck. Uh, but, the, but the truth is that I think that we could probably reach a diplomatic settlement where Donetsk, Luhansk, in Crimea go to the Russians they maintain their Black Sea access they maintain whatever you know that shit is uh, but basically I, I think that Odessa and I think probably the western half of Ukraine needs to be maintained with the Ukrainians that are currently fighting and that could be a diplomatic solution that could be reached with Russian participation I don't, I don't view this as a total Russian victory well I would say um in the first place, it's not a question of whether the American empire is over. It's just a question of this uh, unipolar moment and this uncontested global American hegemony that we're talking about. We're, you know, we're talking about essentially will the United States have this um, unchallenged capacity to dictate what goes on uh, on the borders of other great powers like Russia and China? I would say that their inability to do that does not mean that American empire is over. I sure I agree with you certainly that uh, American empire will persist. I think that America will be the most powerful country in the world uh, probably for some time. But we're talking about a very specific uh, and peculiar peculiar arrangement which resulted from the Cold War where the next strongest country uh, could not match the United States and the the next strongest country with any combination of all the other successive great countries would not be able to challenge the United States and and that that's the dynamic that's coming to an end. That's the unipolar where there's one pole coming to an end. Um, and so whether you say that China is perfectly a, a pure competitor or Russia is a pure competitor, it is true that they're uh, far more powerful relatively to the United States now than they were 30 years ago. And that's going to change the power projection capability of the United States, specifically when it comes to the immediate sphere of influence of these countries like in the South China Sea or in Eastern Europe, or in Central Asia, or the Caucasus. And um, and so when I say American hegemony is coming to an end, I I don't mean American hegemony over the Western Hemisphere is not coming to an end. American hegemony in in probably most of the world is not coming to an end anytime soon. But certainly this sort of uncontested, again, this unipole situation is over. And I think that that's actually a natural development. I think that's an inevitable development. I think it's something that we need to carefully manage 
Uh, because, you know, you understand about China, China has always been a great civilization alongside the West. Russia, a Russian empire has always been a great power, a great civilization. And so the idea that the United States is going to maintain this sort of post-World War II, post-Cold War dominance that it's had in relative terms forever, it's completely unsustainable. And I don't think that has any bearing on how the, the American empire is managed or diplomatic decisions we make. I think that's just a consequence of the productive capacities uh, and, the, and the volume, really, of the Chinese people and of Russian land. You know, Russia has... Uh, it's, it's a petro state, and it's got a, a European population and lots of people and lots of lots of uh, arable land. And so Russia is going to, as a consequence of those factors, will be a great power. China, because of its population and it, because of its territory and all of that, will be a great power. And that is okay. And I think that we must accept this. As for as for the uh, Russian victory in Ukraine, I would say it's presumptuous to say that Russia wanted to control. Western Ukraine. And I only say that because it, it would be untenable. We know that uh, the the goal from the start, the stated goal, was to achieve the full liberation of Luhansk and Donetsk. And it's easy to see why. The Ukraine east of the Dnieper River is majority ethnically Russian and Russian-speaking. And what that implies is that annexing that territory or having a pro-Russian uh, Novorossian government govern that or administer that territory is actually not going to be such a difficult proposition. The reason Russia was able to annex Crimea is because uh, the people there didn't protest that because they were Russian, whereas that's not the case in Western Ukraine. You could say maybe they wanted Odessa to connect Transnistria all the way through, um, but I, I think it's a little bit presumptuous. And in any case, the, the key victory is they will have achieved the demilitarization of Ukraine. They'll have destroyed the Ukrainian armed forces. They will have precluded Ukraine from joining NATO and, and having a NATO state controlling the Black Sea on their border east of the Dnieper River. Um, and then what's more is they'll have achieved the liberation of the ethnic Russian people in Donbass and Crimea. So though those victory conditions, I think, I think are sufficient to say that Russia will have won. And despite the United States doing everything they could, they couldn't prevent that from happening. Sure. Uh, the uh, well, the most costly thing that you can do as an empire is a land war in Asia. So the the fact that like uh, basically th this is boiling down to a geopolitical reality. I, I know people might not be able to imagine the the map in their in their mind, but realistically, what you're talking about uh, between like Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, the, the, those countries to the north, and then uh, basically, I think Belarus is always going to remain Russian friendly. Uh, you know, Moldova will probably remain neutral or Russia friendly, uh, and then uh, Ukraine, Western Ukraine will be hostile. Eastern Ukraine will be friendly. Um, but but that's the thing is like if you look at the original USSR, um, and if you were thinking of these as like uh, longitudinal players, where you're like thinking of it over century rather than like necessarily national governments i would say that uh western europe and the united states as a backer of like western hegemony or whatever has made great inroads into eastern europe compared to like the old soviet bloc so you can say this is a victory condition but i would say this is a victory condition like you know winning one of 30 games uh you know at home and you're like well we we won at home and it's like okay well fuck it i mean you were bound to do so eventually so i i guess this is it the the point my point being, though, uh, and, and like I don't I don't really necessarily have a counter rebuttal. 
I think that the unipolar moment, if that was advocated for by, I don't know, DC Beltway douchebags, uh, it, it was like a fantastic utopian moment, kind of like a misunderstanding of the end of history. And, and what I mean by that is that you always see the ebb and flow of power, power abhors a vacuum. Uh, China is not, they were never going to allow themselves to be like a second class power. Now, maybe they will be, maybe they will be for a century, maybe they will be for two centuries, but their goal is always going to end up being peer uh, with the United States, if not preeminent. And so that's actually going to be the question that we're looking at ourselves now is because I see a lot of dystopian shit going on in China right now is our material concerns, uh, our, our material wealth is that should we sacrifice that in order to acknowledge the reality of Chinese power or should we be making moral arguments? And then when it comes to sphere of influence, basically Asian countries that might have a natural inclination to resist China, um, should we be encouraging them towards liberalism? Should we be encouraging them towards mixed economy capitalism, this, that, the other? Um, or do we just say, fuck it, you know, like, like you're in their sphere of influence, you're going to win eventually anyways, and the material uh, are going to outweigh the moral, so fuck it. And, and here, here's my thing. Um, dealing with your side, uh, you know, just just viewing some content there, you know, uh, there has been praise for China in the past, whereas some of these things I view as like absolutely contradictory to the United States. And by that, I mean, like, j just look at the way that they're managing COVID. They're literally like basically locking down people into a tiny city. They're killing their animals in order to have zero COVID that, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, they, they have like, um, what do you call it? Like the surveillance state. You think the surveillance states of the United States is fucking bad. Uh, they basically don't even give a shit. They're just like, yep, this is what we're doing. Fuck you. Social credit. So that's where, from my perspective, with the acknowledgement of the tripolar world or the quadpolar world, okay, fine. That's, that's the bent of history, but does it matter what we advocate for? And is liberalism the best system to advocate for globally? And I suspect that you would say no. And, and that, that's kind of the real contestation. Yeah. So then I guess the question, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the question of, well, the problem is this. The problem is um, uh, I am ultimately a realist. And I think that um, we, we can talk about, we can compare the systems and say, uh, you know, liberal democracy versus uh, whatever the Chinese have, if you want to call that a, a mixed economy, a market socialist or state capitalist or something. Um, but the reality is Chinese power. The reality is Russian and Chinese power. Um, and China, China uh, will not be a liberal country anytime soon. Russia will not be a liberal country anytime soon. It's it's just not uh, it is just not in the character of that nation. And this is it, it's interesting to hear you say I'm that asking, because I'm asking you what you want. What do I want? Yeah, I want a Christian empire. Is what I want. I would like to see the United States. Uh, continue. I would like to see American primacy, but I would like to see, you talk about moral, I would like to see real morality, which proceeds from God and which proceeds from Christianity. And um, so I would like to see something like U.S. primacy, an alliance with Europe, an alliance with Russia. You call, call that a posse. Of uh, That's uh, Richard Haas coined that term and watchful Listen, sheriff, I believe. Um, a posse between, yeah, Christendom, the Russian, and, and Sam Huntington, when he broke down clash of civilizations, he said, you have the Orthodox civilization, you have the so-called Western civilization. I think 
the natural alliance would be between the Orthodox and the Western civilization against Sinic and Muslim civilization. Um, or you could use the Richard Hostel and go and say that's a posse, France, UK, Germany, Italy, Russia, the United States, AUKUS, you know. Um, so, but I would okay, like to so, see them pushing Christianity. So, okay, so so let's let's just assume this for uh, a second because I'm going to try to understand your worldview and then I'm going to try to come up with the challenges that face it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would basically say that um, there's a lot of things going for it which is Central America, South America, and North America are Christian-descended colonial, you know, uh, colonial states that all have a history of Christendom. So they all have that history. Europe as a whole has that history, and Russia as a whole has that history, if you're talking about uh, an alliance between the Orthodox and the Catholic and, God, God help me, Protestants, right? Um, the, the problem is that at the core of this, uh, at the core of this imperium is the story of Christ, and it seems like with every passing decade, we're getting more secular, more hedonistic, more nihilistic, moving away from the message. And it seems that with technology and mass culture and internationalism or globalism, whatever you want to call it, it seems like the opportunity for this kind of national or identifiable revival and it, for it to be literally like an L-shaped empire on top of the world. Um, is I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know how you would achieve a Christian revival in the United States, a Christian revival in Europe, get people to see this as a cooperative opportunity, and recreate the Christendom Empire. I, I, I just do you see the the if I if you're doomer about liberalist uh, or liberal empire, how can you be optimistic about Christian empire? Well, I think the case of the Soviet Union is. Instructive. The Soviet Union was a uh, atheistic <clears throat> pariah state for nearly a century, and uh, they promulgated atheism and communism throughout the world, Bolshevism for uh, you know the better part of the last century. And what has emerged is not. I'm under no illusions about Russia. You know, some people have wrongly attributed this idea to me that I support Putin because Russia's based and trad and. I recognize that it's it's not really those. Have things. you seen their sweet military church? Because it's pretty cool looking. I have. It is very cool. I do. I do like the Orthodox churches. Um, but when you look at Vladimir Putin, who is you could say the new emperor. I mean, just just like they had a czar and then they had a general secretary. Now they've got their president. We all know functionally what that is. It's it's the old Cesaro papism, right? It's the old not not perfectly, but it's the old sort of strongman leader. Um, he is he is bringing back the Orthodox. Christian church. Um, and certainly that is supplanting. If, if the mythology of communism is what animated the Soviet Union, if that was their sort of founding idea, Orthodox Christianity and, and sort of Russian empire is the new mythology of the federal Russian state. And so I, I actually don't think it's so outlandish to say that there would be a Christian revival in America and that that would not form the basis. Because here's the thing. I think that the I think that the liberal premise of America is really the thing that's falling apart in the wake of multiracialism, in the wake of uh, technology and wealth inequality. I think it's actually liberalism, which is the ideology that's failing. If, if I were to look at the systems, if we were to look at it morally between China and the United States and Russia, which system would have the most longevity? 
when I look at the BLM tranny, you know, nightmare country run by Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos compared to China, which has Confucianism and has this idea of like Chinese uh, Han ethnic supremacy. And again, the Russian Orthodox church, I would, I would definitely put it on the latter two things as opposed to our fledgling system. I think that um, there, there isn't even really a, uh, there's not even really like a Western canon anymore. What's the canon? Malcolm X and uh, Ellie Wiesel. I mean, this is not, this is not a canon that forms the basis of a great empire. So um, the, uh, yeah, so th- this is interesting. Uh, the, this part of the structural problem with liberalism is that it doesn't have a lot of like moral prescriptions, right? It's like a syncretist, uh, a syncretist worldview in which you can incorporate anybody under their belief structure as long as they adhere to liberalism, as long as they pay their taxes, as long as they agree to like the little charter of human rights that we have. Um, but I do agree. Not only do I agree with this charter of human rights, but I actually think it's quite powerful. If you look at the like uh, the cultural narrative of like, you know, I, I think you could just as easily say Germany, like they had a strong core. They had fascism. They had Christian, or you know, uh, Christianity co-opted by the state. They had uh, you know political corporatism and a narrative that allowed them to kind of reach out into their world and create their you know their their imperial state. Now we can get into like the historical whatever, but basically what happened is a bunch of disparate, disunified. Uh, broken, culturally bankrupt, whatever the fuck you want to call them, countries didn't want to get pushed around. They came together under a single banner of fuck Germany and they kicked them right in the teeth. And that's also what I kind of see in uh, Russia right now, where you have countries that were previously completely anti-NATO that are that are getting ready. Germany is actually funding its military. Sweden and Finland are actually join, like thinking about joining NATO and taking votes and considering it. And this was something that wasn't even considered a few years ago. Also, when it comes to Ukraine, um, you can say this negatively or positively, the amount of money and weapons that poured into Ukraine from Western Europe and from the the Western world, uh, I think that that really sustained the Ukrainian armed forces to fight battles that we didn't expect them to fight. I think we expected, I expected them to capitulate. I thought that they were going to fall apart in two weeks and they're still fighting right now. So that's where I'm saying like the, um, the Western empire, while disunified narratively, and that's something that I want to kind of like challenge and fix uh, the actual, material wealth is there and then it seems like when there's a crisis we come together and and so that that's where for me the 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 cultural unity doesn't mean much if it's a dog shit culture i would say that um i would disagree about your characterization of world war ii um that every everybody got together to kick the shit nuggets out of the nazis i I don't think that's actually how it happened because you had Imperial Japan and Nazi Germany and fascist Italy. And you had, uh, was Austria, Hungary was with them. And they they actually had a lot going for them. I think Germany took over the entire continent. They took over Africa. Um, And if if they just, then what happened? Well, then of course they attacked the Soviet union Mm -hmm. and that was their mistake. And they got their nightmare coalition of Russia, France, the UK, America, but if, if Japan, well, because remember, the United States declares war on Japan and Nazi Germany declares war on the United States. If the United States was kept out of the war and if the Soviet Union were kept out of the war, we would have had a German 
fascist Europe. We would have had an imperial Japanese Asia. Uh, it would have been a totally different world. But there were a couple I, of key things that happened there. That that and not that that would be a good thing. That would be a horrible thing. I'm not. I'm not totally. saying that. Like, like. All right. All right. I want right, that. Right. I don't right, want that. Okay. I wanted the. I wanted Moscow me, and London to win. I love the Jews in Moscow. The totally. Rothschilds in London. I can tell. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so all right. So let me let me ask you a real question because this is something that's been like fucking crawled in the back of my head for a really long time. Mm. All right. Based Orthodox Western Christian Imperium across the Western world, et cetera, et cetera. We follow our own cultural narrative, uh, maybe because race uh, isn't nothing, but it's not everything. There's a bunch of parallel European colonialist societies in the Americas that all have their distinct cultures and parallel moves going forward, but they're all unified into this broader Christian and Imperium or whatever. Let, let's say this is the ideal. Um, then, uh, so, so I think, okay, whatever Christian monarchism or, or Christian, not, not even really like theocracy. Cause I mean, obviously you could achieve these things within like a Republic that was just heavily Christian that had Christian values. So you wouldn't have to completely overturn uh, the, the system, but um, there is a, uh, what, what I would say if I was to boil fascism down, which we all know is bad, you know, disavow, disavow, blah, 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 blah. Completely, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, political, so I view fascism as two key tenets, which is political corporatism and flexible authoritarianism. What I mean by political corporatism is just treating the nation as a body, identifying the parts that are hurting, identify the parts that feel good, uh, basically, uh, using the parts that feel good in order to heal the parts that are weak and and to uh, try to create a healthy, happy, regenerative society over time. I actually have no problem with political corporatism. I think that it's how most nation states operated throughout history. And I think it's a useful tool to evaluate the, the health of a society and try to uh, fix social ills. So I'm completely cool with uh political corporatism where I get lost is the flexible authoritarianism, basically saying like the, the rules that we create for ourselves uh, republicanism principles that, that maybe what you see as a myth of liberalism, all that kind of stuff, these things don't matter. And whatever rules or organizations or institutions that stand in our way, we need to push past because our broader goals are more important than the laws that our forefathers kind of enshrined for us or the institutions that came before us. We have a vision. We have to achieve it. Whatever we need to do in order to achieve that goal is necessary. So for me, uh, I'll wrap, I'll wrap it up. But how do you, how do you view yourself on that spectrum as far as like respect for the constitution or respect for Republicanism or the liberal enlightenment project and what you would be willing to do to transform it, to achieve this broader ideological goal? Well, I would say that um, maybe what would differentiate uh, a so-called reactionary from a liberal, I, I'm, I'm a believer in uh, the constitution. I'm a believer in the bill of rights and these things. Um, but I guess maybe the departure is that we believe that the, the government should not be cultivating things that will undo itself. And so there are, I, I think that's a key distinction is where somebody like myself would depart from a, a regular conservative where I would say that um, if we're doing something that, that is like in principle the liberal thing to do, but yet it's going to give us what we know to be a bad outcome – I would not want the bad outcome. 
And I understand this idea that we need to be a nation of laws and there needs to be sort of like norms and things like that. Um, but, you know, Schmidt writes about this, that the government has to sort of protect the established order, even if that means sort of compromising the principles under which the established order is founded. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't call myself a fascist. I, I honestly think that fascism is a little bit of a spook. Um, because you look at the kinds of fascism and, and it's, it's all sort of, um, you've got national socialism, you've got phalangism, you've got what Mussolini had. And those are really the three fascist countries and, uh, and national socialism and phalangism are sort of exceptional. Uh, there's really only one like general fascism that you've ever had. So I, I don't really think it's, I don't, I don't know how real it even is. I think it's really just a sort of, um, it's this filler word for like the way how things used to be. I feel like that, you know, right. under certain definition, you could say that like George Washington was a fascist. I feel like you could say that uh, a lot Abraham of Abraham Lincoln. Were, yeah. Abraham Lincoln, Stalin. Um, I think that fascism is just, so, it's sort of like this flavor of authoritarianism that like leftists don't like. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. So would you and people who follow you or whatever, like if I, it, like if people, if I was talking about Nick Fuentes with somebody else and I just say Christian nationalist, is there any objection or do you feel like that word doesn't encompass any part like particular part of your worldview? Or do you think it's like sufficiently summarizing your view? Um, I would say that that's sufficient. I would say though that, um, you know, I'm a reactionary too, because Christian nationalism could be somewhat vague and, and nationalism could even be vague. I would so, say I'm okay, really so, reactionary. So, for, so, so why, so why do you view, um, so, so what, what do you mean by reactionary? I mean to say that I am, um, I'm, I'm illiberal. I'm, I'm reactionary, meaning as the antithesis of revolutionary, meaning I'm I'm sort of against the outcome of the Enlightenment. I'm against the the triumph of liberalism, um, which is a little bit deeper because Christian nationalism. You could take that to mean you could take that to mean a lot of things. You could have a very liberal definition of what that would look like. You could you could kind of call like what we had in America ten years ago Christian nationalism if you were being sort of charitable. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's kind of where I think we were historically opposed. Um, so if like if if I was in Rome at the time of Rome, I would want to defend Rome and the Republic and the system of laws and all that kind of stuff, because I, I would see the fruits of Rome as amazing, like uh, Imperium, syncretic cultures working together for common ends, the material wealth that was distributed by them, the rule of law, the professional military, um, all of these things I would view as the fruits of Roman Imperium. In the same way I view American liberalism, I, I view our fruits, which is like out of an $84 trillion global economy, we're $65 trillion of it if you consider like America and American aligned governments. We're like easily two-thirds, 75% of the global economy is reliant on America. And even our enemies have to trade with us because we're just so big as a block. Um, then when it comes to liberalism, I think there's things that are powerful and good, uh, like freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, right to self-defense, limited government. And I don't mean limited government like a libertarian where it's like, oh, like if you tax me, I have to shoot you because like roads are for pussies or some shit. That's not what I mean. I just mean like a government that follows its own laws. And so I, I see these 
fruits, I see this foundation, and I think it's pretty easily modifiable into what I want because what I want is the, the thing that's preventing what I want is a spiritual decay. It, it, it's a crushing of what we used to be, but that's because liberalism doesn't in and of itself have any moral prescriptions about the spiritual lives of its adherents. Just pay your taxes. Like, I don't care if you're a nihilist or a hedonist or a Christian or a Muslim, just pay your fucking taxes and allow the empire to continue. But when you have an entire generation that's demoralized and basically on the verge of killing themselves and they're addicted to so many things and they can't have kids, that's a fucking problem because basically you're destroying the empire from within, from rot. Now, my prescription, I I feel like Christian nationalism or Christendom is jumping back too far back. And the reason why is because I don't believe in the, the resurrection. I don't think that's a core through which you could build out uh, the Western Imperium. Whereas um, I think that liberalism through syncretism, material power, all that kind of stuff, you could come up with a, a unifying narrative of multiple peoples, languages, ethnicities, and all that kind of stuff that could be sustainable in the long term. And I think that's an easier project than, I don't know, Christendom. Yeah, I just think that um, the, the, real, the real problem of modernity is the, is the nihilism. I think that's the real problem is the nihilism. And there's no answer to that. Uh, you know, it, p- people have, the problem you're talking about has been around for a long time, which is you, you get rid of God and you get rid of the moral law and you get rid of uh, the supernatural and the idea of the spirit. And you're, you're left with this sort of, well, why, you know, why, why do I care? <laughs> why do I get out of bed? And, and um, you know, I people I, and do drugs. Yeah, and or kill yourself, or or go kill other people you for know fun. What? Yeah, because you know, without those other things, you you have a real it's a real problem of uh, dread and uh, a crisis of of why a crisis of meaning. And I, I think that the fruits of what you see here is not the result of a liberal system; it's the result of Christendom. It's the result of ultimately everything that we have here is a product of two things: it's a product of the European race and of Christendom. Um, it, not not really so much from democracy, because of course, you know, the technology, all these kinds of things. Uh, that's that's a consequence of human ingenuity. You could say that there's a certain kind of like political culture that allows. Uh, people to get together in university and thrive and so on, but it rests on the foundations of truth and rationality. And it's, it's really, when you look at like, where do the universities come from? Where, where do these things come from? It really came from the church. And now that in the universities, you've got sort of liberalism turned in against itself and it's uh it's this anti-white stuff and everything and irrationality. Well, so and yeah, yeah, yeah. Undermining so- itself. Well, so I'm a I'm a Gnostic, okay. I, I I don't know if there's an afterlife, but I believe in you know basically a god, right? What's the big idea going to be? If what's the thing you're talking about where all the people get together for liberalism? Why? What's the why? For why are we going to create a national revival and care about our? Women? Oh, so we don't kill each other because the alternatives are infinitely worse. Right. That's yeah, like like so maybe well, that's why maybe maybe I haven't framed uh, sufficient of a narrative. Uh, but if you're asking for the carrot, it's like I, I might have a couple of baby carrots to you know throw your way. But if you're asking about the stick, I feel like the stick is pretty fucking huge, which is basically like the, I don't know, material and physical and political collapse of the Western world. I think that should be a big enough stick to beat people into cooperation. Yeah, but why uh, should anyone care? Because it'll literally kill you. Like, Man, why should anyone care, care, though? 
Ah, uh, uh, we're all gonna die anyway. <laughs> ah, oh man, no, I, I do, I do love this because um, I do think that there's in a logical, a logical nihilism that people can work themselves into, and I think that we've worked ourselves into in a culture. Um, I think that that logical nihilism doesn't stand up to actual suffering. Uh, so, for instance, if somebody's like, "Well, why should I care?" Uh, you know, you should, you, you could just kill me now and I wouldn't give a shit because in a cosmic sense, you know, who gives a fuck if you pull out a knife and start chasing that person around the room, they're still going to run. And so that's kind of my thing is like, we can start making observations about human behavior in the natural world. And, and one of the things that you said that, uh, you're like, what is the foundation? Um, I think the way that you saw the foundation as logos, you know, truth, like undeniable truth, um, that is the foundation. And what I, what I think is interesting, um, I don't racialize it uh, because I think the, these ideas could be universal. I mean, you can see Japanese and Chinese Christians and all that kind of stuff. For me, I think culture is memeable and transferable. Uh, so I, I don't think that these things are uh, set in stone, basically. But the, the idea, at least as far as I understand it for Logos, is that um, the truth is the truth whether you like it or not. So... Uh, Christians, Christian nationalists or whatever will say like, okay, well, that means the Bible is true regardless of whether or not you like it or not. Therefore, we, you have to follow our, our worldview. For me, it's a little bit uh, crueler than that, which is the truth is the truth regardless of whether or not you like it or, lo- or like, like it or not. Meaning that if God isn't real, if Christianity isn't real, then there's still a foundation there because the truth is the truth regardless of whether you like it or not. And so for me, that's um, God. That's logos. That's the foundation. That's what you can build. And if you do have a truth-centered society, you can extrapolate out logical paradigms. I agree with you that uh, existential existentialism, uh, nihilism, postmodernism—it's a—it's a self—it's a, self-fe- a self-eating monster. Where it's like, oh well, your narrative is as good as my narrative, so why not child sacrifice? Because fuck it, it's just—it's just your worldview, bro. Um, whereas if you did have logos, which is the truth is the truth, no matter what you can extrapolate, extrapolate out a logic frame, which is like all creatures are living. Most creatures don't want to die with a few exception. Uh, you can create suffering by hurting and harming other living creatures. Therefore you should minimize that as much as possible. Therefore, if you should minimize that as much as possible, you should refrain from things like rape or murder or things that are deemed to be emotionally traumatic. So that that's where for me, the extrapolation is still there and rebuilding it on Christianity is actually, I know that you're not going to concede that it's shaky ground, but for me, it's shaky ground on which to rest the world because not everybody is going to believe in Christ, but everybody could believe in the truth. And so that's where uh, I, I, I have a problem with your foundation. But Christ is the truth. That's, that's the thing. And, and the problem with uh, Gnosticism is, where is where is the concreteness? Where is this the specificity? This uh, sort of vapid idea and truth itself, without without the the flesh, without a, a a real savior and a real doctrine and a real church and all those things, it, it really does us no good. Um, I, I don't know that anybody. I, I don't know that a civilizational revival is going to be animated by. Um, this sort of ambiguous attachment to uh, the truth or something. Oh, my, I think my that, project is harder than yours for sure. Well, I think it's impossible. I think it's impossible. And I think that 
um, what what you'll get instead is the triumph of something far more cruel. I think that society is looking back and it's looking back to its ancient ways and its uh, sort of wicked nature. And so where you don't find Christianity, you'll find uh, people wearing rocks around their around their neck. You know, they're wearing crystals and they're looking into astrology and witchcraft and they're looking back into these sort of primitive things. And my fear is that even in an ideological sense, you look at like um, the Russian Empire is a good example of this because, you know, the, the original debate was about Russia, but it's also a good example. You had the autocracy, which was brutal. You know, the autocracy had a secret police and the autocracy was sort of trying to cleanse the uh, ethnicities on the periphery of the empire. And then what came next was far worse. You know, the communists that came next were, were absolute butchers. And, and that's the kind of thing that I fear is that um, without, and, and Fulton Sheen has a good quote about this, about the West versus the Soviet Union. He said that uh, the Russians have the cross without the Christ and the West has the Christ without the cross. The West has the love and the compassion and forgiveness and all of this without the sacrifice and the and the obligation all this and the russians have the sacrifice and the brutality and all of that without the uh without the love without the the christ on the cross and i think that what you're going to get in the absence of christianity what if you could call liberalism if you call it the chinese system whatever it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be brutal um because it turns out that people are people are twisted and people are wicked uh, the flesh is wicked. The world is wicked. And before Christ, it was a wicked and brutal and savage place. And after Christ, I, I feel like it's going to go the same way. I feel like people are not going to settle for this kind of therapeutic, liberal, managerial thing that you're talking about. Like, we just want the truth. I think they're going to turn to like, we need to kill people. Uh, we need to sacrifice people for injustice. There's evil in the world, there's suffering in the world, and someone's got to pay. We need to put up a scapegoat and sacrifice them. Um, you know, I think that's really where the world is headed in the absence of Christianity, because that's the only that's the only thing that's powerful. It, it's it's a it's a moral war going on. It's a spiritual war. If I yeah, if it, but if I was to boil down, so for instance, like if you were to take the story, uh, or if you were to take logos, like truth is the truth no matter what, or if you were to take the you know the message of Christ, uh, like, like like you could take pick, pick. I'm not trying to pick one. I'm trying to pick many of them. Okay, um, so if you were trying to pick the the message of Christ, like you know, love thy neighbor as thyself, or whatever, or uh, for instance, like uh, I, I'm trying to think of another one that's not all soft and pussified because I know uh, I know the soft and pussified ones more than the hardcore ones. Uh, but but basically, I'm saying that there there is a certain amount of oh, like a strikos, um, the uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. Meek doesn't mean somebody who's weak. It means somebody who has discipline, strength, and restraint, and the ability to control strength. So, so for instance, like there, there are dozens, hundreds, thousands of moral lessons that are that are baked into Christianity that I think are worthy, not only worthy of learning, but necessary to create a healthy and happy society. But I think what happens is a lot of secular people because it comes through religion and a lot of them are traumatized by religion. They don't believe in the mythology, this, that, the other, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're gay or they were persecuted as kids or somebody threw rock or threw rock at them or called them a, a, a fabbit. Um, you know, the, these kinds of things uh, basically turn people off from religion. And as a result, when they, when they turn away from it completely, they got nothing. And for me, uh, you know, they're kind of trying to rebuild the wheel 
where they create their own morality, but they do it by themselves because our society has nothing to tell young people except for like liberal tolerance. They, they make almost no moral prescriptions through the system itself, but that it doesn't have to be that way. So for instance, like there's no reason why education can't include some level of moral education. There's no reason why we can't talk about why uh, truth or not cheating or anything like that is important. And if anything, what we're viewing here uh, through the corrupt, uh, the corruption of our institutions, like public school, for instance, is a lack of spine when it comes to the liberal establishment to make moral prescriptions. But there are moral prescriptions that most people believe in, like telling the truth, not stealing, not lying, you know, not being a dick, not fighting, not killing, not murdering, not raping. These are relatively universal and could be promoted and educated. So, you know, I know that we're in contrary, uh, contrary projects, you're saying that it needs to be rooted in Christianity, and as a result, that would strengthen your position. And I'm saying it doesn't need to be rooted in Christianity, so that strengthens my position. But that's my point, is you're going to catch more people into the moral system if you're not saying it has to be nested within Christianity. Yeah, I, I, I just, again— Run the, different um, projects? No, it's it, this idea of like, don't be an asshole. It's like, you cannot build a civilization on saying, don't be an asshole. It's like, because the, the necessary answer to that is like, okay, why not? Don't steal. Why? Don't kill. Why? Because uh, it causes suffering. Okay, why do I care? Uh, because we're all people and we should be empathetic. Okay, why why ought we be empathetic? Well, because what if someone did that to you? Why would that matter? <laughs> why would it matter if we're if we're if there's do, no if yeah. there's no soul and if there's no if there's no meaning consequence? We have to attach significance to our existence here. And this idea that we're like on this blue rock and like uh, don't take anything too seriously, bro. Like. Uh, it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, why, why would anyone take anything? Why would anyone sacrifice? Cause here's the thing. And this is, this is really the foundation of the Christian worldview is that we are, our nature is wicked. Our, our, the nature of our flesh is wicked. And so if we're going to become good, if we're going to be christened and brought closer to God, we have got to resist sin. We've got to resist temptation. We've got to resist the sort of natural tendency of, of the flesh. And like, why would anyone do that if there wasn't a clear directive uh, from a higher power with a judgment, with the consequence for anybody to do that? I just don't think that, um, that, mm -hmm. that it's reasonable to ask out of people without that. I, uh, okay. I, I understand. And if anything, you perfectly articulated why I hate nihilist anti-theists, why I hate people who are anti-religion, uh, because they will be like, oh, well, we can just obliterate it all and it won't fucking matter. And it's like, nah, people are going to like suffer seriously as a result of your worldview. And when people ask why, why should I care that I suffer? I, you know, I, I only live once. And on top of that, I might as well just ride this, you know, ride this, uh, this toilet bowl down into the fucking existential drain. Plenty of people do that. Uh, I used to be in law enforcement. I saw that all the time. People literally, you'd be like, Hey bro, you're doing fucking meth. You're doing heroin. You're fucking up. You're stealing from your family. Everybody hates you. Uh, you know, society hates you. Uh, you're a fucking piece of shit. You need to get your shit together. And they'd be like, well, that's too hard. And on top of that, why should I care? Plenty of people actually literally will tell you that while they're, while they're circling the drain. 
Um, dealing with people, though, who are in more left-wing spaces, who are more sympathetic to those people, this, that, the other, they will say that they don't need the meta narrative of Christ or God in order to save themselves, this, that, the other. I don't fucking believe them. I do think that you need something bigger than yourself, and maybe international, global humanism isn't enough to save humanity from itself. I, I do understand that. My my point, though, is is that uh, I literally lived the life of the prodigal son. I'm, I'm not kidding. Uh, raised religious, went to church every single Sunday, uh, you know, basically was raised uh, both in the Protestant church and the Catholic church, went to Europe, this, that, the other. Uh, And when I was 17, I was like, oh, this is all myths and bullshit. I'm going to go do drugs and, you know, try to finger fuck women and all this bullshit, right? Um, So I went and did that for five years and I was in the military and did some violent shit as well. And when I got back out, I was fucking miserable miserable. Couldn't tell you why. I was like, I'm doing everything I want. I'm chasing women. I'm drinking. I'm smoking pot. Like I'm doing all this shit. Why am I so fucking miserable? And, uh, you know, I was figuring it out on my own that maybe my parents were right about some shit. Maybe the Bible was right about some shit. Maybe religion was right about some shit. But one of the most important phrases, uh, or most important concepts that I learned was, um, happiness is not the same as desire. And getting what you want doesn't always make you happy. That's a huge lesson for a young person to learn. And then the other one is uh, basically sense of purpose and responsibility are correlated. They're not causative, but they're correlated. So if you feel listless, anchorless, feel like you're dying, feel like you're this, that, the other, feel like your life isn't amounting to shit, adopting responsibility for yourself and others can basically uh, be an anchor that roots your life through which you can extrapolate other things that are important to you. The reason why I'm bringing this up is these lessons were rooted in religion and they were communicated to me in religion and I rejected them because they came to me in religion. But just through trial and error, I found these things to be true. And so that's where, for me, telling suffering people, listless people, depressed people, that uh, basically what you want and what makes you happy are two separate things and don't mistake for the mistake the two. And also telling people that responsibility and purpose are correlated. Those, that's like a fucking cheat sheet for human life. And so say, like I'm saying, boil it down to a cheat sheet. Don't make it dogmatic. Don't make it uh, authoritative in a religious sense. And you're saying it has to be or else it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm saying that none of that is sufficient. None of that it is probably sufficient. Isn't. It is. No, it, it's but not it's probably, probably true. No, it's neither true nor is it sufficient. You cannot build a civilization on a spark notes of biblical of like biblical lessons because Mm-hmm. I, I think that inherent in maybe um, this this disposition is, and it's it's sort of interesting because you you're a police officer, a former cop, former uh, soldier, so you've seen violence, and so you've seen what people are capable of. I, I at least I imagine you've seen violence, and so when when there are these sort of edge cases. You know, why, why does anybody kill anybody? Do you think anybody kills somebody because they think they don't have a good reason? People kill people because they think they have a really good reason. And they feel, sometimes it's emotional, sometimes they feel justified. People go to war because they think they feel justified. People uh, rape or, uh, you know, do adultery or other other terrible things. And, and they'll 
think it's the right thing or they'll justify it to themselves. And so this, this is like nice for like, you know, most of the time, if you're just kind of like riding the bus and going to work, it's like, Hey, I'm like going to pay my fare on the bus. But it's like, well, what is, what is the true foundations and roots of the civilization? What is the true moral law that, and, and, and there has to be something about the moral law that it's absolute and it's specific and it has to have consequences for it to matter. Because otherwise, if everything you're saying is true, like let's create a cheat sheet of biblical lessons. It's like, okay, but what if I really, really want to break the moral law and I have like a really good reason? Then like, why, would I not, why would I not do that? Why would I not? Suffer. Well, what about abortion, for example? Because I saw you talk about abortion, Roe v. Are you, why is he pro-choice? Are you pro-choice? Well, seemingly. Uh, really. Well, you, there there was this bill, I guess, I saw you talking about centrist the, as always. the Louisiana bill uh, that criminalized, I guess, uh, abortion, made it infanticide. Uh, now, some people who are really religious would say there's no compromise on something like that, right? Like, it's anti-abortion mm-hmm. but at there, all times. There obviously are. Um, so I, I'll give you... Well, are there? I'll give you... I think so. Well, right. Um, well, that's what... It, it, <laughs> but yeah, go yeah, ahead. So, so in ectopic <laughs> pregnancy... Having a fertilized egg inside the fallopian tube, that's it's just going to kill the the mom. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to develop a fetus. Um, if there's a fetus that uh, so so basically just to explain my position so we don't have to poke around at it, sure. um, I think that at 18 weeks from observable fact, uh, the central nervous system goes into uh, the fetus. As a result, it's capable of feeling pain. Inflicting pain on a fucking on a fetus is you know basically morally incorrect. Abortion under 18 weeks is morally incorrect. After 18 weeks, it should probably be legal uh, legally prohibited unless there's those like health exceptions like ectopic or serious deformity or whatever the fuck. Okay. Can we, um, can we talk about like Russia? Yeah. I mean, that is, uh, <laughs> Cause I mean, well, like we're, Hey, listen, we're, we're, we're talking about the core of Christendom. That's I, he wrong. took it. Don't get me wrong. This no, is good I agree. stuff. But we're so, we're sort of like, we started has, with, okay, next time. <laughs> it has completely. I mean, you, hey, you guys were talking for like an hour. I look, I agree. You know what? I thought it was about. Now you put out a tweet. I thought this was what it was originally about. You know, saying Russia was basically committing war crimes and well, you know, it was are. a barbaric like, regime. If you want to, if you want to get autistic and fight about specific shit, we can. Like you can't. Well, that's what I mean. A debate is. Let's debate about this topic. Oh well, if you want to get autistic about it, all right. I guess. (laughs) Well, okay. So, so my my issue. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Jackson Hinkle is a fucking dumbass, and he basically like cheerleads the shit. And the shit that you do that pisses me off is like, Sar Putin. I salute our boys in the white, blue, and red or whatever the fuck. Dude, if I if I didn't if you didn't have things that were shit posty that I know pissed off people way more, I would have fucking come in here like autistic screeching about that shit. But uh, for me, I think that your rhetoric is rooted in a deeper game, and I like talking about the deeper game. I don't like autistically freaking out over the fucking rhetoric that the the, the shitty rhetoric you use. If I if if I'm like, oh, did you make a, a Nazi Holocaust joke fucking three years ago? Did, is that what anybody want to see? Wants to see? Do we want to fucking relitigate that shit for the fiftieth fucking time? Fuck that! You're playing a deeper game, and I know you're playing a deeper game. I would rather talk about the deeper game because there's obviously something that you think is achievable, or even if it's not achievable, you think it's worthy of pursuing. 
and I think it's not achievable and I'm worried about the factionalism that it creates, but you're not, you're not worried about that because my civilizational foundation is probably too broad for you to give a shit about. And you nest your civilizational foundation within religion and you know it to be correct. So how the fuck am I supposed to fight that? You know? Well, I mean, yeah, I am, of course, I do have an agenda and I do have a deeper worldview, but the reason why I cheerlead Putin is because I like Putin. I mean, I, it is, uh, it is provocative, but I do support Putin. I think that Putin is brilliant and my hero. Okay, if this war was achievable, specifically with, like, throwing artillery shells into civilian areas, if all of the things that could be or needed to be achieved were able to be achieved without artillery shells going into fucking civilian areas, uh, would you prefer that artillery fucking strikes don't happen in civilian areas? Uh, yeah. So what's to argue about? Like, you want me to call you a bad person for the next 45 minutes? No, I don't want you to call me a bad... No, I, it's, it's clearly... <laughs> uh, th- there is a real... Because you could... <laughs> You could also call me a bad person because I'm basically cheerleading American hegemony and look at how many people it's killed over the past 30 years. But but my my thing is I don't deny that if I see that the Rigel report says that we provided the weapons of mass destruction to Iraq in the 70s and 80s that we then impugned him for 20 years later, I'm not going to deny that. I'm just I'm just acknowledging the bigger game. Okay, but I I think there is a real debate to be had about the war in Ukraine and who's at fault here. I think. I think that's part of the bigger conversation about American hegemony. It's part of the bigger okay. story because there's there's one story, and you you seem to be at sort of a different. You have this sort of liberalist, this liberalist bent, uh, where you say we we need a liberalist American global empire um, for the purpose. Which is a very unique position. There's not a lot of people that defend that, but. Uh, but there is a position out there where people are saying uh, democracy is under attack by autocrats like Putin, and this represents uh, aggression by uh, the so-called dictators and the enemies of democracy. And then, of course, there's the Russian side, which says that the, it's the democratic globalist empire, which is the true pariah. And so where would you fall in that? I think that's a legitimate debate. The Okay, so the I think the I side with liberals. But I think liberals are fucking children. And what I mean by that is like, so for instance, if we were going to morally impugn Russia for being autocratic, then we just as equally have to impugn 30% of our global coalition for similar crimes. So when you hear, like, we can say like, okay, well, these people allied with us materially and we're pushing them culturally through trade ties and cultural ties. I think that can be a real argument defending like the liberal establishment is like, we don't want to go to war with everybody. We want to, you know, so for instance, like uh, McDonald's, uh, God help me is part of the American empire. And now in fucking Kuwait, uh, the fucking, you know, they're basically getting fat as shit because instead of drinking alcohol, they go to McDonald's instead. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that's based in red pill or not, but the fucking, (laughs) but the, but the point being like the, you can go to war with everybody, but you're going to fucking lose. Or you can go to war with your opponents when it suits you and then have cultural and economic warfare. And if anything, I view Russia's actions in this event a moral failure because I think that they could have achieved the same goals through uh, economic and diplomatic aggression. I think they could have kept the Black Sea. I think they could have kept Donbass, Luhansk, uh, Donetsk. I think they just prefer force you think they prefer aggression see 
and and that's I think where um, that's I think where the argument lies is this idea that it was. Uh, do, you, do you think it's out of uh, malice and cruelty that Russia invaded? No, it's desperation, but it's also it's a, it's a misalignment of priority. So, for instance, like I think they could have kept the Black Sea. I think they could have kept Donetsk, Luhansk. I think they could have kept these things and um, or at least kept those populations protected. And they probably could have kept their right to travel to these areas. I don't think that they needed violence in order to achieve the same goal. Just because uh, Ukraine goes into the EU or even got, well, I guess NATO really would be the line for Ukraine. Because I'm assuming you can't have Russian military assets traveling freely through a NATO country. That's probably... The biggest thing. Yeah. So do you do you think, though, that it was unreasonable for the United States to pursue NATO expansion in Ukraine? At what time? Because I thought we rejected them back in the day. No, no, we did not. Throughout from from 2008 to 2014. Do you think that was unreasonable? Uh, without consulting Russia on how they're going to get access to the Black Sea? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Because, well, they because, have a debate. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the yeah. debate, I think. No, but, but I mean, like, just to concede, if people are like, oh, he just gave up the point. Um, there's only, there's only like three, I think there might only be two uh, Russian warm water ports. Mm-hmm. One of them is in Crimea. One of them is in Syria. And I want to say the only other one is like a cold. Oh, it might be on like the far East coast or some shit like that. It might be on like a, I don't fucking remember the names, but it literally might be over by Japan. So the, I got frustrated with Sitchin Adam and Sargon and uh, you and destiny, because I think you can concede the geopolitical reality while still impugning um, or geopolitical reality while still impugning the morality. I think that uh, the fact that this wasn't worked at as a diplomatic solution of Russia is going to want to keep the eastern part of Ukraine and they're going to want to keep access to the Black Sea. If we're going to get Ukraine and NATO, we have to figure out how to get the Russians what they want or they're going to attack. If that wasn't a conversation in the room, that's a complete and utter fucking failure. But that's the thing, though. The Russians did pursue diplomacy. The Russians, like, for example, uh, Trump pulled the United States out of the INF Treaty, Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, and put the theater support missiles back in the U.S. military doctrine in Europe. Very provocative action. And this is in the Russian military doctrine. They say that this is a problem because in the event of a hypothetical war between NATO and Russia— NATO is going to be sending missiles into Russia that may be conventional missiles, but they also may be nuclear missiles, and they call that warhead ambiguity. That if a missile is flying in Russia, if a short or medium-range missile is flying in Russia from an Eastern European country, the Russians really can't assume that that's not a missile carrying a nuclear warhead. And that creates this great escalation. And so the Russians write about how, this. How was this not already true with Latvia, Estonia, and Lithuania? And also, how is this not already true for the fact that we can basically glass each other no matter what? Well, the point is that this, is a, it's, this has nothing to do with Ukraine in particular. This is, okay. a, this is a provocative action because this is about the entire European theater and, and redeploying well, missiles to Europe. But Okay, but okay, I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is because I actually was born at the end of the Cold War. I'm pretty sure everybody before, like between like 1945 and 1990 just accepted the fact that if there was a war between Russia and the United States, entire cities would be glassed. And as a result, we probably shouldn't fuck with that shit. And I don't understand how that perspective isn't prevailing right now. We're literally like, it, what, what's the flight time 
for a short range or medium range missile launched from France versus a, the flight time from a, a missile launched from Alaska versus the flight time uh, from a missile launched in fucking Ethiopia, uh, fucking Ethiopia, um, Lithuania or, or Estonia. Like, like, like we're, we're, we're talking about a degree of minutes and we're still talking about hundreds of thousands of dead. So th- this, this is where, you know, maybe Russia has autism like, okay, so what? We're fucked anyways. Now what do we want and how do we get it? Well, the problem is that these are not necessarily nuclear missiles. These are conventional sure. missiles that are being deployed to Europe. But that's the thing. When a missile is sent over and a short or medium-range missile is sent over from Europe into Russia in a hypothetical conflict, that, that is where a conventional conflict between NATO and Russia then escalates into a nuclear conflict. It's, the Who point is— start a conventional conflict? Either country. Of course, it's always ambiguous. It's always whenever a war starts, it's always ambiguous. You have the fog of war and it's always disputed what the real cause is, whether it's the beginning of every war is disputed, whether it's 9-11 or Gulf of Tonkin or the Lusitania or, or any of it. My point okay, is, my contention would be it would be an escalation between the two powers that you're right, that it would be like uh, ambiguous who started it or whatever. But the chances of like NATO intentionally invading Russia without some kind of Russian propagation first is like fucking zero. Like, well, OK, but yeah, let, let me finish my point. And then because it's sure. these it, really not important here. The point is, this is a very provocative action. Trump pulling out of the INF was very provocative. And the Russians said so. And. And even if you look at the neocons, even the D.C. foreign policy establishment wrote that this was extremely provocative to pull out of the INF. And if you read like NPR, NPR said in the buildup to this, because this was one of the Russians' demands back in January, was put a moratorium on the missiles in uh, the European theater. And NPR, the mainstream liberal media, the foreign policy establishment, they all said that is one of the more reasonable things that, yeah, probably the United States should do. Now, consider this. So Trump pulls out of the INF and changes the military doctrine. I think this is in 2019. A month after he does this, Putin goes out there and says, this could lead to escalation. This could lead to problems. And he says, let's come together and let's create a moratorium on Russian and American missiles in Europe. They didn't respond. Putin comes back the next year with with an even uh, more thorough proposal and says, let's do a moratorium on missiles, and well, let's even have inspections. Let's have mutual inspections. The Russians can inspect the American missiles, and the Americans can inspect the Russian missiles. And again, the Americans don't even respond to the proposal. Once again, this was part of the diplomacy in January. There were three days of diplomacy, if you remember, in Geneva at the beginning of this year, and that was on the table, and there's no give from the American side. And so the question is, you know, if if Russia is unnecessarily using force and violence and military means, when you look at something like that, what what really could they have done in that situation? And that that's just like a taste. But that goes it goes well beyond that, because you could go back to 2008 when the Americans at the NATO conference said they recognized the aspirations of Ukraine to join NATO. And Putin said, that's not going to happen. But they they plowed forward anyway. And the National Endowment for Democracy was giving them money. And uh, they continued to support the resistance there. And that all culminated ultimately in the Maidan, which the United States had a hand in. And so there's just like this persistent inability for the United States to to concede the fact that Russia should have some right and, and some legitimate security interest in the future of Ukraine. Um, 
and, and then, then rushes back into a corner. And, and you can see the precipitating factors leading up to the conflict uh, this year. You've got U.S. destroyers, or rather a British destroyer in the Black Sea, which is sailing along the disputed territory in Crimea. You've got American bombers flying along Crimea and Donbass. You've got Kiev buying drones from Turkey, a NATO country, and using them in the civil war in Donbass, which represents a big escalation. And so, and it's part of this what? character. Yeah, go uh-huh. ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to ask. That this is, okay, this is all great details, and Ralph, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, but th- this is, <laughs> no, but, okay. what, what do you want me to object to descriptively? That the United States is a bunch of dicks? That they threw their weight around where they didn't know uh, what the consequences would be? That they risked other people's lives and their national global he- hegemonic project? I'm going to concede all of this. This is all true. It's descriptively true. The The question is whether, like, like in... Well, does that make Russia's to- actions unreasonable, I guess? The United States hubris, I guess, is what he's describing. Right. Uh, and in well, light okay, of that, does it, is it really so crazy? Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it's your take, yes or no. Is it really so crazy for Russia to have done what they've done, I guess, is what he's... Yeah, actually, there's a shitload. Uh, fuck, there, there's so many Russian failures. Um, yes, I think that this could, probably could have been th- diplomatically. If you want to point out examples of the Western hegemony throwing its weight around and not really knowing what it's getting itself into and risking other people's lives rather than their own, I don't think you have to look at Ukraine. I think you could just look at, like, I don't know, history and see similar patterns. The uh, But then the question kind of becomes, like, from a, from a Russian perspective, was this necessary? Uh, no. It's not necessary necessary to bomb Lviv in western Ukraine in order to achieve a victory in eastern Ukraine. It's not necessary to artillery strike Kiev in order to take eastern Ukraine. It's not necessary to fucking take Odessa, the like one last port that's left for the fucking Ukrainians in order to gain access to the Black Sea along their own historical territory. It's not necessary for them to artillery strike civilian areas when basically we've all been developing counterinsurgency tactics and techniques for the better part of 30 fucking years that the United States is stupid enough to basically post online for free. Our special forces literally go onto YouTube and say, hey, this is how you do counterinsurgency warfare, and this is how you clear rooms. And somehow, Russians, being the dumb fucks they are, are literally doing unsupported fucking air raids on goddamn airports and getting fucking slaughtered, artillery striking fucking civilian areas as negotiating chips within a war, and fucking doing unsupported fucking goddamn mechanized columns in the middle of Ukraine that then get attacked by counterinsurgency Surgeons armed with Western weapons that get slaughtered. So no, while the 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 geopolitical concessions are there and uh, Donetsk, Luhansk, and Crimea, yeah, these are all realistically Russian territories that should have been negotiated by the Western world. You can't pretend to me that this is fucking 4D chess that the Russians are playing when they're literally sticking their dicks in a blender and acting like they're being smart. No, and also on top of that, here's another fucking thing. I know that uh, Trump, MAGA, whatever, it's probably important to your brand. He's the god emperor, this, that, the other, or whatever. Is Trump playing 4D chess, or is he an idiot? Or is he doing both at the same time? Because literally, I don't even think that you can tell, let alone I can tell. What is Trump? What's the angle of Trump? I'm, I'm missing well, You were that. literally it's saying how despite him being the god emperor who has fucking foresight and he's basically the the leader of the Imperium of Maine. Oh, I see. He somehow sho- stepped on his dick when it came to Russian diplomatic negotiations. If he's such yeah, a god emperor, I, then how did he fuck this up? 
I think that was a mistake. I think that was a mistake for him to escalate the conflict in Ukraine because that's what he did. And what he ran on in 2016 was a rapprochement with Russia. Famously, he said, wouldn't it be great if we got along with Russia? And uh, that's why a lot of people supported him, because he was out there saying the Iraq war was a mistake and Russia should be our friend. And we're going to we don't hate China. But we're going to compete with China. That uh, that was the America first foreign policy that everybody voted for. And instead, what we got was and, and you can we can quibble about who's ultimately responsible for that. Is that the Pentagon? Is that the State Department? Is that Trump himself? I'm willing to be I'm willing to concede for the sake of the debate. It was Trump himself. I think that Trump doesn't want war. And I think that Trump, his instinct was rapprochement with Russia. And it was people behind the scenes that wanted this war. And it's the it's a persistent influence of the deep state and military industrial complex, that that whole constellation of institutions. Um, so so I, I will agree with you that the Trump, it was not 40 chess. I think the Trump foreign policy was not what it should have been. I'll agree with you on that. As far as the conduct, though, of the of the operation, I think we could get into, you know, should Russia have bombed this city? Should they have conducted it in that way? We can get into that. To me, it's less interesting. To me, that's a level of detail, which is unnecessary because it's a war. You're either in the war or you're not in the war. And we could quibble about the conduct of the war. And was this a tactical decision? Was this a justified strategic decision? Was using this kind of bomber against this particular city? Is that is that cruel or is that part of the overall strategy? I mean, we, we could get into that. But I think the real basis of the debate is whether or not the war is justified to begin with. And I think that it's it's basically unquestionable that Russia, because you said earlier, well, Russia should have pursued diplomatic means. They should have used their soft power in a word. You know, I think that's a good phrase for it. They should have used their, their economic, political, diplomatic. I think they did that. I think they did that when they took Crimea. I think they did that when they backed they ask the separatists. Too much? Oh, sorry. You good? They did they us. ask for too much? So, for instance, like in the most recent negotiations, they were asking that the Ukrainian army draw down to 65,000. When what fucking country in the history of the world is going to agree to drawing down its army during an invasion? But you understand that when Russia comes to the negotiating table, they're there to negotiate. The, the key thing well, what, what, what if I just inverted your logic we're not just just as easily while we're not in the battle we're not in the war or whatever we're not in these diplomatic negotiating rooms why do I have to assume good faith we on your end and bad we faith were, on mine though. we were in the negotiating you? room you not and me. me no no America America was okay. in Geneva and um, you know so to say that Ukraine would not join NATO is not unreasonable and by the way and the reason why we know that is because the United States uh, essentially recommitted to this in, uh, I want to say it was October. I have it in my notes, and I don't want to get autistic here, but you'll, you'll have to take my word for it. I could pull it up on my notes, but in October, somewhere in the fall of 2021, they recommitted to essentially a security guarantee without NATO membership. They said, we continue to acknowledge Ukraine's aspirations for NATO, and they re-upped this like 10-year-old security guarantee that they gave a long time ago. Um, so like, and that's really the crux of it is NATO membership for Ukraine. Everything proceeds from that. I don't know that Putin necessarily thought he was going to get all the troops out of Eastern Europe. I don't know that he necessarily thought there'd be a change in government in Kiev with diplomacy, but I think the crux of it was 
Is Ukraine going to be used as a forward operating base for NATO? Is it going to be used to deploy hypersonic missiles in Ukraine? Is, is there going to be a Black Sea fleet in Ukraine for NATO? That, that was really the issue at hand. And the United States was completely unwilling to negotiate on this. And, and the Russians were backed into a corner. And this is, this is something that's happened over 14 years. And now people want to say, oh, well, I don't like the way the war is being conducted. Oh, well, that, that bombing they did was cruel. It's like, well, and at some point, there's no choice. There were 200,000 troops on the border. They met in Geneva. And, and it's typical. The Westerners are so full of hubris. There's no there's no off ramp. They only know one language, and that's escalation, double down, talk tough, stand up, all this kind of stuff. And and in my opinion, to even get back to the earlier conversation, that's a failure of American hegemony. I think that when America, which is so much more powerful than Russia, combined with NATO's power, even more powerful than Russia. I think when they have that kind of uncontested power for so long, they think that they don't have to listen to other countries. And then this is where these kinds of miscalculations and misunderstandings, I think that's where they all start to begin. Is uh, It's all bound up in that. And I think that's, a, that's an indictment of American hegemony in itself. Yeah, so I, I don't think we're going to disagree. I think that we could come to descriptively saying Russia's case for the war. I think just as easily you could descriptively come to Ukraine's uh, description for the war, whether or not it's justified or some shit. Uh, so, so yeah, it kind of, it kind of boils down to this core of what do we do now? Is liberal hegemony at its peak? Are we, do we have to accept tripolarity or multipolarity? Do we have to uh, reframe the Western project into Christian nationalism or a liberal hegemonic project? Is there enough of a spine within liberalism to reconstitute whatever we created. And so, and so that's kind of like really the, this is actually the difference. It's not just the difference in this conflict. It's the difference between me and you. What path do we pursue uh, for the future of the Western world? And my argument is a civic nationalist, probably multi-ethnic, but not multilinguistic. I, I think it should be a mo mono language for each country. And it can be multi-religious, but there has to be a set of core foundational principles that basically unite us in our belief. And to be honest, when you ask me the question of why, why not kill myself? Why not do heroin? Why not do coke? Why not, you know, fuck a bunch of women? Why not do strippers? Why not drink alcohol? Why not do this? Why not do that? Um, I only have the logical appeal of you will suffer and you will experience suffering, but I already know that's not enough for, or that's not enough of information for most people. That's part of where ideally I would want to see it culturally. I would want to see it like push through education, like, hey, you fuck up this way, your life's going to be fucked. And we actually have the balls to assert that there are good and bad things. And we don't have this like liberal spinelessness that we see in our current uh, social establishments. Uh, but I don't know if it'll be enough. And when you ask me if it'll be enough, I, I, the answer is I don't know. So, yeah. Well, I, I would say to counter all of that, I think that the, this entire conflict has laid the seeds for the American demise. I think this is the high watermark for the liberal hegemony because, you know, in spite of the fact that, um, you know, we, we talk this talk about how the whole world came together to stand up to Putin. I was going to get to this earlier when you made the analogy about everybody coming together to kick the Nazis' teeth in. I was going to make this, a, I was going to get into this, but I got sidetracked bashing, uh, you know, the, the allies in World War II. 
it's actually not true that the whole world. Although they were based, up. right? They were based. They were good. They were cool. Go, go, GI Joe. You the know? Allies. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They, were so, they were so cool. GI Joe. I love cherry pie. <laughs> My grandfather fought in World War II. He fought in. Uh, yeah. The worst worst mechanic the Luftwaffe ever had. <laughs> well, I'm not German. Okay. He was. Uh, he was Italian. No, he, but he was he was on the he was on the good guy side. He was he was on the good guy side fighting for the USA, baby. You and mean so, you mean he switched sides halfway through when he saw the winds blowing in the that's, other yeah, I, something like that, yeah. But so um so, so no, he was an American. I'm fifth generation. All right, I'm fifth generation. Totally. But anyway, so um but it's but it's actually not true that just like in World War II, it's not true that the whole world is standing up to Putler. It's not happening. When you look at the sanctions regime, it's noticeable who's not participating in it. Yeah, the NATO countries are participating in it, of course. India is not participating in it. China is not participating in it. And if you don't have those countries, all of Africa is not participating in it. A lot of the Asian countries, a lot of the Middle Eastern. Okay, but the point is, like... It's interesting because do you, do you know what do you know what I like about this European conflict? Uh, objection for autistic point, real quick. Europeans are handling it. That's what I like about it. Is are we are Ukrainians fucking fleeing to Africa or fleeing to India or China for fucking rent? No, it's fucking Europeans who are handling it. So so the, you could call it material conditions, whatever. My my I don't have a fucking problem descriptively what you're saying i'm talking about it like prescriptively because basically i I already if it seems like i'm not objecting a lot or calling you a piece of shit or this that the other it's because i understand what you're trying to do you you described it to me you described the 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 project what you're looking for out of the world and i understand how my project is contrary to your project because i do want a liberalist hegemonic imperium that is capable of integrating humanity because I think that that's what's possible to propel us into like, I don't know, conquering the entire planet, but also potentially like space exploration as well. But the, the problem, I, I don't even have a fucking, my problem with your worldview is I think it necessarily breeds conflict that will have to be resolved. So let's say that we created Christian nationalism. Uh, Nick Fuentes is, uh, or his great, 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 great grandson is the fucking emperor of the Western Christendom world. Okay. He, he rules from, uh, someplace that isn't degenerate, uh, the L shape of the Americas and Europe. Okay. And most people are Christian or they concede to Christian, like cultural hegemony. So let's say that happens. I think naturally you will have, like you said, uh, cultures that are based in Islam, cultures that are based in China, cultures that are based, uh, well, I guess Russia is part of the, the Christendom, right? So basically Islam, West Africa, and China would all be your competitors. And as a result, that conflict also has to come to an end. Liberalism says we can incorporate all Yours says we're going to be in conflict or at least competition in perpetuity. Because aren't, you know, what's uh, what's Emperor Nicholas the fucking 15th going to do? Is it going to be convert or die? Is it going to be we just compete for the planet? What, what, what is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing is 
<clears throat> so, well, and, let and, me, and by the way, no can, way. You, can you answer the audience for a little bit? I'm super dehydrated. My neck's driving me fucking crazy. Can I grab some water and be yeah, right back? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, get you some water. Can, can, you, can you tell the world about the plans for Nicholas the 15th and his Christian empire? I'm actually sure. really excited. Go ahead. Sure. Get some water. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh. This is what do you think of the debates? I, well, you know, it's kind of like I don't know, tangentially related to Russia, Ukraine. Um, I can't, you know, my style kind of just letting you guys go uh, a, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a good discussion, a little spicy, maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. a little out there. Yeah, maybe that's how how I describe it. Um, but uh, it's been been cordial. Um, now, uh, so we'll just, I mean, we can just wait. I don't know if he has his headset with him. Maybe we can just wait for him to get back. No point in uh, talking a bunch if he's not here. He covered up his yeah, camera, right. too, which maybe that's a cop thing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a cop thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a cop thing. I, I'm not uh, sure. Um, somebody said he's been a, yeah, I'd seen that he was a critic for a while. Somebody said that. I didn't know that before today, uh, but I, I saw some people in chat. Say he's a what? He had been a critic of yours or something. Maybe he wanted to, to talk about other stuff from the start. Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. That's what people in chat said. Um, so we'll see once he gets back in here. Um, what his thoughts are. What, what are your, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, I mean, it's not here. It's a debate. So, um, I, I guess uh, just just thoughts on the on the whole uh, night so far. The big day on cozy. Uh, things are going great. I uh, got a ton of people watching right now. Seven thousand people total watching this debate. Uh, things running well. Um, just uh, just been a, it's been a great ride on cozy. When 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 was the start day? I think it was October, right? Something somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, I think it was the beginning of October. So we're yeah. entering, it would be what, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So we're entering our, our eighth month, I guess. Yeah. Going pretty well. I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it so far. I'm happy with it. I like the debates. I just, I thought this was going to well, be a little bit more spicy. I thought it was going to be a little bit more contentious, but... That's okay. Well, it's been more of a discussion, uh, I, I guess you could say. Um, and um, I, I was looking through. There he is. There so, he is. Well, well, that's one reason I kind of brought up the abortion thing because that seemed like a real difference there too. Listen, uh, we, if if y'all want to rip the rip well, it the mean, shreds, we can we can fucking do it on something. Well, but, but mean, at the same time. My whole goal was to understand Nick because I think mm -hmm. it's actually super easy oh. to kind of like snipe behind tweets and snipe mm -hmm. behind uh, fucking oh I'm I'm gonna do a two hour video essay on what <laughs> Nick believes without talking to him and now I'm pretty sure I fucking understand it like it's um, I don't think you're a fascist but I think that you see the value in right wing dissident thought that can be useful. I think you're a Christian in the strictest sense, meaning you believe it to be the, the foundational cornerstone of the future of Western society. And even if it isn't, you would rather die implementing that vision or trying to implement that vision than basically implement a different vision of the world. Um, and you're a nationalist where you basically view that like, okay, we can have these parallel societies. Um, I'm not going to lie. So it, it is really easy to just hear somebody talk about Jews for 30 seconds and be like, Oh, he's a Nazi. Like, like um, but I think it's, I think it's easier. Uh, the more complex view is saying like, hey, we have cultural memes that are descended from certain narratives. I'm trying to propagate a narrative that I believe is important, and I want to solidify 
the culture and the society that will allow my narrative to continue to survive. I think that's a little bit more nuanced and it's not, um, even if there was like some 5,000 IQ fucking genocidal game that you're paint, playing in your own fucking head, that doesn't mean that the, the philosophy itself necessarily has to be that way. Um, so there could be like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like integration or incorporation of the American value set, as long as it paid deference to your vision of the future. And so I don't, like it we're on a we're on opposing perspectives and if it came down to violence we might actually fight uh but i understand it and i don't feel like we're now what's wrong with it though you said you don't what's like wrong it with but, it? yeah i mean you say you actually, don't like it so what, thinking, what is the i was thinking about this while i was getting water um <laughs> so what happens to your so so let's say that uh we're, we're in uh sar nicholas the 15th is in inter uh, intercontinental conflict with, uh, you know, the Muslims and or the Uma and uh, Sino fucking civilization rebirthed into some kind of weird uh, Confucian syncretic fucking Chinese empire. OK, the, there's three empires left on the planet. And then uh, aliens, literally people from other fucking planets sh- show up and they're like, yo, all that Jesus stuff is bullshit. Your society is based off of a myth. Turns out that like liberal fabbit from 500 years ago, that Connor guy, he was totally right about the universe. Here's all this lab coat science shit that verifies that he was totally right about everything. And uh, Gnostic, liberal, syncretic humanism was the way to go. What happens then? Are you just like, fuck you, alien? <laughs> like, is that what happens? If uh, if Rick and Morty came out of a spaceship and said, uh, hey, no. <laughs> burp. Uh, That's an episode. Fucking Rick and Morty meet Nick Fuentes. Dude, so somebody fucking at Dan Harmon. He would fucking laugh that episode. Well, uh, you know, if that happened, I, I would say the aliens are demons. I would say that's probably going to happen. I think they're setting up to do exactly that. It's called Project Bluebeam or some other kind of simulated alien encounter. And I think it will be demonic. The thing is, is that, um, so you're, you're going down with the ship. Well, it's, it's not about going down with the ship. It's about the, the basis of, of our religion is uh, metaphysical. It's metaphysical mm-hmm. and it's based on, it's based on philosophy, based on philosophy that I don't understand perfectly. I'll add. Um, and it's also based on the truth of the resurrection, which I think there's, the, the trick is this. I think that the resurrection is an historical fact, and I think it's provable historically. But I also think that if you're not religious, I also think that if if you don't believe in the um, the metaphysical idea of Christianity, I think that you can come up with any reason why you would disbelieve that. Oh, the sources are incredible. Oh, they exaggerated. Oh, I've heard it all before. Um, so, you know, according to my worldview, the aliens coming down, it's just, you know, it's something that's not going to happen but I mean, I guess I'll, maybe the maybe the key difference is this. To me, I, I don't support my religion for utilitarian reason. Right. I, I'm I'm not uh, promulgating Christianity because I think this is the. And some people accuse me of this, but it would make no sense. Some people say, "Oh, I think, you're." I think I actually do. Um, so if you were talking about like my cultural support for Christianity or Christian memes, it is from a utilitarian reason. I feel like there's a lot of good social prescriptions that have been nested within religion that are necessary. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No. Yeah. then that's just it. I think that, um, there is utilitarian take on that. That's not my take though. I think that Christianity is true. And I think that, uh, it, it, in terms of how the world is supposed to end, 
Um, you know, probably it's not, it, you know, if you read any Catholic eschatology, it's going to be a pretty ugly affair. It's not going to be like everyone becomes Christian and then we all just float up and, uh, you know, it's going to be actually pretty horrible. So that we may be living in the end times and, and this all may be very futile in terms of this a political project based on Christianity. The goal for me is promulgating Christianity because it's true. And if there was going to be a sustainable government, it will be based in truth. It will be based in the moral law. And that is Christianity. So, and, and actually, it's interesting. The, the reason I became religious, actually, in the first place, I was I was baptized Catholic. I was confirmed Catholic. But my my parents were always very religious. They believed in God, but they they weren't really, really good Catholics. Like, we went to church on Christmas and Easter. There was a period where we went to church every Sunday. And I did get confirmed and everything. But like a lot of Catholics, they were sort of lapsed. And so I went into college basically being a Christian, believing in God, but not not really practicing it and not really fully understanding it even. And what I began to think a lot about is about this problem of authority and this problem of meaning and the problem of morality, which are all distinct problems. And I thought, you know, in terms of meaning, I thought, what, what gives my life meaning outside of the material? It's like it's very difficult to persist in this life, suffering and going through the trials of life. If you're not suffering for a reason, if there's not there's not a reason that actually matters. When I say actually matters, I mean, you could say like, well, I'm suffering so that my kids could live a good life. That's actually just kind of like a secondary material interest. You know, that's like, and people don't consider it that way, but that is ultimately what it is. You know, I'm working hard so I could afford a boat. I'm working hard so that my kids could have a comfortable life. I'm working hard so that civilization could be whatever. These are all material things. And so I thought that's really not sufficient. There's this big problem. Is this, of, yeah, is know. this why you fell out with uh, the more materialist, racialist people? Because they didn't have, they only had a material motivation for what they were doing? Uh, yeah, and I don't think that racialism is sufficient. I don't think that racialism is a sufficient idea, and I don't think it's an explainer. And I don't know that I would, like, uh, die for my race or something in a certain sense, because race is uh, material. You could say that race is a character that, you know, your soul may have a certain character because of your race, but you also might say that race is still something that's uh, a sort of an artifact of your flesh, and it's an artifact of uh, the material self. And, and still, it's... You know, I'm not going to go out there and die for, uh, you know, for something. that Because ultimately, all the races will perish one day. The whole world will perish one day. And what will it all have been for? It's all a big LARP. And that's really what I'm getting at is in, in the absence, uh, in without this grounding in something metaphysically real, we're all just LARPing. And, and it all doesn't matter. And there are no souls. And there is no judgment. And there is no moral law. And whenever we say, oh, America or white or any of these ideas, we're all really just role-playing without that grounding in the supernatural reality. Uh, we're also sort of self-consciously, and that's really what postmodernism is, is the self-conscious sort of uh, performance of what the human experience used to be, even though we know it kind of like doesn't matter. And that's that's why Christianity is the only answer to it, because Christianity is the only thing that says it matters, it, we're doing this for a reason. But there's other problems too. That's one of the problems. The other problem is morality. Why would we conduct ourselves in a moral way? And where does our conscience come from if not for God? And then there's also this problem of authority. And that goes for all of this. Are you, are you, uh, listen, I, I'm understanding your worldview better by the second, but I also want to 
play in a little bit. It might yeah, next drive me fucking crazy. So I don't, I don't know how much longer I got left. I'm a fucking, I'm an old bastard. Okay. So you, you guys got to deal with me. The, my frustration. So, so there's, there's a certain amount of logic that I follow down uh, when we have these conversations about like Christianity, that being the meme that we're going to center society around and kind of like what the future of reality is and, and whether or not like not my Gnostic logos is sufficient. The, the problem that I have with Christianity is there, there's a certain illogic to it for me. And I know I'm not supposed to question the nature of God and this, that, the other, but I'm going to anyways, because otherwise what's the, what's the fucking point of having this conversation if I'm not going to show you my logic? My, my logic is that human beings have been around for, okay, allegedly, okay, allegedly. I know we have some, uh, I'll tell you how dinosaurs fuck. 10,000 years? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, allegedly, our universe is 13.6 <laughs> billion years old. Allegedly, humanity has been around for a few hundred thousand years. Allegedly, um, humanity has evolved, and it's really only been like the past, like, I don't know, 5,000, 10,000 that have seen the material increases in humanity's capacity of understanding each other. And we're kind of at the precipice of looking back through our history, whereas before people were probably so focused on surviving that they didn't even have the ability to understand the past because they just had to survive in the present. So looking back, if we're to trust the lab coats, which I know is cringe, uh, but if we're to trust the lab coats, basically um, the, sorry, let me discard this. Um, If we're to trust lab coats, uh, basically humanity has been around for a really long time. And some of our moral nature pre-existed Christ and pre-existed the Torah and pre-existed Jewish people and all that kind of stuff. And we can see the codification and moving of like more morality over time. Like, so for instance, we're not going to start observing like rabbinic, uh, rabbinic law when it comes to like the fucking temple or some shit when it comes to our ceremonies because it was set for a different time at a different place but for them that was like a morality same thing with like the consumption of pork or shellfish or something like that if you want my real answer on why people don't consume pork and shellfish it's probably because they saw a bunch of pigs who were fucking rolling around in shit and then Tom their neighbor ate pig and then he died because he had a bug bacteria and they're like oh God doesn't want you to eat pig because Tom the, the pig eater fucking died last week same thing with shell they probably saw, saw some dickhead with a fucking allergic reaction to shellfish and they're like oh fucking ted died from shellfish god doesn't want you to eat shellfish so from there if i was to extrapolate that logic in codification morality like over time i think there's like social observations that we made as a species like telling the truth is better than lying um killing should only be done in justified circumstances fucking your neighbor's wife is a really good way to get yourself killed uh if you want to know who your kids are you should probably be faithful to your partner if you don't want your dick to rot off because of diseases then you should probably be faithful to your partner if you want your kids to be happy and healthy and productive human beings then you should be around for them and raise them and teach them to be moral in the ways that you believe morality are important and um nihilist anti-theists i get so frustrated with because they don't even concede that this like morality is evolutionarily uh, advantageous they just say oh even to have social prescriptions is bigoted even to have social prescriptions is fucked up whereas for me it's obvious that a lot of these social prescriptions actually do lead to better human life on average and you can come to me with a thousand exceptions but the reality is that these rules were put in place for a reason So for me, I'm appealing to Christianity. You were saying that you weren't appealing from a utilitarian standpoint. I am appealing from a utilitarian standpoint. I don't literally believe in the resurrection of Christ because I have 10,000 logical lab coat fucking reasons to not, but I do believe in the, the the moral utility of Christian beliefs because I see their impact on human beings. 
Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying is that's where I think we diverge is I'm not pushing it for you. And, and the, here's my issue, though, with the utilitarian is, and this is really the crux of it, I think that you cannot get the fruits of the religion without believing it. I, I think that that's really the fundamental misstep of the, the Nietzscheans and the new pagans and uh, and even, even people that say they're cultural Christians, because I hear this a lot. I hear people say, you know, Christian civilization produced all this. Let's, let's sort of act out Christianity without believing in it. And I think that there is something that changes when something is done self-consciously. There is, uh, and I think maybe you would agree with this, that if I really believe in the that the Bible is the inspired word of God, if I really believe that I'm going to burn in hell uh, if I sin and I'll be rewarded if I don't, I really believe that will be my destiny. Maybe not as, as my body, but my soul, my eternal soul. There's a huge difference between earnest, sincere faith and a sort of self-conscious performance of faith for the sake of these kinds of benefits, essentially. And, and that I think that's the real problem, which has been unresolved, is there, there isn't anything else. There's no alternative to believe in. And I think that trying to simulate that belief, I also think that you, you don't get the benefits. Because, again, it really only works if people believe that there's, a, that there's a consequence for it. I think it really only works if people, and also because it's true. And also because it's true. It's, it's not because people are uh, not eating pork or whatever that they're, that they're doing great. They're doing good because they're, they're doing the right thing. And I also think that it's, it's no coincidence that things that God prescribes are good for you. I think that, you know, when you look at the Bible, one way to look at it is like, this is just this collected tradition and there's a so-called Burkean way to look at it. There's like a Burkean heuristic where you say, like you said, oh, people aren't eating shellfish, so they put it in the religious text and, and you know, something like this. Um, but I think that it's no coincidence that it's it's not even just about, like, STDs and, like, uh, and, and how to build a functioning society. I also think it's about how to live a fulfilling life. I think it's how to, how, how to navigate. Like, it's not, in other words, it's not just good in, in purely material terms, like, in things that ancient people would understand. It's good in terms of... Like when you read the wisdom books, it's not just about like solving your little problems. It's about how are you going to live like a, a life that's that's really consistent with what you were kind of created to get. And and it's written in other words like a like an author's manual, not like a, not like a field manual, if that makes sense. It's written like a like the owner wrote the manual rather than we're sort of like figuring these things out. Because there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that is, in my opinion, maybe counterintuitive. But it's true, and there's a lot of things in the canon of Catholicism where you might say, well, there's not actually a really simple evolutionary psychology explanation for it, but yet it works, and it's true. And so to me, that shows, and then, and then you've got, of course, the prophecies. The prophecies are an unignorable part of this. How could the prophecies predict the crucifixion? You know, how could the prophecies predict the time and the manner and the nature of the coming of the Messiah if it was just supposed to be this field manual of collected wisdom. And why would there be this sort of arcane, esoteric things in there, numbers and all this, seven times 70? Um, I think it's clear that it's a transcendental, otherworldly um, owner's manual, essentially, as opposed to this. I, I think that the uh, evolutionary psychology thing just, just I think Those it's insufficient. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, my, I kind of, I land in between these two. Um and I, and I joke about it. I, I joke about it with plenty of people. Um, 
But I think that there's, I think you're, you're going to hate this, but I'm going to tell you anyways, I think like, uh, contemplating the nature of existence and, uh, you know, marijuana or mushrooms or, or any of that kind of stuff, it, it fucks with you on a level that's ultimately undeniable. And the, the, the thoughts and revelations that you'll achieve when you kind of get into these spaces are undeniable because they alter your pattern of behavior. And so that, that's where, for me, I think that uh, contemplation, meditation, seeking, you know, God, like I, like I said, I'm a Gnostic, uh, you know, not, not a specific religious person. I just believe in a fundamental creative force and an order to the universe. The And I think that you can know that universe through revelation that's both like personal and also cultural and over time and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I do think that the Bible uh, is revelation, but I also think that it's revelation through a flawed filter and that filter is humanity. And so for me, everything that we're scratching at, whether it's, uh, you know, Taoism or Confucianism or Christianity or Islam or something like that, we're all scratching at the same thing, which is God and existence and morality and meaning and all that kind of stuff. And it's the, it's the flawed translations. It's our, it's us dancing on the face of God. It's us trying to scratch at the logos to understand it. But I don't think that we have a final answer yet. I don't think that, uh, the, you know, Bible, that's it. That that's all that we can understand about, God in the universe. I, I don't, I don't believe that maybe that's very lab coded of me to do so. Um, but I do want to share something with you as well. Um, so I didn't believe, uh, that dinosaurs existed or make sense. Okay. They're, they're too fucking big. All right. And, uh, you know, basically they don't, uh, you know, them fucking doesn't make sense. Right. You know, they're like, how does a stegosaurus fuck the two, the two things. I've, we like, talked about backs, this right? last week with, with <laughs> Wang Lin, by the way, just out of the blue, you happen to bring this up anyway. And, sorry. Then, and then I got a bird. And the way that birds have sex is they basically rub their buttholes together. So all they do is they lift up their fe- their feathers and they rub their ba- buttholes together. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe a T-Rex could do this. Maybe a Stegosaurus could do this. So I just want you to throw that in the back of your head in case uh, the dinosaurs aren't real fucking thing is still in the back of your head. Uh, I-, I think dinosaur sex is possible. I don't know if they're real. That's the thing. I don't know. I- I've never have said you that. seen the fossil records? I haven't seen them. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> I find it hard to believe. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. I've I've argued with people about this my entire life. Here's the uh-huh. difference. Lab coats are out there saying uh, T-Rex. Yeah, sure. Seropod <laughs> or sauropod. Yeah, totally. And a, a guy comes along and says, "Hey guys, I don't I don't know about all that. It just seems hard to believe." And they go, "Crucify him! Crucify him! He doesn't believe in the giant lizards." Like all I said is. I find it a little bit hard to believe. I find evolution. Listen, I'm not this. I'm not a. I'm a paleoconservative, not a paleontologist. So I, I don't. You know, I don't know the fossil record here. Uh, Listen, but it just seems, I, I'm I think, skeptical. Okay, my my <laughs> running theory was that dinosaurs were uh, they were created to sell children's toys. Okay, they were like, let's uh, make cool sense. looking weird. Source Lucas came up with dinosaurs, yeah, and then sense. and then we'll fucking and then we'll sell them to kids. And then when fucking ultra giga chad fucking Christian nationalist geniuses figure out that we're lying, we'll just fucking browbeat them into shutting their mouths about uh, the the existence of dinosaurs. I think that's what happened. Possible. Possible. I well, then there's a there's a big. Um, what's the? Con- I don't even know what the conspiracy theory is, but it says like 
oil people created the fossil myth. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really up to date on that one. Mm-hmm. But why do? You, why do you? Why does everyone care that I believe in? That's that's. I have a problem with the snarky. No, I, I was saying. You. I was saying that I had similar doubts, and then I saw birds fuck, and I was like, okay, maybe dinosaurs are real. Yeah, that's all I, I think I was it's saying. possible. I think it's possible. I think that the uh, Bible describes dinosaurs. I think that the Bible. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I think. I think historical descriptions of dragons and sea monsters and all that kind of shit were probably like Leviathan creatures in uh, human prehistory that were absolutely fucking monstrous to deal with. We probably like, we, we think it's all fucking fun and games to deal with like mountain lions and grizzly bears and all that kind of shit. Could you imagine like actually dealing with a fucking squid that's capable of killing people or fucking uh, like, like a goddamn imagine, imagine dealing with a, uh, what is it? A Komodo dragon. Like that's like full sized and then walking away and being like Frank got eaten by a Komodo dragon. And it's like, go write a story about that shit. Tell me that uh, dinosaurs or uh, dragons don't pop up in your lore in your literature. But Anyways, I listen, uh, I'm okay, so I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you exactly where I'm at. Um, I don't give a fuck about Ukraine because I understand, like, I give a fuck on a personal level. I'm still going to send money to my friends in Ukraine. I'm still going to, I'm still going to support them. And, and the Azov, yeah. what about the Azov Battalion? We didn't even talk listen, about the yeah, Azov. We didn't even talk about the Azov Battalion tonight. He's a Christian <sighs> Western Ukrainian. He asked me for dating advice that he followed well before the war, and he actually took me up on it, and he actually had a successful taste date with a girl that he he was into so uh you know i basically no he's a good kid anyways uh sorry did, did you have a real question about the Azov battalion no sorry, i just mentioned that we hadn't brought it up i was just being silly but, okay i mean we, yeah, it yeah, isn't yeah. silly we haven't brought it up but uh wait why why do you i don't know do you want to say something about the Azov? with fascists care about ukrainian fascists as a moral fucking indictment of ukraine that's my I question. don't. I don't. Yeah, know. No. <laughs> okay. Everybody's always using that argument. They're like, the there's a bunch are, of Nazis. Yeah, yeah, like, you like Nazis, you dumb fuck? <laughs> well, I will say, here's what I will say. Uh, uh-huh. The Ukrainian far right, they they hate ethnic Russians. And mm-hmm. um, and I, for yeah, what racist. it's worth, it's for what it's worth, I am against ethnic hatred. I'm not going to say that I support the war by Russia because they're exterminating racism. I'm not going to say that. But mm-hmm. I will say that the ethnic hatred of the Russians is wrong. I, I don't support ethnic hatred. And, and for what it's worth, it is fucked up what they're doing. The Galician far right and the Kiev government going after the Russian language and and all of that, I, I think it's messed up. But um, well, th- but I also don't really care about the that, Azov honestly. thing. Is also, uh, I mean, people bring up the the way they are treated by the Western media and Western governments previous uh, to this conflict. But they, where know? they're where they're called uh, out before, and now they're just virtually ignored because as long as they're fighting Russia, who gives a fuck? Basically, I won't say ignored, but kind of whitewash a little bit. It's not like they completely ignore it, uh, but they kind of give it a little bit of a pass now. Um, so, yeah. yeah, which which you find ironic considering like the global homo internationalist pro LGBT pro. Well, I'm the moderator. Fucking... Some people say I don't know. I, I won't weigh in how I feel one way or the other. Uh, but people have certainly yeah, so, brought that up. Yeah. 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 So, OK, so what, what I'll tell you is um, I. I'm, I don't need to wrap up. I, I can I can be here as long as you want to. If you want to answer super chats or continue on to a yeah, different conversation through. or whatever, my I, I'm just telling you, uh, I'm old as shit. I'm still in the wage cage, so I have to pay my bills. So I sat in a chair for eight hours before doing this debate, and my neck and my back is fucking screaming at me because I yeah. can't do this shit full time. Unlike you, neat fucks 
And uh, basically, uh, you know, I, I want to get there eventually, but um, yeah, I'm not there right now. So, so maybe next time I can be a little bit more hydrated and well-rested, but uh, my brain, uh, my early onset dementia is going to start to wander. <laughs> so you, you kind of, we, we, no, we got, we got a few. Yeah, we got a, no, it's cool. We got a few here. Uh, I think, I mean, we did a couple hours. It was, a, uh, I said spacey earlier. Uh, it covered, <laughs> it was a, w- a wide ranging. Uh, somebody said more of an interview. I saw a couple of people. Uh, we kind of, kind of more of a discussion, I would say. Uh, and uh, feeling out some areas here. Uh, let's see. Counterpoints. Clean up that mouth. The fact that you curse after every word you say makes you unbearable to listen to and makes you sound like you don't know what you're talking about. Now I do curse a little bit myself, but I, 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 I was about it. to say, tell that's yeah, well. uh, no, no, hold on either. I, I want an opportunity to respond. Go ahead. Uh, I'm a former, former Marine. Number two, eat a dick. Number three, you're on the far right. We're literally talking about like Christian Imperium and conquering the world and what elements of fucking fascism are integratable and which ones of them are fucking cringe. And you're, you're complaining about the word like fuck. Are you a baby? Are you a child? Get the fuck out of here. I will say it, it is a crutch though. I realized that I'm on my own I, and it's like just something I'm ha- that you I'm always halfway through to. life. I'm Yeah, I, I mean I look crutch. I mean I'm still gonna curse, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I do recognize I like there are better words. Uh Santa Claus mm-hmm. says, uh counterpoints denies Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then he said something about a- I won't repeat the rest. It was kind of, kind of rude. If, if, uh, it's, if it's TOS safe, go ahead. No, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Um, uh, something about uh, burning on coal for eternity. Um, so I, I don't know. Is that, if, if, is did that you like deny a, Jesus? A I mean, I don't. Sex joke or is that a hell joke? I can't tell. Um, I mean, if you want me to read it, I'll read it. He says, <laughs> "Is the gay apron worth burning on coal for eternity?" Gay apron. I don't know what that means. What kind of we'll apron? Catch up. We'll catch up with them eventually. Somebody can explain it to me later. The apron, I, I'm not sure. Um, so let's see. Connor, you talk about how Russia didn't try to negotiate, but they did. And Zelensky wouldn't even deny NATO. With Russian security at risk over something so small, then yes, shelling cities is necessary. Do you okay? So pushing back on that, do you think I just as easily could have gone back to Nick and bored the fuck out of y'all by saying Ukraine tried to negotiate too back in 2014? There was this meeting between Zelensky and Russia, and they asked for these three things, and they didn't get the. I don't. I don't give a shit. We're talking about broad broad strokes. All right. Now, do you have? Do you want to weigh in on that, Nick? Anything to say there? Um, I, I would just say that it's. It's pretty transparent that we try to negotiate. I don't think any, or rather that uh, Russia tried to negotiate. I don't think anybody even denies that. I think that basically the diplomatic uh, expansion, the NATO expansion, was a steamroll from the very beginning. I don't think anybody denies that. I just think the where people would argue about that is they'd say, like, well, it doesn't matter because liberal democracy is what's right. So it's well, almost like what, this. Uh, what do you think about the idea that Putin was actually doing this also for the future, not just for this Ukrainian uh, dispute, that this is also, also to show the West that he will do something like that, that Russia will go to war. Uh, and it's not just all saber rattling that, yeah, we will go into country. Yeah, we will drop some, some missiles. if needed. I think, I think he's cementing his legacy. The dudes that is like sixties or something like that. He's trying to make sure, that Russia is stronger than when he first got it. I don't know if that's true or not, considering how like economically fucked and militarily fucked it's been, but he, that was his goal. 
whether or not he achieved it is debatable. Well, well yeah. Well, maybe he thinks if, if, if they don't ever act, if they just keep getting bullied by the West over and over and over again, and they never they never step yeah. up, basically, in a serious way, you know, militarily. Yeah, basically. but they, there's just, while we can extrapolate it down to these broad moral philosophies and all that kind of stuff, there, there's just, there's young True. people who are dead now that didn't need to be. That's it. So. Well, I mean, that's always the case, though, throughout world history, right? I mean, there's there's always wars and people dead um, that shouldn't be dead, uh, in theory, right? Um, in theory, you wouldn't want to see anybody get killed, but um, the, they're going to continue okay, my, to get my killed. My only objection guess, to it? any pushback on this is basically, I want you to look at it. That's it. I don't care. If you want to say Russia is based and we salute our boys in white, red, and <laughs> fucking blue or some shit. And we uh, if you if you want to say that shit, I just want you to also look at the pictures of Ukrainian kids with half their fucking heads missing. Because, oh, no. Oh, no. The dead people, Nick. The dead people. Yes, I'm appealing well, to well, the dead well, people. But a picture of a dead person. You have yeah. this argument, but it's a war. And yeah. also, a lot of that is fake. You, you could have left it with the first one. It's also fake. <laughs> do you do you not believe in atrocity propaganda? Do you not? Think uh, no, I do believe in atrocity propaganda. But do you? So so for atrocity propaganda, there's probably some level of atrocity, right? Even if we're talking about a few thousand or a few hundred or whatever, those people. No, are dead. I I think that um, you have. If a you war. shoot an artillery shell into a civilian area, there's a chance it's going to hit a civilian. Well, there will be civilian casualties, but this, uh, you know, what okay. we're hearing from the media is hysterical, where they say. Mm-hmm. They're bombing maternity wards deliberately. It's like they're bombing a puppy mill. They just blow up a puppy mill and a pet store and a daycare. It's like that's that's the atrocity. Because it's, of course, like atrocity to me implies excessive cruelty or malice. It is a war. There will there will be casualties. And that is unfortunate. But. So so this is what I'm really saying, because I I don't think we're disagreeing. I, I just want you to look at it. That's it. That, that's all I care about. If you have the same opinion, you have the same opinion. I, yeah, I, I don't care. Like okay. All right. Fine. Then I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Just, yeah. just as, as long. And I'm not saying this is like a personal indictment to you. I'm saying, I'm saying to the people who are blase about violence. I just, I would like it if they had some real world experience with violence, so they know what it feels like. And then if they could look at the violence that's being inflicted in an ideology that they supposedly support, and then if they can morally square that with themselves, it, it's like it's like somebody eating a cow or some shit. Like if you're gonna go to McDonald's or something like that, I'm not saying you gotta fucking kill your own cows and shit, but recognize that you're killing a fucking cow. And if it came down to it, and you're like, yeah, I want my fucking Big Mac, then just be willing to shoot the cow in the fucking head yourself. That's all I'm saying. I just think that, like, um, I I agree with you. I think that people should not be blasé about war and violence because, and you uniquely understand this because you were in a war, uh, you're right, violence is abhorrent and war is abhorrent. I think that war should be avoided at any cost, and I don't think there's any, and I don't think it's going to be glib about um, violence. That being said, I think that it's foundational to the worldview that, the violence is unnecessary and the violence is being caused. I mean, it's, it's true that Russia uh, in a, in a strict sense initiated it, but uh, the real cause was the West and it is tragic and it's unfortunate. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny when I say that, um, but I do support Russia and I do support it in like, uh, you know, the, the metapolitical consequences, but, but I agree with you. I, I don't think it's, I don't think violence is funny. It's, it is tragic where it happens, but that is the world, and but these are things that happen. We, we don't have to be so sober. Violence can be funny, and death Girl. can be funny. 
but like I just I just want people to reconcile what okay, they're doing. True. So so for instance, like uh, Coach Red Pill as a fucking <laughs> example or whatever. See. Now, who would sell? I don't know who you're talking about. I, I, I knew, I knew you would enjoy that. Um, well, I didn't enjoy it enough. But anyway, yeah, go that's being invaded, publicly supporting the invaders, and then posting that to social media, and then getting detained for a few weeks. I don't know the details of it or whatever, but the fucking like the rip bozo shit on fucking Twitter. I'm not gonna lie. It's fu- like if he was actually executed in like a you know Ukrainian fucking jail cell or whatever, it'd be a little fucked up. I um, laughed. Okay. I laughed. I thought it was fucking funny. I thought it was fucking funny that somebody was mean to you and you're like, fuck you, you piece of shit. And, uh, you know, violence can be funny sometimes. The, I agree. Yeah. So, so my, my <laughs> only point is like, I just want, I just want people who are casual and blase about violence to know what they're being casual and blase about it. If you want to be funny, if you want to fuck around with it, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Just do it like a fucking adult. That's all I need. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Now I have my own take. I won't. I was about to say something. All right, now let me look. Make sure uh, I didn't miss uh, all the questions. Let's see. Uh, ask Connor why why he thinks black people love their families more than white people love their families. I don't know if that's a take that you have or that's not. It's not a take that I have. Okay. Uh, Indernax says, "Wow, my old best friend and my new best friend are getting along. Glad to see that you're becoming a griper like me, Connor." Um, Nick, do you know who Edredax is by any chance? Uh, yeah, I have seen him around, but I don't really know his uh, story. I don't know his okay. deal. He, he he's a he's a Christian Democrat, and he basically like he's not as a, he's not as built into this universe uh, as you know I am, I guess. Uh, but but he basically he goes deals with degenerate Twitch trash, and then freaks the fuck out and autistically spurgs at him without getting banned. Mm. I right, know. Let's let, let's see. Good friend. Anonymous says so. Based on this debate, Connor agrees with Nick on Russia's justification of this war. Um, what do you say about that? So I I can concede descriptive reality. There's no harm in conceding descriptive reality. But I also think that we can. Uh, Nick would probably concede my descriptive reality, which is the United States is a 60 is representative of a 65 trillion global hegemon that's trying to rule the world either through diplomacy or economics in that there is a argument for Russia being forced into the fold it didn't happen there's a consequence and uh but in you could say it was like an overreach or some shit but it's not Europeans Europeans are experiencing high gas prices they're not getting artillery shelled and Americans, like there's a global economic uh, earthquakes because of what's going on. But it's not Europeans or the Western hegemony that's paying the price. It's Ukrainians and it's Russians. So while I think Nick could be right that this is an overreach by the global American empire, I think the reason why they were willing to overreach is because they knew they weren't going to be the ones who primarily paid the price. So you can morally indict my side while still descriptively understanding their project. So just because I concede to descriptive reality doesn't mean I'm like, oh yeah, Russia's based for fucking artillery shelling fucking cities. No. I would go a step further, and I would even say that the United States is driving the policy, and the United States isn't even bearing the brunt of the economic pain, too. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, there we're not dying, and also uh, we're not reliant on the Russian natural gas, but we're the driver. Is this, this policy is not good for Ukraine or for Germany or France or uh, Eastern Europe. So, yeah. I but think maybe Joe Biden is playing 4D chess because Trump 
was trying to get the German military to carry its own weight. And because of the war in Ukraine, uh, you know, the Bundeswehr is now uh, rearming and becoming, uh, you know, better funded. So maybe Biden is actually, despite his melting brain, a 4D genius. Yeah, maybe. Possible. He's, hey, he's about to end abortion. Only Catholic president since he ended abortion. Uh, we never saw it coming. I like it. He ended a portion. Taliban won in Afghanistan. Like I don't, I'm kind of loving what we're getting, honestly. Now let's see here. Uh, we have a couple Fucking more. Savage. A couple more super chats. Uh, let's see. Uh, unrelated to this debate, but according to Ju- Julius Evola, the masculine spirit takes form in warrior or priest. People telling Nick to work out don't get that they are imposing warrior case values on a man who walks a priestly path. Ah, uh, true, uh, true. Yeah, this guy's a war. He's a former marine. I don't know if you caught that. He's a former marine. Or you yeah, never hey, leave. What does he never leave the Marine Corps? Or something yeah, like that. yeah. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Yeah. yeah, and and that's why I have fucking arthritis and neck problems and shit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, wasn't Evola the fucking autist who was like walking around in artillery strikes during World War One and got paralyzed as a result, or was I thinking of some other philosopher? Um, I don't know his uh, story. I don't believe he was in World War One. No. Okay. But, there, there, there was some dissident right wing philosopher or somebody people like to people or people like to appeal to who literally was like the acts of God and the acts of man are blah, 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 and they align this way mystically this that the other and he used to go out for like walks in artillery strikes in a civilian area and he literally got paralyzed because he was such an autist so <laughs> just be I haven't heard that one. Just be just be careful with Central Europeans giving Somebody, you advice about how to live a masculine life. That's people what in I would chat say. said yes, but World War Two, not not World War One. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, no, Good. I didn't know that either. Uh, let's see, Mister Gibson says counter does does signing your life onto Zog make you feel like you have an important take? Being a Marine doesn't hide you from real criticism. You started off good, but ended up shooting yourself in the foot. This isn't good. I'd be I'd be curious about what he thought I shot myself in the foot in. No, I don't hide behind my service to make my own opinions. I make my own opinions. So. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to make sure to miss any. I think we I think we got them all in here. Uh, and like I said, it ended up being a little bit more of a discussion with some flourishes of debate uh, here and there. Uh, now you started off uh, counterpoint, so I'll let you start off here uh, and let Mister Fuentes finish it here. And I know your back's hurting too, probably. So I appreciate you hanging in here uh, during no, this no, final. I, uh, I appreciate you allowing me to be a boomer on your platform. No problem. Uh, the no, I I had fun. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, Nick, Nick the Nick the Knife Fuentes is a is a feared name in the world, but unfortunately, he's been castigated into his uh, his realm. Um, you know, but but I do want to make it clear that we do have opposing projects. Just because I'm conciliatory or uh, like concede to descriptive reality or this that the other, um, we do have fundamentally different uh, perspectives. To to articulate this in the closing, um, because I'm not religious, because I don't root my world and foundational Christianity, I do have different takes on gay folk, trans folk, you know, uh, whatever, uh, minorities, all this kind of shit. And I'm trying to think of the future of the world in which we build a civic nationalist, liberalist structure that actually is strong enough to survive the trials and tribulations of the future without it being like a desiccated, morally bankrupt, spiritually collapsing, falling apart, uh, because we're, we're at the peak of Rome, but what happens now? Does it perpetuate or does it collapse? And if it's going to perpetuate, we're going to need a spiritual 
not like religious necessarily, but we're going to need a spiritual narrative that actually propagates the project forward. Without that narrative, we're doomed to collapse because people don't even know what they're fighting and dying for. So the material benefits are obvious. The global hegemonic project is powerful. Just because it experienced a temporary setback, I want people in Nick's audience to soberly reflect on what the geopolitical goals of Russia are and what the geopolitical goals of the American hegemonic project are and who's succeeding in their goals more at this time. And if anything, my argument against Nick's view, like the, this uh, prescription that it's all going to fall apart, uh, Cato, uh, again, like the, the Roman historian philosopher or whatever, he predicted the fall of Rome 350, like 400 years before it happened. So you can see the writing on the wall, but it could take longer to happen than you give it uh, time for. And on top of that, who do you want to be? So do you want to be the, you know, the, the Christian aesthetic who ignores the fall of the Imperium and eventually wants to reconstitute something greater within Christendom? Because there were people who existed 2000 years ago who did exactly that. Uh, there were Bulgarian uh, Central Europeans who became more Roman than some of the Romans themselves and fought for the Imperium and uh, perpetuated the empire for longer than most people thought it was going to survive. And then there was stuck up, snobby, shitty Italian Romans who basically doomed the empire through their own hubris and through their own discrimination of, of what they had created, but they basically rushed the fall of the empire because they were snobby and shitty towards their own creation. Um, so I'm hoping that through these conversations, through these ideas, we could kind of come along like a civic, civic nationalist, liberal social structure that's capable of perpetuating and when Nick says, do you think it's strong enough to survive? My honest answer is, I don't know. It's just what I'm pushing for the same way that he's pushing for uh, Tsar Nicholas the Fourteenth and uh, the, the, the re revitalized Christian empire of the 3500s. So uh, we'll, we'll see whose project uh, survives the test of history. Mr. Frintes, go ahead, sir. Indeed. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> what started out as a debate about Russia and Ukraine has really taken some wild twists and some winding twists and turns, but that's okay. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good conversation. And uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. The crux of the, well, the, the real divergence is on religion. And I think that is true about you and I and, and uh, Destiny and I. I. I don't even think it's so much about uh, right or left or uh, you know, anything really specific about like ideology. It's about whether or not we're religious. That's obviously the big difference. And um, as far as the Russia-Ukraine conflict goes, I, I think if, if, if I could just give an opinion on that, I think it's, it's NATO's fault. I think Russia is awesome. I support Russia. I think that the decline of American, and, and here's the thing about uh, American hegemony, it's over regardless. The unipolar moment has, has passed. Uh, the Ukraine war is not the beginning of it. It's sort of the end of that transition. And so whether we pass good policy or bad policy really doesn't matter. China is coming back. Russia is coming back. Europe will probably break away in, in more meaningful ways as time goes on. This is reality we have to deal with. And so we can't have a foreign policy predicated on this um, infallibility, the self-righteousness, and also this idea that we can achieve any goal and we, can, and we don't have to 
select which goals we want to have. We've, we've got to have, we've got to make choices and, and be economical as opposed to this idea that we can fight two wars at once and do whatever we want. And we're never wrong. Um, I think the Ukraine war shows that as for our competing and separate projects, I think that you are with everyone else. You, in, in a certain sense, you are with uh, the Nietzscheans and the Baptists and with everybody else that is trying to create some kind of new uh, religion or something like a religion in the wake of modernism. And I think that it's just not going to work. And it's not going to work because religion is true. If religion were not true, it would be possible. But it just so happens that because religion is true, this project is impossible. It's not probably not going to work. It's not going to work. And it's been tried in communism. It's been tried in liberalism. I mean, and, and how how many times do we have to see these kind of violent revolutions and butchery in, in France or in, uh, in Russia or in Iran or in other places or in Germany even before we realize that uh, there are there are no uh, idea systems, there are no systems that are going to solve the problem, which is that man has fallen and that uh, th- we live in a hierarchical, supernatural, metaphysical universe where there are angels and demons, or rather there are angelic beings, and where there's a God. Uh, I think that uh, all these systems failings is a testament to the fact that it's not getting at the true nature of the universe and of man. And so I think that's why the only... The only thing that will work is going to be Christianity, and it's only going to work because it's the only thing that's true. And if we're living in the end times, it's not going to work. If we're not living in the end times, maybe we'll get another century or two. But but that's my closing statement. That that's uh, that's all I got. Thank you both, you gentlemen, for coming on the kill stream tonight. Another one in the books, uh, wide ranging discussion slash debate here tonight on the show. I enjoyed it as well. Counterpoints, Nicholas J. Fuentes, uh, welcome back, uh, both of you. Hopefully down the line, uh, and have a good one this weekend. All right, appreciate y'all. All right, have a great one. All Thanks right. a lot, you too. Yep, you too. Thank you both uh, for coming on the kill stream. There we go. It's in the books all day long. Anonymous sent $3, so based on this debate, Connor agrees with Nick on Russia's justification of this war. Bambigida Bomb sent $10, what's good? Big Pimpin. Nothing. Nothing beats the kill stream. Congrats on Rosie and salute Pansu. Thank you. Ralph, we are proud of you and know your mom and dad are too. Thank you, man. Fact, George Floyd cared about white women way more than Ranbot and Dingo ever could. That's true. George Floyd cared a lot more about white women. I I know Judas. Looks like he Judas is streaming from his closet. I saw that going on, of course. Judas getting his thirty pieces of silver. Sad. Looks like he's streaming from Augie's old closet. Pathetic. Judas McSimp. Oh, man. Nice getting started. $3 Ralph with a second scam this week. <laughs> Unbelievable. How is that? We're just getting started. Neon Nick has sent $3 question for counterpoints. What do you think of today's gay, tranny, feminist, oh, anti-white super diverse military? He's gone. Would Fuck, you rather today serve with Russia or with the Troon Patrol? <laughs> See, that was a good one. Did you just send that in? Because I was looking for that. CEO of Fucking Racism shit. sent $3 unrelated to this debate, but according to Julius Avola, the masculine spirit takes See, form in warrior or priest. People telling Nick to work out don't get that they are imposing warrior caste values on a man who walks a priestly path. The one before, I really would have liked to have gotten in there. Light skin. 
be like sent $10 logic niggas be like im gay put it in my butt oh, uh, see my fault on that neon I would've, that was a great question anonymous sent $5 Connor you talk about how Russia didn't try to negotiate but they did and Zikinski wouldn't even deny NATO with Russian security at risk over something so small, then yes, shelling cities is necessary. How did I miss that one? Thank you, Neon. I appreciate you, man. Sippy Cupped Up sent $3 counterpoints. Sippy Cupped Up! Mouth. The fact that you curse after every word you say makes you unbearable I to, try to, do to better it for makes Sippy you Cup. sound like you don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to sound like a heathen. Endanax sent $3. Wow, my old best friend and my new best friend are getting along. Glad to see that you're becoming a grow like me, Connor. Mr. Gibson sent $3 counter. Does signing your life onto Zog make you feel like you have an important take? Being a Marine doesn't hide you from real critique. You started off good but ended up shooting yourself in the foot. That isn't good TC, boot. <laughs> That's the part I didn't get. Santa Claus some... sent $20 counter points denies Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Is the gay apron worth burning on coal for eternity? Anonymous sent $3 counter pointless tried to sneak in an exclusive pointless. Nick Fuentes interview. Sam, I'd be okay never seeing this guy again. Magagru sent $3 asked Connor why he thinks black people love their families more than white people love their families. 12 more hours. Gordzilla 37 cent three dollars 12 more hours. I will be in the NYC in 12 more hours. There is Pansu and Cozy Rosie on the screen. Looking lovely, ready to go. Ready to go to New York City. New York City. Like that Pace Picante. <clears throat> that Pace Picante. Commercial from back in the day. Oh boy, I could. I mean, I feel like we need. We might need a based review of the th brigade going on right now. I don't know. Should we? <clears throat> should we? Uh, should we take a look? See, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tempted. It really is. <sighs> Hmm. Well. <laughs> finished the super chats. I think I finished them. I hate to pollute. I hate to pollute. Uh, such a good show. He's shitting on Beardson. Okay. Is that really what he's doing? But he had like audio or video of Richard Spencer having a freakout. And at the who is this other guy? Oh, is that? Everybody oh, I know who that guy is. You know, it just kind of seemed like everybody's <laughs> running to this guy. They've got a recording. I know who these people now. are. But like, is it is this more deeply ingrained than that? Like, are, are these? You know, is he sending out interns to kind of eat? Look at Jim weaving a crazy narrative like he always does. Sick old fuck. Sick old fucker. Because that guy's irrelevant now, thankfully. But um, you know. Uh, but, you know, so is that old who, Simon? Like, were hyped up and how much they, they hated the traitors who left the organization. He lost a lot of weight since I saw him. 
fat fuck every single one of them to do what they were doing with sending around the videos and you know looking at our twitter accounts and Sick trying to get fuck. whatever things that i was working on or other people is that old simon uh, some of that was just these people who were sycophantically you know oh you know they betrayed my leaders i'm gonna make sure they can't have a job by the way he used to be uh well i hate to expose the business but uh, he used to be an underling for Richard Spencer. If you look closely in one of these uh, Charlottesville hit pieces, he's actually on there. Uh, and he used to pledge allegiance to, to old Richard there. If you uh, do your research, you would know. Uh, you'd know about that. But uh, Scripture, and he, he said something along the lines of it was a Bible verse saying, like, you know, don't put your hope in, in men, but put your hope in God, you know. Um, and say, you know, I, I really like Nick with the direction he's taking right now. I, I can't support it, and I hope you guys are all the best or whatever. Um, Nick came into the chat and, and saw that message in the intern chats, right? And he said, what even is this? This is like, this is like the, like, so girlish. So sorry to see you go. You know, they're putting, like, heart emojis on his thing. Uh, Nick's mod team deletes the post inside of there, and and all those people who have those messages like saying, "Oh, I'm so That's sorry." That's literally goodbye. like, are you? <laughs> this is literally like Discord back and forth. And starts, you know, attacking me, attacking some of the other guys who left, and you know, saying, "Oh wow, oh, you know, you guys I, got the smoking uh, I knew gun." This guy for years, and he's a piece of shit. He's never done anything good in his life. There's a reason he's poor. That's because he's a piece of shit. He, there's a reason he's this homeless. This is like because, you know, Neon Nick has sent $3. This is the Nick Own Me support group. This is literally what this is literally look at that horrible die job by PPP. I'd be ashamed to rock a die job like that. I might get a die job in New York City just to show you how it's done. Baked always has a respectable a respectable die, which I gotta give a round of applause. But I heard him say to Kai this week, I don't know if you guys heard this, he was like well, Kai, you're appealing to the Bible. Like, how dare you, like, appeal to the Bible? Like, my word is better than the Bible. Like, that's the- <laughs> oh, so you're citing a, a guy who hates Nick, who is ungodly, very ungodly, according to Surfer, is citing Kai <clears throat> to it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll pull up the tweet. Well, well, about- no offense. I'm just- yeah, it's like this God, is more God and he was getting in, like. Just, I'm just saying, like, like running this guy through the mud. Nick did a whole yeah, cycle because he said that about how he has like Down syndrome. Or- the, uh... <laughs> just the guy who like talks. I'm just saying. Boogly sent $3 rewind to when Jaden came on so we see everything he said. He's practically done. Well, let's just wait because, I mean, it's live now. And I just got to ask, how is that productive to building a unified right? Fuck, I might have to have a beer if I got to keep watching this trash. None of it is. That's the thing. Nick is totally politically They're going to unify against him. That's what they're going to do if he's shitty. Simon did lose a lot of weight. I got to give him credit. I guess, you know, you know. I don't know what it is. Uh, whatever. And so they're afraid to criticize him, but I think after tonight, people might not be as afraid. Maybe running from the truth, I guess, has burned off the calories. I, I kind of yeah. came out because I, I mean, I'm yeah. fine. In, you know, I'm sure I'm still going to get all the hate, whatever. Um, I'm going to get the backlash. But it got to a it's point AIDS, where with him said. threatening the feds, threatening <laughs> the legal shit, doxing people close He's to got me, AIDS. Ultros, my donor, people that I, other people that I'm close to. It's just like it gets to a point, allegedly, you know, I, I'll oh, throw yeah. that in. Um, well, you know, I, I we have a man stream sniping us. Who has Why is he rocking around all the time like PPP? Have you noticed how Jaden always is doing? 
Why is he doing this? Why can't you s just sit straight, motherfucker? Bam, talk like this. I am sent three dollars. We love you, man. What is this? No one can do it like you, Ethan. Thank Fucking you, Ralph! Exclamation mark. Dot. These autistic losers can't even make their lives entertaining. What is this? Pathetic. I am so thankful for the work you do. I have listened to every kill stream Thank and you. tequila since the boulder. Thanks. Much appreciated. And it's not that you can't gesticulate sometimes. I mean, we all do it, right? But it just seems to be like he's like he's tensed up. Yeah. Like he's doing one of these. I mean, we all gesticulate uh, to make a point sometimes. I understand that, right? But uh... on this platform that you build, even if they're nice to you, you know, I again, I, I haven't had too many experiences with Ralph, but I've met him. He's been nice to me forever. However, you know, everybody's line writer kind of sent three dollars every time. You Why would you put that front and center at something that is ostensibly a political uh, product? You know, cozy. So TV you guys had to product. actually sit him down. Uh, <laughs> you had internal discussions and maybe you had to sit him down and explain maybe a poop eater is the best optics. For our maybe, maybe a revenge pornographer isn't the most right. Christ is king choice. Maybe right. a guy who's had restraining orders against him by Adrian Blair for harassment isn't the best mm. choice. People who <laughs> Somebody who doxes Adrian Blair's employer, tries to get her fired, talks about, you know, ruining Gator's life, putting up posters, exposing him as a white nationalist. Well, I mean, Ashton, I said this yesterday when we were talking, but hearing all these stories from that sounds Jane like some funny fan Nick fiction actually acts behind the scenes. Him and Ralph are the same are like two sides of the same coin. <laughs> Just very different presentation styles. <laughs> like they are the fucking same, basically. And now Nick has to sit there defending shit eating to Mr. Medicare, like on a stream on Michael yeah, Alford. Yeah, I mean, I find it. I, I do yeah, find it interesting how he's going to so hilarious. He is like, he talked to a girl, and it's he's a simp. Such while he has the kings of comedy over has, here. Like, the whole Cassandra arc, where he's like driving across the back and forth across the country yeah. trying to get yeah, right. Nick. He has uh, Ralph, who has like what, two baby mamas or whatever. Yeah, I'm glad Warsky Jr. is not here I, to see I this. Have, like, I've never fought with Ralph. Whatever, I know he's taking it. shots too. But it, it's just, like, interesting how this stuff works. Beardson, who's, like, going on stream, constantly talking about updates with his girlfriend's search or his divorce or whatever. But me, I have something totally offline. I'm talking to a female, which, by the way, has nothing to do with all this bullshit, as you've heard. And uh, They have this reason, weird fan fiction LARP, and they just, like, make up all these stories surrounding it. the reason? That's still fucking retarded. It, well, I agree. Oh, wow, you you uh, seven days, seven like, days. Holy shit! You know, well, like how the, long do you think it's going to be, Jaden, until Ralph is posting your social security number? Yeah, I mean, I because, that's, that's a good point. I, I oh, mean, yeah, that's a great point. Now is to do the dirty work. Right? Yeah, that's Him, a great point. Evil, yeah, great you point. Ask any one of his little proxies. Yeah, I mean, I I anticipate that. That's, yeah, what a great but, point. You know, and I just want to let Ralph's audience yeah. know. That Ralph has given more money to an African guy in Gambia than he's they given know. to his own white son. So well, I just that's point that a complicated situation. Well. Just for you guys to hear. Well, it's the troll us. Thank you. We, we talked about you last week and your autism checks and, you know, how your daddy used to beat you up. And Trolling us so well. I mean, we're making so much money. But... <laughs> well, see, actually, I have a full thousand dollars, and I don't have to split it, and the taxes are lower here than in Canada. So, actually, I made more money than both of you today. So, I'll, I guess I'll give myself. I guess I'll give myself a round of applause. Kansas Zuma sent three dollars. Take the pledge. I don't care what Jaden McNeil says or claims tonight. I am loyal to my friend Nick Fuentes. 
raised hand. Yeah, uh, and I mean, it's just literally true. I make more money than they do. <laughs> oh, uh, if I remember correctly, um, I think an address. Um, uh, it's just tough. It's tough for them to. So the it's tough for them to live with, but it's also the truth. Every time you open the Buddy Syndrome talk show, they always talk about how irrelevant Nick is. I know this isn't some new take, but like, damn, up, you can talk about him all the time, or he's irrelevant. Yeah. Bam biggity bam sent three dollars this sounds and has the energy of battered woman's I medium. guess they thought I wouldn't snipe Hi, this. Why my not? My name is Andy Warski Why and I, I get am a paid? survivor of domestic abuse. <laughs> this is a 12-step meeting of abused women. They are jealous of Pansu and your success. I think so. Man fading in the night sent three dollars is that a picture of you? Living in their head rent free. I think so. Love you brother keep on rocking the free world. Much appreciated. Anonymous sent $3 you didn't miss much in the beginning. These two are basically disgruntled employees. Mostly complaining about not getting paid for volunteer work. They didn't deserve to get paid. Maxia bro sent $50 you, here. Take some more money tonight. You deserve it after this legendary stream today. Much appreciated, brother. We're still, we're going to keep going, fuck it. Line Rider sent $3. Jaden's GF is going to move on to the next as his own rent-free house soon. Oh, well, I wouldn't die, but his, well, we shouldn't go Just, there. If I, I remember watching him in 17, 18, and 19. I thought, you know, and the stuff like Groyper Wars and stuff like that. And Oh, um, yeah. I thought, oh, shit, you know, this is funny. Fuck, I have a yingling. Should I have I, a I yingling? If, if somebody in a, kind of the online world could break off and maybe do like a, a television thing or a radio thing, maybe not politics, but he'd have the opportunity to. But like the last year or two, it's like somebody hit a switch. Yeah, I, 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 okay, I'll have I a I'll have a Yingling. We'll kick influence? back and have a beer get, did, and watch. Did he go to a, watch for a minute. With pipes and Portugal. sent three dollars. He hey raw raw Ralph. I'm too totally clean. Thanks, man. We really this time. I I totally won't turn on the dike. No, that won't happen. That definitely won't happen. 2019 Groper Wars 2020 with Stop the Steal and stuff. Like it seemed like we were on the right side. Should we get some people in here? Something changed. I don't know if it was. What was the what was the internal feeling when Nick brought Catboy Cami over to the states and streamed the date with Catboy Cami? Was the internal feeling that that was a smart move or? I didn't really know him all that well. I, I barely knew him. I was still at college. So, Simon, this is... Well, you know, at, at that point in time, I, I thought Nick was, was very good towards me and towards other people. Um, so I didn't have any reason to think that he was lying, but he said that nothing uh, nothing weird was going on there. I mean, the guy, Cowboy Cammy, is a weirdo. I mean, everyone's seen that. Like, that's not a... It's not a... You know, you can't mistake that from a mile away. However, you know, I remember, you know, him talking about... Oh, you know, he was completely against it now, but... Oh, yeah, Simon was completely against it. He told him not to do it. What are these live on about it's sad thank you dear i appreciate that we're gonna be enjoying the weekend in new york i've made more money than both of these fucking losers there canadian government takes a big piece i don't know if you knew that dear did you know that oh like 50 percent, and then they split between those two and it's actually not that much money that they have oh tough they don't have an LLC and, you know, all that stuff either. Oh, it's probably pretty tough for those guys. Mere political conference. And this is what I, I do want to, if you guys are comfortable, kind of get into the political side of things. because a lot Financial of advisors, stuff like that, you know. Like you mentioned, Jim. 
um, you know, at the, the premiere, the, the headline political conference of the movement, he's up there in his in his keynote speech talking about, oh, Dalton, get in here, Hitler. And it's like, just me. Thing. And, you know, he's laughing and the, the, the crowd is, is cheering. It's like, oh, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, to me, it, it kind of comes These off. These guys the are whack, thing. dude. Exactly the same. This as, is like, literally Trump, pathetic. Hail, hail victory, like the, uh, the Spencer moment from 16. Nick was mean to me in Discord. If the goal the is to build a political movement, who is the political voter base? You know, the vast majority of right-wing uh, voters are older people, you know, uh, boomers. I know it's such a horrible thing. A lot of Gen Xers, millennials. I don't think Zoomers are, are voting nearly as much, and the Zoomers that do vote are far more on the left. So if you're trying to appeal to Republican voter base, the people who elected Trump... This guy sucks. Anonymous sent $3. Where my I don't know. We got, we'll get somebody in here. This guy sucks, though. There's a reason Nick never lets you anywhere near a fucking microphone, dude. You're just like fucking unison in human form, you fucking dumb. Only Tucker Carlson's a great. They let you put up the cameras. They let you tape the mics up. They didn't let you anywhere near actually speaking into the motherfucker because you suck. Man fading in the Bum. night sent three dollars. Yes, let's fucking go. Twenty-four hour show. Every crackhead Fuck is it. a dumpster fire. Fuck it. Let's you go. know, Worski Pro tip: the shuttering will stop if you stop doing line. <laughs> Fuck, he's so hard to watch. I literally didn't know any of these people. Literally, every time I would see Simon, he would be just sweat would be pouring down his face. You would think he was my big ass walking around. Sweat would just be pouring down. He would be running around doing like the fucking biggest gopher work that ever existed. Every time I ever saw this, I felt sorry for him. I'd come and walk up and talk to him. He'd be sweating. Just like fucking pouring down, looking like a useless slow out, like going and getting coffee and fucking just a little grunt work for a reason. Cause he's a small brain nigga. That's, that's his problem. That's his, that's his major malfunction. I'm not kidding. By the way, I was at all these events. I'm not kidding. He was a gopher. He was a gopher. How that fat guy called Gator and Jading mercilessly, but now they all grovel at his feet. Total turncoats. Of course, of course. Note grow I percent five dollars. Yeah. I love how that fat guy called Gator and Jaden mercilessly, yes. but now they all grovel at his feet. You're right, see, Total no. turncoats. You're right twice. Mm-hmm. Now want to be them. Yeah. Like it's it's oh, you know, f- fuck these guys and the, you know the, the the white ethno state stuff and the, the Hitler mm-hmm. stuff. That's cringe. Yeah, That's honestly, cringe. you know what, party going oh. outside of all the shit talk back and forth. I'm honestly I don't like seeing Jaden do this either cuz I like Jaden before and it's just like, wow, this is super, you know, just completely pathetic. Um, Trarian pushing the 100% right wall. Master Coffee was awesome because he's right. having sex with his cousin. Like, that's indefensible, but he tries to justify it and say right. that's like his political ideology at this point. I have no idea, but because it, Kirk embraced a lot of his positions, sure. so now he can't distinguish himself from Charlie other than just going full wig nut, I'm Hitler, like put women, white Sharia, put women in chains, slavery, right, right. like. Well, why wouldn't he have owned that either? That's what yeah. I'm confused about. Why wouldn't he have said, hey, look, I was so convincing. And what we were saying for two or three Oh, years, did you try not go through? I don't think so. I'll look. He agrees with the shit we say. He should well, that, that's exactly the thing. I mean, if you were a serious political actor who, you know, you're taking in hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of donations from donors to the foundation. You're taking in hundreds of thousands of dollars of donations from Super Chats, you know, people who want to see political goals achieved, you would think, right? 
why would it be when we do no, get I don't the political see at least somewhat achieved? You know, you have mainstream political figures saying there's a war on white people. Oh, here's here's about, Mr. Unisom you know, again. Uh, God, I mean, I mean, they've been thank God you got rid of this motherfucker. Oh yeah, first wave feminism. There were issues. You know, Jesus we Christ, do things with the family. You know, white people are under attack, etc. Et Will you shut that up, please? Political victory. You know that Tucker Carlson's going on there talking about white genocide. You know that the Charlie Kirk talking about the war on white people. This is you know what we were dreaming. Back in 2017, but be, a year here's ago, the thing. here's the thing. Oh, sorry, Jaden, but um, oh, go for it. Oh, sorry, Jaden. Big brother goal is is good in the eyes of Nick if it's separate from him. If Charlie Kirk doesn't come out there and say, "Well, Nick Fuentes convinced me there's a war on white people," mm. then it's bullshit. Then it's like, "Oh no, yeah, that's no good." You know, Charlie Kirk may say these things, but he's secretly not on our side. Secretly, he just wants to, you know, yada yada yada. Like he said on the Elijah Schaefer guy. I mean, Elijah, I think, you know, felt it. Um, you know, man fading in the night sent three dollars. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how I think his name is Triple P. Fills almost the whole square fuck. You know, someone is a fat fuck when their head starts to shrink. For the first time, I think in an interview, Nick started to stutter and go, oh, oh, um, well, you know, here's the thing, uh, con ink and just ramble on and because there's no good answer to it. It's just an ego thing. No, you know, it is an ego but, thing, and it's it's that with everybody, with right, fucking right. Jake, with Jake Lloyd, with Patrick Casey, with everybody. Nothing, by the way, everyone's like, you put out that statement and you started all this. Like I was talking <laughs> to some streamers on Cozy, and they're like, just so you started this. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that would have been made public, and he would have been like, I fired Jaden, which again, not even true. Oh, but, of course not. Turbo Grow Iper sent $3. Jaden even tries to imitate similar hand gestures to Nick when he speaks. Literally can't make anything original. But it looks forced. Original. Yeah. In 15 years, no one will remember this loser when Nick is the most powerful conservative in North America. It looks weird and forced when he does it, though. Mr. Saying. Gibson sent $3. The Daytime Dynasty, The Killstream, Sydney and Brittany in the Hot Tub, oh. Corinne in the Doghouse. Oh. Stars have aligned Ralph Amali. Wish you were here. I see. Real shit happens when you keep it Christian. That's right. That sounds very Christian. Everything. By the way, just throwing this out there, uh, Jim, because I know we brought it up in your debate. The 500K, he's had that for almost a year, okay? He, yeah, what, he's, he's had that You know what, Party Goy, you're right. It's a lot of gossip, but also it's just really not even, I don't know. It's kind of, there's not really much there there if you listen to what they're saying. It's just kind of. Raise money and throw like a it's returning party. in the summer. Hey, it's just a bunch of re- read shreds of all the complaints, and it's not really any big reveals. Afterwards. Like, so- <gasps> just even from an objective standpoint, I think they're pathetic, but like just objectively speaking, there's not much shit there. Like, Oh my god, I got, guys, I'm the martyr out here. Yeah, I yeah. took my 500k. Oh, no, I got it back. I can't use a bank. Oops, yes, I can. You know, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah. and not to go, you know, tinfoil hat here, but a hit on a hit on that point. I mean, okay, we're, we're on the no-fly list. Now we're not. Oh, the feds took my money. Yeah, oh, now they no, I understand, like, too. I'm just saying it's okay, like... That, that would be one thing, but I haven't heard about too many right-wing political dissidents who, uh, when the feds come down on them, they just pull back and leave them alone unless yeah, certain things happen. And it's kind of interesting that... You know, as myself and these other people started to leave in November, December, Milo Yiannopoulos started to kind of come in and become way more of a voice in, in Nick's ear. You know, somebody who is an admitted federal informant who was given uh, express notice of January 6th. He warned, Milo warned people on January 5th what was going to happen on January 6th. A literal federal federal informant is now advising this guy. It's, you know... I don't know if I was the federal government, <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, and Nick is really trying to take down, you know, Joe and Biden. Broken this tooth sent $3. This guy still won't fix me. He keeps sticking his money up his nose. 
He's never getting us off our daddy's couch, is he? No, he's not. He won't. He just won't. He refuses. Man fading in the night sent $3. There's no sauce, all fluff. We are watching the Real Housewives. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we'll find out on the 11th when, when yeah. he's going to court. Yeah. Right. He said he would, though, on the Milo interview. By the way, my bullshit case got dismissed today. $10. If you were dying of cancer, is this how you would spend your time? No. By the way, they, they tried to criminalize my tweets. Uh, that was the allegation out in California. Now it's settled. No more case on that. So I was very happy. That was the news earlier. Bob yeah. fell. I gotta dismiss. Dismiss. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know I've I've known that and I didn't ever feel comfortable and I don't know about. I've heard some rumors. I'm not gonna get into it for legal reasons of like things that he's done with that. I don't know. But um, yeah, I saw like when he was he keeps bringing it up with with you on on the debate and he brought it up like a few nights ago to like when he's throwing his pity party Brumio yes, sent five dollars like, Jaden said he wished the best for af now he's talking shit for clicks sad just yeah. bullshit it's just well, lies let's, and go ahead. yeah let's talk talk about that Jaden. you know that's the thing that makes me sick and makes me want to come on this show and this is what i want people to hear you know when bam, biggity, bam, sent three dollars other... tell me ppp doesn't look exactly like some trans dyke from media matters he does he this probably is, is a panel of trans women and how their wounds are healing next panel dingo <laughs> and ran joining to talk yeah. about youish ghost holding yeah. them back what yeah. losers <laughs> spit on these food Press this bit. Somebody in his family that got, uh, his, his parents got sick. Somebody in his family passed away. And that is incredibly sad. And I do pray for those, um, yeah. for his family on all of that. However, however, he will, he will talk about that. And, and then we'll say, you know what? And then I realize that I, I am great and I will conquer and I will destroy my enemies. And, you know, um, and then he'll say in private too, like, oh, and I had the worst year financially. I actually had to like know what it was like. That sounds base. Paycheck the paycheck. And then on the other hand, he'll say, I'm a millionaire. I have the most money in the world. You know, in 2021, you know, I made less than $20,000. It was either exactly 20000 a little above, a little bit below, working full-time for this guy oh. with a wife and two children. Right? And overtime too, and, right? And, and yeah. overtime and paying a lot of times for my own travel. Is, is America yeah. first? Like a, a, have you ever heard of the, the term black company? They use it in Japan where they, they just run their, their employees to the ringer. It's yeah. overtime unpaid. You're basically driven to the point of quitting or suicide. Is it Poor Simon. Poor Simon. What? Does this sound familiar to anybody from the Ralph verse? Who's been following my travails? Does this sound familiar to anybody? Ex-employees on stream complaining about money they thought they should have got while other grown men fucking cry with them. I, I don't I don't know about that. I mean, it was very tragic when when Shal passed course. away. But I don't. He was not like an employee. He had, he had prior health like conditions that. before yeah. that. But, um, okay. Yeah, God rest his soul. But you know, with with the year you know uh, that I had, it's like you know, it's, it's the, the day of my son's birth. I'm working almost the entire where is Gator? The interns. I'm calling up. Uh, get him out here. You know, trying to get this event cut to you know together. And of course, the event was still a failure because it was it was a rush job. I mean, he literally decided to do the event 12 hours before the event was supposed to go on, and you can't do that. You know what I mean? With uh, and expect everything to go perfectly, especially without your creative director there. Um, 
and you know bug. you go through you know we have the the birth and then it's springfield which was the vax watch event i was there where, uh, he gave that speech i was there he was there outside of the uh, you look frazzled the governor or the, the capitol building or whatever um you look like you know, shit. That, that was the week where i had two members of my family who were incredibly close to me die of suicide okay you well, know oof, sorry to hear um, at the same you time well, look and, like uh, it. it was the week of my birthday look like you weren't far oh, behind them that week that simon what how do they commit a double suicide what does that even mean <laughs> Did he do this publicly or privately? No, he just was joking. That's still because they were related to Simon. It's just nothing matters to him. Nothing, dude. Like nothing cares. He doesn't think about anyone but himself. I know that that's like no shit, but it's just example after example after example. Can I ask this too? Because I I just want to make sure, like. Everybody knows this, right? Like, this isn't like something where Beardson or Baked or the others could be like, oh, I never knew Nick was like this. Well, like, what, are you just supposed to not do your speech now? Like, right. They know oh, certain parts. Plus, who even knows? Like, Level, because it's not like, I I don't know how close they are really behind the scenes, because I, I think Nick's kind of These like are men, Pants, you said? Allegedly. Like, Jaden was my only friend, because I was in the basement and I saw him, you know, once every two to three weeks, maybe. Um, so it was like, okay, this guy's like, we're is this close why this now. dude gave me so much shit about his, my saying that, uh, you know, you know, real life friends are different. No, uh, yeah. I'm totally vindicated on that, especially after all the <laughs> coming after me now. Uh, okay, when I yeah. had no problem with them, they didn't even yeah. know the drama. They've all been like, Oh yeah. It's Corbin so you're, you're dollars, a bitch. This is such a flop lol. You're a bitch. Jayden. Just give it up, dude. Because again, the last year he's been like threatening to, he's been pushing me out. I was t- talking to Jake Lloyd about it. It's you should have like just left with the honor then. I've talked to you him. You should have left with honor then. That was me going up there trying to squash it. That's true. It. You should have left with honor. Squash it, talk like adults. And it was always, oh, you don't, I don't think you want to be my friend anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, we got like, like, there's problems here that we need to talk about. And he's like, you're just, you just don't like me. And it's like, like, let's just, <laughs> let's talk about this stuff. I don't know. There's a lot of examples there. There's what was the truth stuff. about the no fly list? Was he actually on the no fly list? Do you guys know? I mean, to my knowledge, so no, but he, my knowledge I also is, know that yeah. he was, I, I don't think he was like trying to fly frequently, but I don't really know. I know that he filed the law. Lawsuit, so I'm assuming yeah. it's true. But. I assume it's true as well. I remember I was he he was calling Turbo Grow Iper sent three dollars. He only thinks about himself, guy who lived in a house rent free for two years. Yeah. GF probably ugly too. Yeah, he only thinks about himself while he's been mooching off of him for years. Jojo sent three dollars. Damn it, Ralph. I fell asleep and now get woken up by the most annoying voices in the world. Jade McMooch. Now I'm cranky. Turn this crap off. I've been avoiding these gay retards. No, I gotta cover it. They want me to cover it. Or else only what's his name Israel is gonna cover it. We need a harsher really view. So crazy, incompetent, mean, etc. Then how would he have assembled a movement so successful that it has its own paparazzi? We need a harsher review, and if nobody else is gonna do it, I have to do it. Man fading in the night sent three dollars. These guys are gamma's ankle bidding hoes trying to make it to the big house, but you can't make no ho into a housewife. Right. By the way, they all look nervous and uncomfortable, like who is going to they backstab do. first. Well, you can it's see they don't happen. trust each other. Yeah, just wait and see. It's going to happen big time. Doton Koof sent $3. Simon looks like he's balding. How old is this? He is. I've seen him in person. He's got a big bald spot. Smug That's why I was looking at his head. Andy going to do a line? Yeah, I was looking at his head. He's got a huge bald spot. AF1 Jesse sent $3. Why would they run to low-hanging fruit like these two? To spread subversive propaganda on AF? Yeah. Litho sent $5. Simon is unironically a lollipedophile. Also a slow working schlub who thinks yogurt is naturally low fat. <laughs> Jaden was paid $1,000 to go on vacation. 
fucking bitches. What a fucking... This guy, so then Patrick feels like he's pushed out, and it's well, like, oh, okay, base well, department, I, I didn't say out, that, but... I might as well attack Nick, and then Nick kind of is able to play the card of, like, oh, I'm the good guy. I, I had no idea that he was going to do this to me, and, and this is his tactic, too. I mean, you look like, you know, you look at Jaden... You had these people like UX Scraper. We and, need a harsh review. We don't need. I can't let that weeks. be top of the table. Yeah, he next attacking Jaden on his like private uh, Twitter account or whatever. Months. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, months, whatever. And then he does seven days of streaming about Jaden. Jaden says, "Hey, I'm going to go on a stream to defend myself, tell my side of the story." And you know, Nick's like, "I'm going to sue you. You're going to be a hundred thousand dollars poorer." All these people on Twitter are saying, "You know, uh, you know, rape this guy, kill this guy, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, this is, you know, his, his card, but it gets a little bit darker, you know, with Patrick specifically. Um, and I don't know. This yeah, is we need a little Ralph Amell style. You know Nick I mean. told me and Jaden at Afpac, uh, too, in that McDonald's parking lot. Thank um, you, base department. That he had acquired uh, video footage of uh, Patrick. Let's just say in a situation that would not be good for him legally if that was released. And I'm not going to describe it because obviously I don't want to screw Patrick over here. Um, and he said, okay, oh, base. you know, if Patrick does anything against me, if he does anything Okay, else, base, you know, I like to... getting fucking information on my enemies. You're trying to fuck me over. Good. I love that. You know, implying like, oh, if this made its way to the public and federal agents saw this, that Patrick would be... Wow, bad. With bad the How is it this guy is crying constantly about being persecuted by the fucking Base, I like getting you know, information on my enemies. You're trying to fuck me over. Jaden is poop sent $3, Jaden. I was going to leave amicably until Nick called me a simp. Also, Jaden, I'm exposing Nick for threatening to dox all these young men. Pick a side, retard. Plus, he didn't put it out. He held it. Fuck the law. I'm Hitler 34. You know, it's this hot topic fucking eternal teenager shit. You a bitch. And then this kid yeah. runs out there, and he's like, I'm going to get the feds. It's literally run. He's a fucking hall monitor. Nick Fuentes is Nick the is fucking hall monitor. The guy crying about flagging. Okay. Yeah, that makes Rick sense. Rick Dalton sent $3 epic day. Shut Ralph. Up. That's right. Number one in the sector from the top on down. That's right, Rick. Thank Things you. Things that Nick says are true. We are in the most precarious situation that we've ever been in politically as far as the The guy crying concerned. about DMCA law is the one who's the rebel. Okay, yeah. On political dissidents in the last, uh, you know, eighteen months or however long since uh, he was uh, installed into the government, makes I mean, a lot of sense. When when the alt right was doxing and, and snitching on people to the feds, that was a horrible thing, and that was treated as rightfully so as like breaking the first commandment of right wing politics. You do not right. snitch on your fellow right wing activists to right. the feds. But it's this guy's and five dollars. All of these people are actually retarded. Yeah. Interning for Spencer, embarrassing. Notice Jaden waited to move before opening his mouth. Sure. Coward. Snake. Let's get 07s in chat for real ones like Ralph, Party Goy, UX, and Dalton. Salute for sure. Who is threatened in front of multiple people who work for him to go to the federal, uh, federal government on people he doesn't like. Um, I hope that we don't have to spell it out for you here, but if anyone's listening to this, you know, Please do not join this organization. Do not associate with these people politically because the moment that you are perceived as a threat or as doing something wrong to, to Nick or any this of these people, so you know, you might be getting a knock on you your mean door when from you're the federal snake? government. And to Nick. Honestly. To Nick, that's it. It's to yeah. Nick. Like, that's yeah. the tough. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll throw yeah. any one of you under the bus. Like, he doesn't I wanted care. to ask because there are groipers that are in solitary confinement right now because of January 6th, right? Jesus Christ. Jacuzzi sent $10. Shout out, Uzi. Oh, shit. I know this one. This is the Chemo Casino theme song. 
very familiar with this one. Virginian sent three dollars. Go unfollow Jaden on everything if you haven't already. True. Did Ultros, my my donor, they Black Swan's retweeting uh, Tom AF. All people close to Nick, Black mm -hmm. Swan, actual You're a confirmed bum. homosexual, by the way, um, who's like the number two guy in the, in the foundation, um, is retweeting doxes of people who who support me. So Absolutely there you, there you pathetic. Have it. Oh, beyond the by the way, no proof whatsoever. Absolutely. Oh. It's a cry. He's going to cry and play the game. Oh, hey, I didn't do it. It was just my guy right underneath me. Hey, I disavow it. I disavow <laughs> doxing, but also this guy, this guy, this person, that person. William underscore 33 sent $10. Nicholas J. Fuentes right now. Huh. That is lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge mane out there. He's laying down under a tree in the middle of Africa. He's so big. He's so hot. He doesn't want to move. Now the other animals, they notice this. And they start to move in. It's so Hyenas. hot. It's so hot. They're barking at him, laughing at him. They get closer and closer and bolder. It's so hot. Until one day, that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody. <laughs> everything in his path. So every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals who he is. It's too late to be scared. Don't beat him. Kick his ass. Fed. Let's just be fucking I, frank here. I want to ask one question from our donations. This has now been put out publicly. Um, he asked, Simon, since you were in the Discord, do you remember Nickaboo32 slash Tran Egoist Catgirl? He was the trap what? that Nick was friends with, even privately DM'd, whom Nick's mods used to run cover for and pretend wasn't trans. What did you think of him? Well, so when I first ran into that guy, I assumed... So one pattern that you guys might be starting to pick up on is I give people the benefit of the doubt to a fault in a lot of situations, and I'm trying not to do that anymore. Um, you know, so I didn't think that guy was being serious. Dad Pitt sent $5. I, I really do have a lot really of respect for you, Ralph. Thank you. I called you a hero in DMs on Twitter years ago, and I meant it. People can talk shit. I don't care. 
You and Nick stay loyal to those who are loyal to you. Nobody needs to be perfect. Just be loyal. That's uh, that's my philosophy. It's about this sort of thing. They're not Simon actually, won't stop talking. You know, it is in killing that sort me. Of stuff in a serious sexual manner. Um, and if they were or whatever, that just really wouldn't make sense. Um, so I I don't know. Like I, I don't know the full story with that guy. I think I might have talked to him in the Discord once or twice, thinking that he was just like a troll, you know. But um, to to the person's question, I honestly don't know if he was close with Nick or not. Uh, real fast update. Someone just told me that apparently when Ralph heard about the doxing, he started dancing on his stream. <laughs> so he's watching. He's a Ralph. Ralph, Ralph four of his tits jiggling. <laughs> yes, I was dancing at the doxing, which I wasn't, but I will now. I hope. I hope all of you get doxed within the next three minutes. These are the good people. What is this? What are they even talking about? See how see fake news in real time. See fake news in real time. We're in a fucking cult. See what see what they're see what they do. You guys sat here and saw. I didn't dance for any docs. I will now though. I will now. Exactly. Crabs taking over. I will now dance. You fucks. So sorry. I, I was just gonna add on to that. <laughs> the there fuck? are good people in this organization. I've met some of them. Some of them who are normal, who have families. You know what I mean? It's like I dance. Look, if you are like a, an adult, you know, somebody who's dancing right now, please leave this thing. I mean, th this is the reason I'm going on here and I'm taking a serious risk. You know, I'm not too worried about the legal stuff. To be fair, but it's going to be a shit show regardless. Sure. You guys have the opportunity. I hope you get to sued into um, the ground, there are snake. Good people in this thing. You know, weasel. <laughs> a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of very, very good Weak-faced weasel, and look at him. Thing. And this is why I feel so compelled. I always to thought you were a bitch. You know the truth about it. Is there are good Christian men and women who have supported this thing, who've come out to these events, who've treated these people as like like their bitch. close friends, who look up to Nick as like a, a real leader, a Christian leader and a political leader, and they think that there's He's a He's got that soft handshake, weak feel you know, about him. Every move that Nick's made in the past he used to be a Richard Spencer flunky. AF1JJ sent $3. The movement is an overt and legitimate opposition to the regime currently developing through its infancy. Even if the dark or rude stuff they say is true, these hard measures are necessary given the territory. These two have no vision. You know, this, this guy who is ostensibly the most and candidate in These so-called men are pathetic. The demon inside for them is real. This is sickening. I pray for them and I shouldn't, but I will. By the way, I don't say that. Obviously, I get along with Richard. I don't say that as a slam on him. I'm just saying this guy is... Jumped around, zigged and zagged, and he was fervent about it. I saw him in that Charlottesville documentary, and ever since I saw that, I always thought he was suspect, honestly. That's right. Uh, he wants mm -hmm. to attack Joe Kent. Mm -hmm. uh, but Cawthorn, I always thought he was suspect uh, ever since I saw that because I was like, awesome. man, he really jumped yeah, yeah. on a dime no, like that. Yeah. Talking about Simon, way, top right. so influential. His cloud is so powerful. Remember, he said he got Gosar elected, shit like this. But somehow he couldn't stop Joe Kent from winning the primary. So, you know, his or J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance just yeah, won. J. Or J.D. Vance. Yeah, yeah, J.D. Vance won as well. So Nick has no real power. And the, 
Gosar will be reelected despite Nick's well, best attempts to slander him. Like, yeah, career cocksucker pants, you said. Are, yeah, you know? that's he exactly what it is. Shut his fucking mouth, and it's uh, killing him politically, and it's true. It's, yeah. it's true. Yeah, Do you guys yeah. know if it's true that Beardson was the one that fucked up the Gosar thing? Is that actually true? Or I don't know. Just no, I don't, I think it was just Nick. I mean, you look at this guy, and, and Paul Gosar, God bless him, went out on a limb for him last year. And last year, there was something that looked serious. You know, there, there are parts of it you could poke fun of with that, with that back too. But it was visually, you know, coherent. You had like a beautiful stage. You had all of these different moving pieces. You had speakers that the speeches was... led into each other, and they made sense. You know, you had Steve King, who was a legitimate person. You know, who had done real things for you know our interests, and you had. Paul Gosar and people loved him. They treated him with respect. You know, there was like an air of like, you know, after he got off stage, like, hey, don't say anything stupid to Paul Gosar. This guy is doing us a huge favor. This guy is risking his political career to help people like us. And, you know, how does Nick repay that sort of thing? How does Nick re repay one of the most right wing congressmen in America going out on a limb? Instead of like, you know, trying to make sure that his message is like becoming more and more like in line with like what conservatives as a base would find appealing, you know, trying to make sure that like what Paul Kosar just associated with isn't like fucking repulsive to most like boomer conservatives. Instead, he starts. Like, this guy's sucking up all the oxygen on the stream. He's actually ruining. Uh, I mean, their shit already sucked, but like he's sucking up all the momentum because he won't stop talking. He just won't stop. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, like if you look at again, Marjorie. He Taylor just Green, won't stop. He won't stop. He's droning on and on and on. And after the thank God you got rid of this Marjorie guy, Nick. I never want to see this guy again. I never want to see this guy again after tonight, ever. And then to bring it back to Paul Gosar. At halfback three. He still talking. Because... I can pause him 15 times. He's still talking. Never want to see this guy again. Do you understand? Ever. I'm sure Chemo Casino doesn't want to see him again either. Jesus. They just wish he would shut up. I see Andy doing his fake laugh. Look at his face. God, this guy is so fake. Jim must be talking because I know it isn't that guy. Well, it's actually it Joseph Stalin. It's actually Joseph oh, yeah. Stalin. Yeah, just the, he doesn't even idolize Hitler. It's yeah, fucking yeah. Stalin. Stockbrokers <laughs> 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 in the gulags. Smeagol fan sent $10. The political movement not only for AF but for Republicans that lean towards AF is stronger than ever. Abortion has been polled and means nothing to voters. Uh. Gas, energy, food, and crime matter more than anything else. I agree. Mr. Gibson sent $3. Nobody cares about these sort of Everything faggots. matters more than this. Get Dingo on <laughs> so you guys can hug and make up Ralph Amali. I don't think that'll happen. Literally everything matters more than Jaden and fucking Simon Dumbass sitting on here talking about their problems on Discord. Nothing uh, against him per se. But it's like... What, and some old dying serious... cancer patient phoning in from the fucking... <laughs> from the old folks' home. I mean, this thing is just like at one point and behind the scenes, whatever, but like him and Beardson and Ralph and like a lot of these people, it's kind of, it's like in the new people, even like now we have the Minecraft VTuber. It's like, is this a serious political Boy, thing? What? Or is it Minecraft UX, UX? Role? He hates UX. UX. Why does he oh, hate? I don't even like, know UX you know, really baked. You know, I, I, I've been friends with him for years, but it is questionable as to, Oh, now he's questionable. Like, what are the goals? You're of this so thing? fake, man. And is this, what a fake ass dude. Connection what a fake. And listen, the way you Sad. reach kids is by having Sad. Catholic Minecraft sessions. Pathetic. Crosses. 
Pathetic. Judas. At one point, I believe that like the gaming streams could reach, and I still do to a certain extent. Like the not like not necessarily I, I that. Used, I agree with that. I, I, th- I think he used your guys' religion as a uh, as a crutch, as a prop. No, yeah. no, I agree with that. I agree. And, with and that. I think I'm, he drew in a lot wow, of you guys. Just agree with Daddy Jim. Just agree with Daddy Jim, Jane. It'll be okay. Just agree with everything he says. And that was like that was the honey, right? Sad. It's like, oh hey, come be a part of the organization. William underscore thirty three cent three dollars. If this were really an issue between Jaden and Nick, Jaden wouldn't smear Dalton, Beardson, Yoba, UX, Vita, etc. The panel even brought up the death of Shalit and claimed somehow Nick. Really? This is Jaden's attempt to find a new audience. I think so too. Jaden like a fucking house sitter and then throws your ass in the street after paying you a nickel. Like, what? What about this guy? There's nothing good. I haven't heard one good fucking thing. I mean, yeah, he's he's charismatic and he brings people in because of that. But like, no, eventually you can see through the bullshit. Hopefully, ideal. Like, if you're a free thing, if you're a real human being, you can see through the bullshit. And the problem we're saying it right is now. that he preys upon children, people who yeah, are well, underage or yeah, don't know better. People. I was. I don't. I don't really think there's anyone over the age of 25 oh, who's yeah. fooled at this point. Which is why he's doubling down on like young incel men, the most vulnerable people, to providing them this black pill Are you bullshit li- doomsday cult worldview. That's well, what yeah, this that's, is. that's what yeah. cults do. I mean, I, I know you guys have thrown that out there, but it, it really does tick the boxes. What do you do? You find a vulnerable population mm-hmm. um, that feels uh, isolated and uh, antagonistic towards the world. Uh, you separate them from it. You make them dependent on fan you. sent ten dollars baked is a very nice person. He is actually. I give to him every time he is streaming. He's nice. Baked is very sincere with his faith and does rosary streams regularly. I like baked. This is horrific that he said this about baked and others. I'm actually sad. Throw him out of the bus for no reason. A lot of your family are going to turn on you. A lot of your friends are going to abandon yeah. you. So the only friends that you have, the only family that you. Markomp sent three dollars. Jaden is. Hess never made good content, and the only reason we tolerated him was out of respect for Nick. He doesn't like to completely take away your entire social group, completely yep. ostracize you, and break you. And, and he's that's... done this to other people. Didn't he do it to, uh, what was his name? The groiper that got kicked out of AFPAC 3, what was his name? Jaden won't even be a like, thing well, within six months. Oh, not uh, Zoomer, Zoomer? What was his name? Fuck it, doesn't matter. But there's other Something examples Zoomer. of it. I mean, this week we watched Smiley got yeah, dragged up in, into a humiliation ritual. For a tweet. It was a for struggle a session. You liked the tweet. For yeah. one tweet, a five-hour struggle <clears throat> session because the dude liked the tweet. It was a struggle yeah, session. It was Scientology shit, wasn't it? It was oh, like... And if that, anyone knows Smiley, it's like every people in AF would make fun of Smiley because of how obsessed he was with Nick. Like he was always like, "Oh, I Nick, I want to be right close to you. I want to be, you know, this, you know, I want to be your best friend. I want to be, you know, like I remember White Boy Summer. He was like, "Oh, Simon, you know, bring me to the Nick house. You know, wherever Nick is, I want to go hang out with them." And I had to, you know, tell him like, oh, "Well, Nick doesn't really want to hang out with you. I had to make up an excuse." And it's like this guy. Bitch. Okay, so he's obsessed with Nick. He's loyal to Nick. He, he made the right call. Obviously, he made the right call. To go, like, you idiot. Through Baked Alaska, and oh, you mean the guy who was who was liking tweet shitting on him? He didn't want to hang out with him. I heard he obsessed also, with this guy for a year. I heard also. Mm-hmm. You know how we were um, making that joke? We were watching the Yoba RV. A me, Medicare, and and I. Uh, no, first off, first off, that, that that wasn't a joke. Okay, listen, this dude. <laughs> Uh, By the way, I don't, I don't know, even I know the whole deal. Dad there. Pitt sent five dollars. Funny how even after Nick went off about some of his grievances, <laughs> I'm just saying. he still sounded sad about losing a friend. Yeah. And said he hoped that Jaden would make amends. Look at Jaden now. 
He's just being mean and spiteful. This is so low. By the way, I don't know the whole deal with the smiling thing. I didn't even watch that stream. I'm just saying. If it's somebody you didn't want to hang out with, and now you're having like, okay, well, maybe things weren't, you know, maybe they're cool now. Whatever. I'm just saying. What are they even talking about, really, anyway? The, the, the big day. The, these are their big criticisms, their big reveals, like... Off on him, like, why would How you laugh? Why would you laugh at Keto Casino and what they're like? It was funny, like, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, Smiley's on the outs, I suppose, or maybe he's trying to get back in. Well, so well, he apologized, Luz, right? He's been thrown out of the Yoba mansion, too. Wait, Luz is out on his fucking ass. Who's the study who's anti Jaden gang because yeah, of Yeah, see, I see people chat oh, saying they squashed it. That's that fine. I'm not going, in, I'm not going, I'm not going in on him. I'm just saying. <laughs> it sounded like, oh my god, he was so mad, so mean to Smiley or whatever. I was always like, those aren't my friends. Like these are your friends. These people, the ones that constantly are sucking. I your didn't dick. see it. Not anyway. my friends. Don't associate because I always said, if it ever came down to, you know, hey, fuck Jaden, disavow Jaden. I knew that the knives would be out, and I, I said the same thing about Beardson. And you know, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm probably the same thing with Baked. That. Uh, uh, it's already confirmed with Beardson. The second Nick says, fuck him, knives are out. Same thing with the group chat. Like, it, it goes all the way up. Line writer sent $3. The dichotomy between Destiny defectors and Nick defectors is hilarious. Destiny has the Midas touch with his falling out, and Nick pulls the life support out of his defectors. I think there's only two people, two friends I invited. Neon Nick has sent $3. Just how long is Kino Latrino? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Smee Golfan sent ten dollars on thirty-seven. Married with multiple children. I don't agree with everything Nick says, but he created a platform for so many for their voices to be heard. This is just stupid to do this. I don't think anyone is laughing. I'm genuinely sad for Jaden. That's what I think too. Back in 2019, and those people, they, and this is exactly what will happen to you as well. When I said that I didn't like what Nick was doing. They were in their group chats with Nick. They were saying all these things, and they never once reached out to me and were like, hey, Simon, you know, I want to hear your side of the story. I want to know what's really yeah. going on. How many people reached out to you from uh, Nick's circle who said they were your friends, Jaden, and wanted to hear your side of the story? One, and I'm not – well, two technically, but two. I'm obviously not going to say who that is. But, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised with uh, the people who did and the people who didn't because uh, mm -hmm. it well, shows you as character. I actually have one of the members of the Sasi squad – Black Swan himself pictured mm. in front of a pride flag. Have you guys yeah. seen this picture? Do you want to just pull that up on screen, Andy? This is okay. Black Swan of the Sussy Squad Let me just... in front of a gay pride flag. This is Nick's right-hand hatchet man in the Sussy Squad. Yeah, Ashton, I think you're kind of right about the Scientology comparison because it sounds like you're declared like an SP once you're thrown out. Yeah, like you know, if if you if, if anybody that was associated with you can't ever talk to you again or their SPs. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding like, me! Look Come at this fuck guy. off! Come like, fuck look off! Look at this guy, Jim! Like, look at him! Look at his stash! Like, look at how fucking like feeble it is! Like, he's trying to grow the pedal. Is that stash. even real? <laughs> that's oh, that looks. I don't want to dox him. I don't know if that's him or not. I'll give him an out on that because you know. No. It's him. Nine sent three dollars on God. I'm a forty-year-old woman with four kids. <laughs> These people are clueless. It's pretty well. Fuck, man. 
Does he huff paint? By the way, what, did what you about... see the Medicare picture earlier? So this is kind of like even wilder. But... Line writer sent $3. Hold on, guys. You even heard my side of the story. I really wanted to live rent-free in one of Nick's houses really badly, and he wouldn't let me greater than. I know. That's tough. Why didn't he let you live there forever? I'll bring up any of their pictures, even though they're doxing everyone we know. It's just, you know, like, I don't want the, uh, the argument public, to go both ways. Public now. This yeah. is, I'll, it's been I'll public for a while. It's been public for a while. It's like, yeah, it's been public for a while. It's like, whatever. Uh, it's all I like the, the dox. Place. They like, the, I know what you're no saying. No big deal about doxing, like, huh? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean he, if, like, they're gonna, if they're going to dox people and try and get them reported to the feds, like, it's like, okay, well, that point. And it's public yeah, now yeah. too so whatever yeah. it's not like we like hacked into his phone the it's, it's, out. Why was it's all over this? twitter and everything yeah. so just doxing yeah. live no big deal yeah. by the way i don't so care Nick complain about Fuck. like i've heard him i've heard him talk about uh toxicity did right? the link like, get leaked being toxic and all this shit the link got leaked well, why Where is, is it it sounds like he's the one with the issue going where's the link life, yeah, yeah. You know, life ruination shit Ladies where's the link we need to uh, Where's the I link? New meeting now. Markov sent three dollars uh, PPP. Lusky and Jaden all have a similar list. The oh, screen, God damn it! <laughs> all right, guys, all right, give me a second there. All right. Uh, shit. All right, we'll be back in a sec. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Fuck. Uh, fuck. Sorry, yo. I shrunk the screen. I did Nicole everything I could. I tried my best. Now I'm just gonna. Delete the entire. I was gonna jump in there, but black. I didn't have the link. It's gonna be blackness. Uh, while I um, I, I hate Google. Like meat suck. <laughs> yeah, put the link right there. Great job, Warski. Why? Retarded. All right, let me let me send this to everyone. Fuck. Oh yeah. By the way, everyone, I'm going to um, going to. I uh, thank you everyone for the super chats. Uh, we promise we will be reading Smickle all fans the super sent $3. Chat. They just doxxed some young kid. Yep. This is pathetic and sad. Yep. This is becoming worse and worse as this goes on. Anonymous sent $3. Ralph, I haven't looked into this whole drama sphere in years. Why did Worski start hating Nick and AF? Uh, he thought it would make him money. I think that's about it. That... Oh, wait. Oh, my God. End call for everyone. There we go. I went into the previous call. There we go. There we go. Okay. Don't share the screen. All right, Ashton, you hear me? Yeah. All right. We're getting everyone back in. I'm just going to put the screen black if I ever have to share anything. This thing just, like, literally puts it in the middle of the fucking screen. Like, I don't know why it does that. It's so stupid. But whatever. All right, we are back. Uh, yeah. So I'm getting word now. I'm getting word now that the uh, big drop. So the big drop, confirmed drop. As you know, as I've said, um, I was like dating a girl, and then we broke up, and then I talked to girls, and then I talked to more, and then Nick's like, oh, this. He all of a sudden a big sip, whatever. Um, I guess Beardson's big drop. He's only just shit talk. First of all. Last night you were saying you're like he's like we're cool. He's telling Simon we're like little brother. I'm like his little brother. Never done anything to this guy. Um, I guess he's bringing on uh, one girl, which was the big drop. The big massive drop is that uh, and not I'm not proud of this. It was a mistake. Just but uh, there was a girl that I kissed 
during white oh, some base i will say it was a mistake i talked to her for a few weeks you don't have to kiss yourself and she, she was an eager does this guy use baby powder you kissed her in real life you know what this is what i don't understand i'm just saying i'm going on the record right now i'm going on the record right now to say i realized that it was it was dumb I blocked was this her, the time never talked to her Nick, again. Was this the time that Nick begged you to watch him play Civ Five, and you went to the party instead? No, this was a different... So that's a different thing, yeah. So that would be the... He freaked out about a more recent girl because uh, there were a few of us that were planning to hang out on New Year's, and uh, everyone bailed but Nick and myself. And I'm like, hey, Nick, even though like we had already... We had our falling out in November, but this was like kind of like a let's hang out because we haven't seen each other and let's like make up sort of thing. And, uh, um, I was like, Hey dude, you still want to hang out? Just you and I, because by the uh, way, big Papa faggot, don't follow me on like, Twitter. No. You're blocked. Like, you dumb faggot. Sure? Cause like <laughs> he tried to reply on my shit after he stood me up on the show. Don't ever fucking try to get, don't ever try to get any views off me. You're blocked, bitch. You can come on the kill stream. I don't want to fucking see you on Twitter. Faggot. Sit five. I'm like, are you sure? Because I know how he, I know how he reacts about this stuff. I know how he gets about this stuff. I'm like, are you sure that you don't want to hang out? Because I will make other. You know where to send your wife. She needs a real man. You fucking coward, piece of shit. I went out with a girl on a date, and then I come back because he quits talking to me, which he always does. He always goes, does this whole like petty woman thing. And I'm like, what's the problem now? Why are, why are we fighting again? And he's like. You ditched me for a girl, and it's like that's not true. I asked him three fucking times, three times, and I even come on. Tell him what's the story of where he was in the. He unfollowed me, and then he went, and then he went, and still he's still replying under my shit. Get the fuck away from me, bitch! Fucking want you replying to my shit. And uh, coming back to my apartment, and we're walking into the door, and Nick pulls up in his brand new seventy thousand dollar car. And uh, that sounds I'm, badass. You know, he's he can go in the garage, whatever. By the time I'm inside, there there's no awkward interaction there. Mine's only forty k, uh, but you know, hammers he floors it, flies. Mine's out only of the brand alley. new forty k, but you know, salute like, to the you boss. Know, you didn't have to do that. Like there wouldn't have been a weird interaction because I get it. Like you don't want to talk to some random girl. That makes sense. Fair enough. And uh, he's like, no, I did that because I wanted you to be jealous. That instead of hanging out with me, I'm uh, in my cool car. You were with a girl. Wow. Yeah. Imagine. But uh, I, I've got to oh. ask a question. No, no, no. This, Damn, Smiggle's 135K. Smiggle's riding clean. Oh, I should have known that. Since this hey, I'm just a humble streamer. I'm, I'm happy with the 40K. Uh, yeah, probably like five, 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 four. Probably Whoa. like five. Why well, he's five, taller than Ethan Ralph? Wow. If I'm being generous, Whoa. probably like five. Probably like five, five. I think he's taller than Ethan Ralph. Yeah. My my second question, uh, based off his reaction to anybody interacting with a woman, have you guys ever I'm seen like him? I'm like five woman? fucking nine. No shit. Like this is just, they just like make up shit. That was Nick. Um, yeah, no, 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 yeah, I meant no, Nick. No, yeah. yeah, Nick, yeah, tell the story. Oh, yeah. So I mean, the girl five, was, eight, so, minimum, like... Yeah, that's when I... So at this party lowest. that we were at, the girl came up. He's told this story on his show and, like, um, was, like, being very flirtatious with him. And at the time, he knew... I talked... I talked... Snapchat this girl for a couple of weeks. And uh, it was, uh, like... Jane is pathetic, dude. This is so like, bad. She's an e-girl. So pathetic. And, like, fair enough. Um, it was hypocritical. And, you know, 
to his credit, I cut that off for that reason um, and others. But um, at this party, he was like with this chick getting, she's like all up on him, whatever. And uh, that's kind of what led me to go with this other girl. But what we found out, because he was like driving her around in his car and like hanging out with her, she was all over. She's like, hey, I don't believe in the Holocaust either. And uh, he's like, I yeah, yeah. Her opener. Back and forth. Her opener. But, but it turns out, over. you know, oh, <laughs> that coming one, on the neck. This is very That's odd. a provocative but, opener. Um, it turns out that it was actually Lance Video's ex-girlfriend, and he was at the party, and he she was just, like, trying to make him jealous or whatever. <laughs> um, so so. Lance actually told me and a couple of other interns that exact story, so I, I do know that. That's <laughs> true. So he's driving. He's driving around in his car with a chick that's just using him for giggles. And they're well, it turns out Lance was in the back of the car. Actually, yeah. Lance I'm got lost. in the car with them. So that's why I was alone. Like I told him, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, e girls cringe. I'm not gonna interact. Jaden tells a story like an e girl. He's like, you ride with her, um, and then I'm gonna so go with this girl and Lance, who's in the back of the car. So he so. had to be chaperoned. He couldn't be around a female alone. By her her ex boyfriend, yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying, was it really the ex boyfriend's choice, or was Nick like, I, let's bring your ex boyfriend along because I, I don't. I mean, I was open to come. I was like, dude, like, because I knew that this other girl like had a thing for me, and I was like, I'll come with you, just you know. So, and he's like, no, no, you go, you go. It's just so it's so weird. Like, it, and it was it, like maybe a ten minute drive. So, it's how like, long did it take you to? And not just like the maliciousness, but how long did it take you guys to pick up a, on just the weirdness of this shit? I mean, he's always been weird. It, it's especially Anonymous when sent I moved $3. To I love you, Ralph, but this doesn't look good. There needs to be a lot of counter-argument and clarification. Say what you will about Jaden, but Simon doesn't come like a malicious guy here. Simon definitely does. You're wrong about that. I don't agree with that at all. Impossible to talk to and be around, and the whole thing... Smeagolfam always $10. come off like that One to of me. My cars is a Mercedes-Benz oh, that is shit. over 135K. Also have an Infinity 60 and 2021 F250. Dude, that sounds awesome. I always thought Simon has come off like that. It's just like greasy and slimy. I've always thought that. And I had no real reason to think that. Just like how he presented himself and just how he came off. That's how I always saw him. Aww. So that's Whoa. a big, I'm the best friend in Whoa. the whole wide world. We got to get this in. This was the funniest thing. So when you left, right, when he kicked you out because you left the door on the ball. Yeah, that's right. just how I always He's, saw him. He, he looked like a grease ball too. And yeah, I love the couch. I left. I what left. Like he yeah, he reminds me. Because, uh, he's got I, RPG vibes. He's got fucking um, big pop vibes. Enough. I waited, and I was waiting to move initially because, like, we were supposed to all move to Florida. But then he got mad at me after November, and he's like, "You need to get out or pay me." And it's like, okay, <clears> well, I've been here because I was supposed to have a job, and then I was waiting because we were supposed to go to Florida, and he had like family issues and things so i was trying to stick around and be like a good friend I unrealist like, sent ten dollars why are they all catting on like a bunch um, of gossip girls like, it's not even nick good. and ralph know how to stand on their own just like trump alphas stand up for what they believe in and don't compromise their principles or values for anyone ever it's like an episode of the view like and 
If Nick has a seventy thousand dollars, yeah, car, there's nothing wrong for him. With people I hope everyone nice achieves things. greatness and has nice things. <laughs> there's no story. You're killing me, Jade. You're killing me. You know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna say story. story. He won't tell the story. There's no story. That's the thing. I will say that though, Ashton. I will say that. Like, I have no reason to hold back against this fucking. Um, and I could just like say whatever I want to, you know, just get fan service from from your audience, whatever, and just like totally decimate this guy. But I'm being 100 percent truthful. And tomorrow, again, like this is the big drop. I have a girlfriend, and I kissed a girl nine months ago. And that was on TikTok one time, and then blocked her. Chat, chat. I'm interested to see what he makes up. And I don't even, I don't know where Wait, I go guys, from here. If I'm everyone, everyone, of it, but. his big drop on Jaden is he kissed a girl. Like, that is a, like, he's like, yeah, like pedophile, that. rapist, all this horrible things. He kissed Which was girl. fine for, like, Trey and stuff. That's fine. Like, he's a pedophile. He asks trannies for dick pics or whatever, leaked, all real, all true. Um, you know, so hangs out with Ollie Alexander. Everyone knows that guy's past. Because I remember Nick thought he was awesome. But, uh, but Jaden, yeah, it's just so funny to me fact. because last night you were like, "All right, guys, I'll admit it. I kissed a girl," and I'm like, "Sick! Like it's awesome. What the fuck? Like, like you were telling us like we're gonna be like what? Like I, I like that, that. I'm happy for you. Congrats. Well, I, I like I, it, it's. I was being a hypocrite, and I disavow, mm. and I've like realized. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like not the end of the world if we're being honest. Like if that's if that's what Nick's gonna screw out for seven for seven what days. Seven, yeah, I agree. If anything, it should be considered a good thing. You know what I mean? Like again, if we're we're talking about a political religious movement uh, that says that white people aren't having enough children. Um, wouldn't the the obvious thing be to push press F for Warsky Jr. in the chat and, uh, and marry them, have sex, and then have children? You know, it's like, and, and I know exactly what Jane's talking about. I would be embarrassed to like say positive things about my wife in the uh, in the group back. Line writer sent three dollars. Dude, this is just demonic. All they're talking about is tranny fan fiction. Weren't saying you know, oh, women are disgusting whores or whatever. It's like. You know, look at this simp over here. Look at this uh, piece of shit. Oh man, he's a fake cell. And right. it's you know, and and I, I don't want to. Dude, like, this guy's so tedious. The, the hilarious fucking the, the big drop, the kiss, too much here. But you know, it's funny that that's their big drop when 
I think that what we're bringing on the show is something of actual substance. You know what I mean? Yeah, Guy like underscore from underscore Kentucky said three dollars PPP is the fat Joy Behar. It's like a demonic episode. The view even more demonic episode. Unrealist sent three dollars. Dingo talking shit in Odyssey chat. Lamau. Maybe Ralph is closer with Nick now. BC Nick never told him what to do. Unlike you, Spurgs. What man would respect being pigeonholed into taking sides? Decent. Individuals, talented individuals. Dingo is a sad, sad dude. By a very small handful. I'm glad of you told me that because uh, I blocked. I do hope that they get the hell away from this thing after this. However, I know with certainty since day one, and I saw numbers, Dingo. we had the ability to Dingo. viewers on the uh, on the show. Remember, Nick was talking about on his show all throughout last year before they showed the live uh, numbers. Uh, Smeko fans sent ten dollars. These guys are using Jaden, and he doesn't oh, even know it. You know, we, we really in six months, he will be trying to get back on Cozy after he's betrayed by all of these wolves in sheep's clothing. BTW, I'm six L bitches. By the way, did you see him laughing at him, mocking him? He's actually. The object of mockery, he doesn't understand that. Um, but you saw how it turned really quickly there, and they were all laughing at him. That's what it really is. They're just using him. He's a clown for their attacks uh, on Nick. Um, that was, did you see that? When the, that turn, it was shown there for a second, and they were making him out to be a homo, basically, because that's their, what they want to push. Uh, and that's really what they have been pushing this whole time. Um, he's basically been going along with it, even though he said, oh, well, I could say this. Well, you've been sitting here going along with all their bullshit. And now they're at 3,000, which would be an admission that our movement has shrunken, that interest has dropped off in what we're doing. Or do we apply a 2x multiple? Yeah, Jaden is legit Nick's stupid. Well, that might be. I don't know, but I'm just saying there, it's readily obvious. Uh, any of the other channels. I don't know if they do that now. It wouldn't be hard to do. But they decided to apply a two x multiplier in next viewership number, and again, that is a multiplier that can be. I never accused. I never they said that, that you he know, was, uh, you know, modern day Socrates or anything like that. You know, when Nick says, at least when I was working there, when it would say seven thousand on the site, we could see the back panel, and it would say thirty five hundred. When it would say five thousand, it'd be twenty five hundred. So, what was the justification for this? Was it that um, he wanted to present, like you know, uh, yeah. fake it till you make it, or is this yes. the feeling I get um, mm -hmm. when it comes to Cozy TV? And his whole political ambition Cozy. is I think that he knows that he's burnt too much capital and too many people with the politics stuff. Yeah, Jim, and the so he's political looking for uh, something he can package as a uh, you know alternative media site, drive up uh, you know interest and popularity in it, show good numbers, and then maybe later down the road sell it off. You know, so so he stole that theory from Kiwi Farms. There's no evidence to that. Mark Comp sent three dollars. It's going to be fun for the next couple weeks. You and Nick thrive on conflict. Crumble. I love it. Unleash the junkyard dog. I love it. I actually love it. By the way, Jim literally stole that theory from Kiwi Farms. There's no evidence that Nick is trying to sell this place. He's just a dumb fucking poser who's trying to act like he knows something or has an original take and he's never fucking had one. Jim is pathetic, old boomer. As we were building America first, it's that simple. Taking that and turning it into Cozy.tv, the decision of like, okay, is this going to be something like I mentioned earlier that is a political place for political content that's centered around the America First message, or is this a general platform for anybody who makes content who isn't breaking the law, like a free speech platform? Like an he Odyssey. literally stole and that. Ultimately, I, I think we got the worst of both worlds. It's like it's the no longer, least you know, original take. Holy fuck! I've read that to you know in Kiwi Farms. <laughs> 
That's so fucking weak that he said that, repeated that on the air. Like, wow. It only brings you on if he likes you, but we're going to bring on Who the fuck is going to buy a fucking streaming company from Nick Fuentes? Me golf fan sent $10. I've seen more super chats and people chatting and on this site over the last two months since I've been here. Incredible that these people are saying this. It's insane. Who the fuck's gonna spend millions on a streaming White site from Nick Fuentes? Sent three dollars, so let me get this straight. Most hated from the ADL. Two. Nick fuck, tells him to pay rent. He declines three. Jaden loses legitimacy in the movement due to the firing and feels on the outs with Nick. Four. Goes full nuclear cause. He thinks it's the only path forward. By the way, I love Cozy. I'm just saying, a media company is not, not gonna spend big bucks. Just because they'd be hounded by the ADL. Nick's building his own thing so he can have his own base. Like, so he can have his own, you know, power. Uh, and home for for his ideas. His own streams, first off. Uh, but also, you know, other good streamers. Yeah, and, like, I think, like, again, they, they probably did have an oh shit moment. That's like, like oh, a yeah, retarded. Put that in. Or maybe it was the on the dumbest like, fucking I, shit. I was not part of, you know, any of the goings on since December. So I don't know. But, I mean. I think it's the way that we operated was kind of Jayden like, looking you know, like we a fucking just, because we were putting everything together with an incredibly small team. I don't even know. Really, I know we like, call Worski you know, the crackhead, but he's got a little. Parallel, they were more happening in serial. So when a new feature, it looks out, small. Like, you know, all that was being worked on for a period of time. So it was kind of like we're implementing things as we go. So I assume that is because you brought up a, a very good point. And honestly, the people at, at Cozy should thank you for bringing that up because it's probably going to help their uh, legal situation if they get into any trouble. Well, it would pull their ass out of the fire if they had a legitimate fucking claim come in and then they're they're good. Because that report button, yeah. what I understand, was in response to the UX raid on eThoughts and it was kind of a joke, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. oh, yeah, it, right. it goes nowhere. So mm -hmm. when I was looking for, like, DMCA stuff and I was looking for, you know, 230 stuff, it just wasn't anywhere. So I was like, that can't, <laughs> nobody's that dumb. I mean, they have to have it somewhere buried in there. Um Unrealist sent three dollars. Jim sounds like, like a literal woman. Well, I think this, and I think oh, that Nick guy, you got one <laughs> foot in the grave. Spend time with your wife yeah, and kids. Yeah, Go see the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Well, Buy an RV and tour so the country. Makes all this money Go to church, get right with God. I don't know if he has agreement. Jeez, man. No, not to my knowledge. Yeah, He's talked yeah. about uh, implementing a feature like lemons on DLive. Um, where he oh, would I'm take sure a credit. I'm sure that's going to go well. Oh, credit yeah, card yeah. I mean, he hasn't been able to do that yet. And <laughs> Damn, well, that's so Stop being so negative. I mean, this guy's making big dollars. I watched him talk for 20 <laughs> minutes for $3 about fucking monkeys. So, obviously, hey. that cash flow is coming in hard and fast for Nick. Yeah. Well, it was coming in hard and fast for Nick. I mean, one thing that people have to understand about Nick. and He's I, looking pretty good, I have to say. I don't know. Thank you for that. Mainly, like, the majority of his money is coming from small handfuls of individuals rather than like he's he's a millionaire off of like a million Maybe people Pepe sent three dollars first like time seeing this Simon fellow him, you know whatever he like speaks like a politician not, not exactly and portrayed himself to be an innocent little angel um, my gut says you know, snake so like with the super chat, also yeah. Jaden has a severe case of turtle shoulders nervous super chats decrease yes. but i do think nick is, is doing that's why i zoomed in on him earlier outside of the show i know how Jaden is feeling so, he got on the outs I, like I, I did and goes out on his own. Rule number one, never air dirty laundry. Two, never trust anyone. Three, follow rule one and two. He didn't follow the rules. And I noticed this when you both were talking about your relationship with him, you know, kind of how you interacted with him. 
Um, he likes to present it where it's like he doesn't he knows start he shit. Fucked up. He's only yeah. responding to it, even though yeah. he's totally starting <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> what he's been doing to me for the last few months. It's funny because I actually learned from the Patrick Casey thing of how he does it. Like he's obviously behind the scenes. He sent Beardson to go attack Patrick, and Patrick responded knowing it's from Nick, and he, he he's ruining it. Nick's trying to ruin my life. And Nick's like, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? And that's how he acts with all these people. And I know when uh, – I've been talking about like the UX people, UX and the sussy squad and these people who have been coming after me. Um, I know exactly who is, who's sending these characters after me. Just, they didn't just appear out of thin blue sky. And uh, I think that's why Nick had a breakdown on Twitter and was like, and and I'm going to also, you need to come sign this and all Mm -hmm. like back because it was really over weeks and months like escalating behind closed doors because he was thinking that i would be like nick sending these people it's obviously nick but i'd sound like i'm insane if i said that even though mm-hmm. like i know that that's what's happening everyone behind the scenes knows what's happening unrealist I, sent three dollars simon like is the worst boring blah 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 shut the fuck up nick ga he is the worst <laughs> murdoch murdoch still existed so we'd have a fucking episode of that <laughs> i'm just imagining like i'm imagining a cartoon of fuentes <laughs> hunting through apartments for semen and i can't Dude. get the image out of my Fucking head now. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, what a weird thing to say. Line Rider sent $3. That's a weird. Somebody make this caterpillar eyebrow, slow talking mouth breathing bonehead shut up. He has half the air time of this entire show. What a weird, a, a what a weird comment. What a weird thing from Jim. This This guy's sick. That Milo was involved in the back end, that he had helped with development running the merch store. Is that true? Is that the case? Um, definitely in the back end. I don't know if it's, I don't know about the merch store though. Um, yeah, Gene, you said he wasn't in the back end, right? No, I mean, he's obviously, he's the reason. Anonymous sent $3. There. Mr. Oh, right, right, right. Above it all spends his final the... years rolling around <laughs> in the mud with these queens. Astounding, truly. Unrealist sent $3. Me talker, that is a weird imagine to have in your head, dude. Marcom sent three dollars. Anyone still pushing COVID bullshit like Spencer or Metoker are either retarded or feds or paid off. You know, um, from when I was there, uh, acted as like Nick's like political advisor. So his tard wrangler. Um, That's what Milo is yeah. now. Could be Milo's the last tard wrangler left. Yeah, I mean, son of a bitch. <laughs> he was always right. checking his phone because he's like, Milo's shitting on me right now. He's making mm. fun of me. I need to change something. It was Milo's texts and Kiwi Farms that were constantly in this guy's brain. Like he would be scrolling oh. his Kiwi Farms and like Milo's texts. And, Jay, uh, didn't uh, didn't uh, Fuentes attack? Like, didn't he talk to you about a particular Kiwi Farms user by name? Uh, I know that he. I mean, he's always talking about gay stoner, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get this disgusting meal just so gay stoner posts about me." And, <laughs> and he's like, this guy's obsessed with me, and his name's literally Gay Stoner. Like, what a fucking loser, dude. So yeah. Definitely. What an amazing reveal. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I just uh, thought I have a, I'm um, so did questioning. He, does he do the knife thing in private? Like, will he be having I've a never, conversation? I've, actually, I mean, actually, 
He did get brass knuckles one time, and he was sitting there like what? doing this. But uh, that was uh, the only time that he's ever he's ever done that. But, yeah. Oh, I want to ask you about the multiplier <laughs> on Cozy, right? So there's a multiplier that anyone on the back end can add 2.5 times, which is crazy to me, right? The oh yeah, this sounds legitimate. Or does he say like, hey, if you uh, you know keep supporting me, I'll throw on an extra 1.5 or whatever? Like, oh, how does geez. that work? Man, well, I was back. there. I'll um, be back. That was man, an application at the time, so but it, it very easily could be uh, implemented. I mean, there's it's literally like changing one variable. And I saw somebody in the chat said something like, "Oh, well, if it's a two x multiplier, why aren't uh, Nick's numbers always even?" It's like it's like, you know, the people, the developers aren't idiots. If they're doing something like that, it's going to be like two point one zero, you know, blah blah blah, you know, random string of numbers, so it doesn't, um, you know, have like an even or it's always odd or whatever. Like there there are ways to do that in code if you guys weren't aware, but. Um, I, I don't know if he's doing that. I, I did want to say I was forgetting with the whole Milo and MTG thing, like not to you know redirect the conversation too much back there. But um, it's it's funny because when it comes to like the the political future of America First, you know, they had Paul Gosar. He he came out and said what I guess me and Jaden are saying right now that this guy can't shut his mouth. You know, which I think everyone who's watching the stream would agree with. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who they think they still have an in with because Milo is like working with her, working for her. When she said everywhere publicly, I don't like this guy. I don't want to support this guy. This is weird. This is a turnoff to my voter base. And if you have like the exact number or excuse me, the exactly the most right wing candidates in America, you know, from Joe Kent to J.D. Vance to Paul Gosar to MTG. Uh, I think Lauren Bovart or whatever was also attacking them. Like all you've pissed all these people off. There's no, there's literally no political future for you. I just want to, I was thinking about it um, when you brought up Milo. I don't think I made it clear enough earlier, and I think this is something that needs to be repeated. There is no Nick political future. Nick found 99 no cents, three dollars in the old um, days when a soldier would defect from one side to another. He would be hated by the soldiers of both sides. Uh, to not Jayden learn his new friends view him with contempt. Like this is a political know. movement that's imploding, you know. Sorry, I don't. I don't know why he, he can't. I mean, I guess I do know because then the donos dry up from the backers right. if they don't believe that it's not a serious thing. But like, he's he hasn't. He had an entertaining show. He has an audience. Like, just drop the bullshit. He's he's yeah. been going after me for s seven days straight. He's going to continue to go after me every day. I mean, is 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 this to our political goals to go after me? I, I would Joseph Stalin consistently go after me? <laughs> I've. It probably would have been dealt with it privately. Maybe I would have been killed. I don't know. But <laughs> to constantly go like, oh, well, guess what? I'm going on Beards and Beardly stream, and I'm going to fucking own this guy with a bunch mm -hmm. of drama and rumors. <laughs> I was just like, this isn't serious. This isn't serious. Get a fucking grip, people. Like, if yeah. you love the drama, that's fine. That's great. Everyone watches the Kino Casino for that reason. Let's go. Why, like, why do we have to LARP as a serious political movement? It's not. It's not. If you want that, go watch John Doyle or something. But this is yep. a fucking joke. Yeah, this guy sounds like a fucking hater. I just came back in on like the biggest fucking. Corba and uh, Gab give like twenty grand uh, yes. to Nick for one of yes. his dinners. Um, do you think Torba, <laughs> do you think he's regretting that right about now? Because I noticed once they thought they could get back on Twitter, they were all like, fuck Gab, it's boomers. And uh, they call me Little Nicky over there. <laughs> and he seemed like he was really excited to get back on Twitter the second right. he thought he could.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember who wouldn't uh, be? Nick ran a, a chat that I was in. It was something like Thank you, Nick Fan. I saw that come in while I was downstairs. And, uh, like the minute, like, you know, Nick, like Torba has done so much for Nick. I, I won't even go into some of it because I don't want to embarrass Torba because I, I do think that he's probably a very good guy who's really been screwed over here. But let's just say Torba's done a lot to help Nick with political stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, Nick gets on Gab and literally is like, oh, hey, Torba, your, your main audience, like the boomers who are on your platform, screw all boomers. Boomers are horrible. Hey, Ilhan Omar, like one of the most liberal uh, candidates or congresspeople in the entire country, uh, she's base because she said the Jews suck. And then it's like all these boomers are attacking Nick. And he goes in this chat and he's like, oh, yeah, Gab is for effing Gab's a piece of shit platform. Uh, Lime writer sent $3. Oh, you oh. just missed Jaden saying has been going after me for seven days. And he says Joseph Stalin is his favorite. Would Joseph Stalin go after me like this? Lamau. Did he actually say that? Stalin would have killed him. Well, you know what? I was wrong. You know, I think I understand Nick's point. Did he really say that? Torba goes out of his way to help Nick again by sponsoring yes. Act 3, donating money to... Stalin would have done a lot worse than that. And then the Unrealist sent $3. I love that Ralph's single image on their screen has more hype energy than all these guys combined. Did they really... Did he really say that? Somebody clip that, please. I feel bad that I missed that, man. I, I'm sorry. I had to go downstairs. I had to walk around for a sec, take a piss. I did eat one piece of pizza, too. Um, wow. Fuck you. I didn't need you anyways. Somebody clip that shit. How much did this he give wild. for the, uh, the uh, uh, pack three? 20k. I think it was 20k. 20k. Because yeah. it wasn't a per table. It was like 20k. You could reserve a, a VIP table. And I think he bought one of those packages. I think it was something like that, yeah. Yeah. Went to the donor dinner that Nick was two and a half hours late for, and everyone had finished eating by the time. So just, no. like his, just like his yeah, regular real. streams, where yeah, he yeah, shows exactly. up five hours like late. People who are sending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to uh, eat at this dinner, yeah, two and a half hours late. His oh. uh, his his assistant hiding didn't even have the tables figured out. Like there were more people there than there were seats. It was a total disaster. What did they, again, um, goes to show how, you know, this guy has it all figured out. So what did they, what did they eat there? Was God, it like, this uh, salty. was that the specialty dinner for your 20K <laughs> fucking a, meal? Yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Jaden, I got to ask, cause it goes to the professional. I mean, two and a half hours yeah. late for this. He's late to his show constantly. I believe it was you oh. who exposed him for the two hour shower. That he takes like oh, every. No. Like, what well, is this I don't guy's know about that. <laughs> what is his sleep schedule like? What is his showering habit there? I, I don't, the only reason I know about that is. Unrealist sent $3. Yeah, he said he would probably be killed, so he did walk it back. They portrayed him as a homo, yeah. Two hours, really, though? Yeah, that's Jade, such a fucking... <laughs> what is he? What is he doing in there for two hours? I don't know. I don't know. See, uh, is he I... licking himself clean like a cat? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know. <laughs> is he coughing up a little flint as hairballs? <laughs> don't ask me. Two hours. What the cat boy? Get it? That's why. Does he like wake up? Because he says he like wakes up at like six in the. Yeah, that's real. Nick that sent ten dollars. Ralph is the king of content, and a professional, unlike these giggling, gossiping women. Thank you, sir. I started streaming well, like an hour. I started streaming around like seven or eight o'clock central. I used to go live after a show every night. Um, I started streaming before that because he was like going live at like midnight, and I'm like, I'm not streaming at four a.m. I'm I'm just not gonna do that. 
and uh, I didn't know that was a slight. I didn't know that was against the rules that my like 200 viewers was really, uh, I guess any real viewers that he can get is like crucial, but yeah, I didn't think my 200 viewers really mattered all that much, but he took it pretty. Uh, Does he get jealous? Like even if it's a small viewership that's even close to competing with his time slot, Oh. I mean, he, I didn't know that that was a problem because uh, he did. He was crying about it on the weekly sweat. I don't know if you saw that. Along with me, not my pillow grow. I percent three dollars. Oh, I'm here. The Ethan thing. Ralph stand. Fuck your BN Ralph Amali for life. PPP like, and the asshole gay ass motherfucker. stuff. But like, I've been actually going to Cozy to watch shit, and it it really is cry fest. Like that whole smiley shit for five hours. He's been shit talking you for two hours. Baby three dollars. Jaden is literally a cum rag for these. This is the cry fest. They hated him before he defected, and they'll hate him after this. Wait, he won't matter in a couple of months. Wait, cozy is the cry fest. It's just what constant bitching. And if I could praise John Doyle for a second, uh, constant bitching. What has this been? But you know, we went to APU. What um, the event over the summer? SAS twenty twenty one. Um, to kind of investigate and see, hey, what are these other guys who sound a lot like us doing? Like, this is, are they trying to steal Nick's thing? You know, that was kind of the, the thought. And it's like, oh, John Doyle, he's stealing Nick's talking points. So we got to, like, go there and see if they're trying to subvert Nick in the movement. And so we go out to this event and I actually see John Doyle, like, before he goes up on stage and I talk with him and I tell him who I am. You know, I tell him I'm working with Nick or whatever. And he's, you know, he's completely in private. It's just the two of us. And you know what he says? Nothing but nice things about Nick the, the entire time. He's like, you know what? I don't always agree with Nick, but I really respect him. And, you know, what you guys did with Affect 2 was like a freaking miracle. Like, I was watching that, and you guys, it was a class act. You know, it was incredible. And then, you know, we go, like, to Nick, and we're like, hey, you know, John Doyle said these nice things about you. And it's like, it really doesn't change how much Nick is going to talk shit about this guy behind the scenes and now publicly. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's in that whole APU thing, too. All those APU guys, incredibly nice. They knew that we were, like, from AF to, like, check on them, see if they were subverting them. <laughs> and they were, like, totally cool about it. I think the worst thing that one of them said was made a joke about the cowboy thing. Like, you know what? You guys are... You guys are doing a good job um, at what you're what you're doing. May I just well, uh, just uh, interrupt for a second? Apparently, Eggy, he's like a mm-hmm. big streamer or something. He wants mm-hmm. to phone in. Wally's Worski watch sent three dollars. Everybody, stop looking at Worski's couch. This is my job. All eyes off the couch, kings. I hope not. Um, he was also. I've never talked to the guy. From I, I also invited him to uh, my wedding back then. He was like used to be on the weekly sweat a ton. Like he was very very funny. He has incredible music. So I. I, I, I don't just know. don't know if he's really relevant to this discussion at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, do we want to bring him on? Like, I don't really. Well, know. Simon, you, you oh, said he was at the way. same wedding. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually, because he was a musician, we had him like do the, uh, the uh, like do a little musical performance at the. Uh, after Line writer sent three dollars. Did anyone send a clip yet? No, not yet. My pillow grow. I percent three dollars. Jaden McNeil to the Jews. What an actual. Suck a dick, traitor, bitch. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but he, he's a guy uh, like he, who also like you know when we would talk to him, he's, he was totally like getting you know bitches or whatever, getting girls all the time. Like he was, he, he, like <laughs> insult thing. I, I don't know because I haven't talked to him in years. I was perceiving it at the time as like, oh, this is funny. You know, like this is like a silly thing. We're talking about it in such a way that kind of shows it's ridiculous, but it's getting at like a truth. And part of the irony of it is like, oh, we're we're incels yet. We have girlfriends, you know, we are popular with women or whatever. And I, I kind of perceive Eggy in that way. Well, it's your call, Ashton, your show. I, yeah. I had like a bunch of DMs from a bunch of people and then he donated yeah. as well. 
uh, to, to ask to come on, but uh, uh, Eggie. Well, let's see. Let's see what he has to say. I mean, bring well, him yeah, on. If, if I could, I mean, I, I do love Eggie, but I do think that uh, this is like specifically about America first. Um, I'd love to talk to, you know, Eggie, if you're listening, I'd love to talk to you some, you know, some time after the stream or whatever, but I do oh, worry yeah. that like some people might, you know, start, you know, kind of forgetting about the fact that Nick got his money back from the feds and is switching to the feds, et cetera. Like, well, I thought it would be like in relation because like if he was there at the mm -hmm. wedding, maybe he had like some insight into like, mm -hmm. you know, um, maybe Nick. Switching for the feds. Yeah. Huge proof. Hey, I never told anybody about this, but oh, this guy is really weird. And he wanted to go come yeah, It sounds like a defamatory statement. The black lights. Get, get your black lights. Let's go. <laughs> what the fuck, man? That's, that's a good point. Uh, and apparently, the best man of your wedding is... My uh, pillow grow wiper sent $3. Yeah. I do love Eggie. Do. His name was uh, a Sharia LaBeouf. Oh, yes. He was the other other one there. Sharia, Sharia LaBeouf is Sharia, a, he's Sharia. a good guy. Yeah, what, what, what's he saying? Uh, he, he's a real one. I was along with Nick. Um, mm -hmm. And he goes, I have tons of info if you would like to let me on. I mean, I, I'm down to give Eggie five minutes or that guy five minutes and see where it goes. Um, but if it's just like some boring shit or well, yeah, you know, well, like... well, yeah, uh, it's, I'm getting a, like, like a million DMs about this stuff. I don't want to interrupt. Uh, we could keep talking and whatever. All the rats up. are coming out. Like this is sad. Like you know. Yeah, because I'm I'm, in, I'm enjoying yeah. Jaden and Simon going over this shit. Yeah, I'm just letting everyone know. So when we're like. There are more people who would be down to hop on if you guys want to keep moving uh, and going. But yeah. So, is there anything specifically, Jaden or, or Simon, that like uh, that you wanted to talk about that hasn't been talked about yet? I mean, it feels like we've gone over a good amount. But like, is there specific things you're like, I have to fucking talk about this? Uh, Jaden, do you want to go first, or I, no? I you can go first. I need to okay. think about that. I don't. Okay. Oh, now you're digging deep in the vault for the fuck. I'm trying show. to think. Like, is there, I mean, they're they're definitely. You know, like he's going under. He's trying to uh, come at me hard with like mm -hmm. this stupid bullshit. I mean, there definitely is other stuff there, and I, yeah. I I wanted to hold myself back and be like presentable to the Groypers, like on the side, and not be like, oh, he's just attacking him, because mm -hmm. like this guy's done a lot of fucked up stuff to me, and I've tried to be like amicable on so stream. Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry? So I I don't know. I don't know. I I just want to. Are you gonna cry? I don't. You go, Simon. It, it's I, it's it's hard because <laughs> you're you a know, fucking we, we pussy, agree, bitch. <laughs> Too many fucking embarrassing stories about this guy. A lot. It's like, a you're lot. A you know, yeah, because, you know, they're going to do the, you know, because they have nothing on Jaden or myself that, like, could be damning in any sort of capacity. They're going to, like, gonna try cry? and Is he going to cry? What was that, Jayden. dude? So, Jaden's dating a stripper, you know, the people were saying that or whatever. How is that? But, okay. Oh, my God. Jaden's getting pussy. Quick, fucking call the cops. Oh, Jaden yeah, yeah. punched the girl's vagina. Oh, it's in the Jaden. Yeah. Yeah, apparently it's not, not not just a death cult. It's like a homosexual death cult, um, which Yelp is going I guess on. like the AIDS or whatever. It, it'll work itself out one way or another. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to not go below the belt. But trust me, it'd be very fucking easy to do that. I did want to, before, if we do go in that direction, um, before we get into that, I did want to say about the political stuff. Um, Nick, it, you know, when we had the internship, I don't think we've really discussed, because this has not been very publicly well known, what the interns actually were doing. We had whole swaths of interns that were serious political actors who were 
creating like a political train that we had the idea that Nick was going to be able to ride into some sort of like platform, into some sort of campaigns or influencing candidates. Like there was a legitimate plan here. When people talk about like, uh, you know, some people <laughs> that there was like Unrealist no plan. said like, $3 you know, Jim is so sad like, now, man. Why did he have to become so cringe? And Every stream is about you and Mersh. You know, he constantly yeah, dreams and thinks of weird scenarios in his head and gets and off on it. Jim, why man? Ethan, why is he like this? Cancer brain, maybe. He's a weird guy. Yoba. Would go through and like, you know, look at, okay, in this district, you know, what's the D plus 17? Okay, they want him to call in, join on Telegram. Other Republican candidates look like there was a legitimate... Um, political research that you know when I talk Simon to, is like the most boring dude of all time. I've been saying that for an hour. Look at what we were doing. It's like okay, this is like what a million dollar operation in DC would look like. You know, if Line Rider sent three dollars. I can't believe this. Simon and Jaden keep saying how they're holding back on dirt on Nick while sitting there confirming all the nasty tranny and homosexual slander on Nick. You don't have anything else. By the way, Simon really is the most boring dude of all time about it anymore nick stopped talking about it like there was really no like uh big efforts to run etc and we tried to hand nick like on a silver platter like a political platform here a political platform here here's an agenda here's a thing that you can tangibly do oh yeah it was them change and always you know the response if only he would have listened nick was like to simon can't do that right now we can go on a 17-day uh, white boy summer road trip um, to embarrass so, ourselves. So you do CPAC. all this uh, data yeah. interpolation and analysis. You start vetting things. You start looking mm -hmm. at uh, demographics. You put together a platform and a plank. You start looking at candidates. Mm -hmm. You put together this dossier of how you can expand this as a political movement. And he's like, no, nah, I want to get in my BMW and go look at cum stains. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny with the with the BMW, or I think it was actually like was it, awesome. Dodge Challenger. Was it like a reference to James Field who ran through all those people at Charlottesville? It's like, first of Does all, his license be... plate say Hitler two, three, and four on the back? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Somebody should uh, somebody should reserve that. But so man, these guys are hilarious. Or there was a um, donor event, and if you watch, someone should reserve that. <laughs> Kind of see where he's like addressing like this fancy room of like donors or whatever i don't know the timeline exactly but at that donor event i know that you know from talking to a lot of groypers went there not just political donors but i remember groypers talking about oh yeah yeah nick got his money taken from the feds um and so like you know we have like these legitimate political goals that can't be accomplished that we're doing you know harsh data analysis oh, there's doing, like, these comparisons and talking to people in dc sending people out to Bates, what's up man but instead of doing any you have that, done do this road trip and then we when we go to like talk to hey, what's, what's up what's going on dude, dude? Say, oh, yeah, i'm watching uh, this uh oh, this dumb shit what's up? i'm so poor and yeah this is nuts like you know just yeah uh what, what are your thoughts so far like you know as a christian i think it's terrible to take people's money well uh i i didn't However, i'm pretty shocked Jaden and uh the simon guy went this low uh this is like some female gossip shit like they're going on for hours like crying about nick and it's just it's just all over the place. It's really like bipolar. I don't know. It's fucking pathetic, dude. Honestly, because I, I was like sitting here. I was like, how long are they going to go at this like fucking cry session? It's literally one o'clock, dude. I was like, damn, I got to go to New York. They say we're crying. We're literally laughing. Dude. Like, they, and they can't keep their stories straight.
We saw that part. Like, oh, yeah, they're saying like, oh, Cozy was supposed to be a political thing. Why are they bringing on, you know, Ralph and Big? Yeah. Cozy's not supposed to be only it's political. It's supposed to have all sorts of streamers. That's the whole point. That's why they rebranded it from America First Live. Yeah, it's cozy, right? It's not. It's it's all different kinds of people. And the whole thing where they said Somewhere. people are crying over here while they're in the middle of like a four hour fucking cry session. Like that's the whole point. Yeah. Of their well, show. Yeah, like PPP and uh, exactly uh, Worski are like interrogating Jaden, like trying to oh. shake him for like any piece of information about Nick. Like what the fuck? It's it's wild. I, I don't really know. Uh, how Jaden thinks this is going to end for him long term. I mean, it's not like this is such. Yeah, this is such a bad move. I mean, yeah, yeah what you got to know about Jaden is now anybody who's ever going to be friends with Jaden in the future. If you do, if you have one little falling out with him, he's going to expose all your info to people, to these scumbags who literally dox Catholic priests, harass people, you know, do the worst of the worst. And then they just cry victim all day. They literally doxed. Well, that's the worst part. They were doxing show. people earlier tonight. The worst oh, part is the crying victim. Yes. It happened live. Thank you, by the way, for that yeah. super chat. Yeah, we just saw it. And then, and even, uh, I guess, uh, Simon was like, oh, wow, maybe y'all shouldn't do that. And they're like, oh, well, we'll do what we want. By the way, the worst part isn't the doxing. It's the, they cry about doxing after. You know what I mean? They cry yeah. about all that shit after. It's like, dude, you're doxing people live on your show. It's like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's why I said it's bipolar, dude. Because, yeah. like, yeah, they dox someone on the show. Five minutes later, they fucking cry about doxing. Yeah. And I'm like, and not only that, I'm like, PPP did a whole video doxing, you know, surfer, his old roommate, yeah. doxing my Catholic priest. Bro, these people are fucking scum, dude. And hey, all I got to say is karma's sure. a bitch. Like, you got the weekly sweat tomorrow with Nick and Beardson. Oh, I, I got the popcorn ready. Holy shit. I got do not problem. know what they just messed with. I got the popcorn ready. I'm going to be out of town, but I'm going to be listening. I appreciate you popping in real quick. I want to yeah, see what dude. your thoughts were, man. Thank you, man. All right, yeah, I'll let you guys uh, get back to the debate. All Take right. care, Ralph. Love Peace you guys. Out. Peace out, brother. Love you too, man. Take care. All right, bye. All right, now let's see. My own thing here. And then, like, for no reason at all, I was still in school. I still had my club. Um, basically, he was bringing yeah, they Brittany earlier tonight. And he said it's because my face was involved and he didn't want me involved with things Yo, because but- I had been doxxed and I was like associated with him. So he brought other people into the fold uh, to kind of handle it. But nothing has happened with that. And everyone's like, Jaden did nothing with this. He totally shit the bed. And it's like, well, I got kicked out of college. And also Nick was like, you're not really involved anymore. And now they have their, yeah, whole they were thing. like posting her um, shit in a super chat. Nothing has happened. And Nick's been talking about doing the college tour since 2019. So, and nothing's yeah. ever happened. So what about the Airbnb? Like, why did you get oh. blacklisted from Airbnb? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, funny enough. So through all of this, by the way, um, all the personal stuff I've been trying to distance for months, but I still was the treasurer of the foundation and uh, I had to do certain stuff for AFPAC. And for whatever reason, I got to drop New York uh, was the Airbnb filthy deplorable sent $3 surprise. The stream doesn't capsize with Medicare and Ronald McDonald on the same side of the screen. My account. And the day before 
like all the Airbnbs for the interns got canceled and there were no other Airbnbs in Florida. So I was on the phone for like five hours with Airbnb and a ton of people in chat can attest to this because I was with them and I had to like work all night. Um, I was on the phone with Airbnb. I was on the phone. Well, oh, you the actually had to Airbnb. work for your money like for once. Jaden Airbnb like banned me. Um, Did you actually have to fucking work for your money for once? Jaden fucker. I got my account banned. Ton of work went into it. Ton of time. And uh, oh no way! Cool with Nick. Like I no. want to make it clear that I tried. He to had to work. Like, he wouldn't pick up the phone. No, I tried to this five times in person. Like I went up. To I don't believe this. Knock, knock, knock. You know, like let's just squash this. Um, wow. Public feud. I know how he is. I know he's insane. Um, but yeah, the Airbnb thing happened. Um, I was trying to be cordial with him with that. He didn't even say, you know, thank you, anything, which I didn't expect. He didn't thank but, you for working, yeah, doing your job? Story, oh, um, wow, shock. Not, nothing too crazy, and but just kind of goes. One more thing, thing sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go, go back. Well, I was going to say on the AF students thing real quick, um, like, Gene, were you involved in, like, I honestly didn't know this. I, I don't. Why didn't you get a thank you note out, Nick? What the fuck? Were you, what, were you, that, what were you thinking? Is that what they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I wasn't like. I was mm -hmm. sort of behind the scenes. Why didn't you send Judas a thank you card? The other person. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, yeah, they, yeah. They transitioned from the AF students to the College Republican Patriot Coalition, um, <laughs> which is kind of funny because they, their, their uh, AF students, like you know, big effort is like has to pretend like it has nothing to do with Nick Fuentes because Nick has uh, made himself so radioactive to other people. So I didn't know that was something that was already discussed. But yeah, that's the uh, the new AF students is. Uh, College Republican Patriot Coalition. And it's funny too, because they know, um, <laughs> I think they know that like, if they came out and said, yeah, we're the AF, you know, uh, we're the, we're the Nick Fuentes organization. Like they would be kicked out of every college. Mark so, said $3 OMG. I actually had to like work for my money. I didn't know Nebraska yeah. bred Valley girls. If this is who you're going to form a group around and, and uh, kind of make your leader. It's like, you know what you're signing up for at that point. I just want to you just got through working for him for years. He just got through working for him, you idiot. What are you two? You trying to fool? Hear this from a groiper. Sounds like fucking extortion to me. It sounds like a yeah. No, he. I haven't heard it directly from him. I've just heard from other sources. God, on top of that, he's nutrient and joyous and ten dollars someone's voice makes me want to blow my brains out. Terrible. He just drones on and on and on and I've on. I've heard him uh, never stop. You know, he's already like we've said, Simon and myself threatened to sue us. So I'm not, I'm not saying that. I just am like clarifying why I put that statement out publicly and didn't. Dad well, Pitt sent five dollars. So funny that Jaden had the gall um, to show up at a pack while he was doing all this and fell out with Nick Mike. I saw him at a pack. Yeah. So many people there would have beat his ass then and there if they knew what they know now. I need to come sign something. True. Um, and I had this resignation letter already had I'm it sorry. prepared because I was planning to leave once I moved. He said that I didn't know what the fuck you wanted me to sign, but I just sent him that resignation. And that was my response. He wasn't asking me for that. Not that it matters, but you know, just, just throwing it out there that that was just another like slight lie. Cause that's what it's all about is this fucking ego. I'm in charge. You're my bitch. Oh, you do this on your own terms. Oh, well, now you're the bad guy and I'm going to slander you for seven days straight. 
Um, we did the same thing to the interns who left too. You know, when me and uh, others, you know, told Nick, you know, we talked about some of us talked about wanting to resign ahead of time. You know, we were like right. like you, Jane. We were planning a resignation, trying to be careful because we knew Nick's a fucking psychopath. You know, what right. I mean? he's will fuck people. Unrealist really. sent ten dollars, dear Simon. Will he ever shut up, dude? Look, he's talking right now. It won't stop. Well, me personally, no. He's back. Fuck. Has because I shouldn't the, have stopped the song. You know, with the whole NDA what thing. What the and fuck? I do bring that back up. That's actually a good point. Um, with the legal threats, um, I wasn't sure if, like, you know, uh, knowing the names of the donors would be in violation of the NDA. I don't think it is. Now, I do think the NDA is complete crap. But at the time, I was a little bit worried. Like, if I, you know, message these people, which, you know, I'm not going to say the, the donors here. And, and God bless them, by the way. I do hope that they get the Hunter, hell away from this thing as fast, fast as possible. I mean, some of these people, well, man, it's like they're hard What's his play mm-hmm. even here, then? I, you know, because I, I, mm-hmm. I guess... I'm trying to imagine I'm Nick Fuentes right now, and this stream just happened, and mm-hmm. people have come out and they've disclosed this kind of information. If he seeks to pursue this legally, my pillow grow I percent three dollars right? bunch of metrosexuals crying about who got abused the most. Like oh, suck each order off and die in a fire. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to get as much of a. a I think he's just going to do his response tomorrow night, and then business as usual. Why the fuck? These monkeys don't stop no show. What the fuck? I think it's. At all. Line writer sent $3. Simon looks like he's on the Fortnite item shop in his background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well do, you, do you know, well, do you know what the current strap- Baby Pepe sent $3. Jaden sounds like a little kid who got his hand slapped by his dad for sticking his hand in the cookie jar and is now on the phone with CPS. I think Nick does his response tomorrow and it's hard, it's hardcore. And then I think it's business as usual. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, I have no inside knowledge. That's just what I think. Yeah. It's and funny. I held back well, on the guy. You heard it. I was, you were, you were very diplomatic. Was a, yep. I mean, and, there was a bunch of you know, sexy people at Bake's party. Drew's got some plans, oh, big yeah, plans that, too, besides uh, that. But <laughs> during white boy summer, yeah, I was, the sussy squad was all out in force. Um, again, cause I don't want to be involved with doxing, you know, I won't, name them who they were there or whatever but yeah i mean like these are the type of guys who they call themselves the sussy squad one of them is an actual homosexual the other one is a sexual degenerate of like another breed which i don't even want to go into and these fucking constantly be like all over each other you know like grabbing each other like you know they one of them would always have his shirt off in front of them and they would like tackle him and start tickling him. And I don't know if that's what Nick means when he's talking about being sussy with the bros, but like, I think about like all so that sort of it. sussy gay behavior was going down at Bake's pool. So you're telling me that yes. at Baked Alaska's house, they just have random half naked tickle parties. By the way, Worsky used to do that shit all the time with failure. They were doing that shit in Miami and I was like, stop that gay shit. So for him to even like act like he doesn't do that shit all the time like <laughs> which i don't by the way but yeah i passed out on the couch and they all took photos with me which is well, odd him and fella used to do him and that fat ass have grab ass fucking parties all the time like it was really uncomfortable Jaden know some people who were still in the internship and various kidding. different departments and various different teams um 
And Nick's people, and this is in the last Not two or three days, all, the have demanded that they sure. sign new work for hire forms and new NDAs. Um, I don't know if maybe Nick somehow lost the old ones or they need to like reword <laughs> them so they can fuck people even harder. But, and this is one of the big, you know, we're talking about because it's, the it's like you, bro. Here's a bombshell. They're trying to get any interns who are still left in to sign new legal documents signing over their line. Writer sent three dollars. You would if think any, Nick had this bushy locked up with a muzzle for the past three years with know. how much he's yapping. It's crazy. And then run away. Uh, I mean, is this his show? This, like, they're doing this right now. And I think they're demanding the new NDAs probably before the end of the week, maybe into next week. So you have a couple of days, oh. you know. <laughs> well, I remember Jaden saying that John Miller in particular was sussy. Is there any reason that John Miller was like, sussy? He like sent $3. Jaden looks like Elliot Page. Uh, John Miller, ah. I felt very fucking bad for him. He got drunk, you know, which is what it is. And I know Jaden, him and you were like fighting or whatever. And uh, everybody was in the pool, um, which by the way, because we were recording footage for the White Boy Summer movie, um, Nick said, absolutely do not record anything that goes on in the pool. I don't want them to see my hairy groiper belly, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> but we're all in, in the pool. And, uh, and I guess like Nick was on a power trip or he had just had enough. Um, and excuse the language here. But he goes up to, to John Miller and he just starts screaming at him. And um, I can't remember everything he said, but I literally remember this. He looks at him straight in the face and he said, and you, and you fucking, you know, as loud as possible. Whoa. You can hear a pin drop, you know, and, and Jaden, you remember this. I, yeah, no, I, thought, I was just like, I don't know if we're on YouTube, if you can say that. Well, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, if you're quoting, sorry, right, brother. If, if you're quoting. quoting. No, fair but, enough. Yeah. If you're quoting. quoting. That's what I was... Certainly don't report that. That would be terrible if you did that. Let's see. What? Three hours and 50 minutes in. And everyone looked around at each other, and then a couple of people there were just like, were like uh, started like kind of fake laughing, and everyone starts kind of laughing. And, uh, it was so funny because John Miller came up to Nick later. Anonymous sent $3 like Ralph and Nick are surrounded by these snakes will suck up for years, then stab you in the back. That's right. Yeah, well, you yeah. kind of deserved it. You were uh, you were acting like yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Simon the Spy taking down the cool, casino. Man. Wow, the infiltrator from within. Holy shit, Nick playing four hundred and fifty-five degree underwater backhand. Oh, great- Holy fuck. Hate speech underscore grow I percent three dollars. The bottom left guy looks like a morbidly obese. Blaze, <laughs> who had a real political career, like Jaden. He's a black guy, you know, trying to give his life, sacrifice his oh, wait. life to speak at AFPAC, John, too. John's black? That, oh, you didn't know this? That makes sense. Of course, Worski doesn't know shit. Yeah, yeah, this is... This <laughs> is can't expect Worski to know anything. Oh, my decided God. decided to screw his political, like, you know, put his political career oh in jeopardy in harm's way for Nick to legitimize Holy. Nick's event. And he goes to hang out with Nick IRL, and this is what happens. Oh, I thought it was just some white guy that he was calling the N-word. No, 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 no. That wouldn't really be a big deal. But the fact that it was specifically at the only black guy there. (laughs) Bobby underscore voucher sent $10. Put me out of my misery if I ever start gossiping like this. Hook up at Bakes House or...
Not no, to my knowledge. Not to oh, your knowledge, there wasn't. Oh, let's 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 read between the lines of half naked tickle. Yeah. You know, well, have to. Well, I was there. Mark sent $3. Did ironically dye his hair pink during his coke fueled stay back arrest? Not with a lisp like that. I'll go with and me, him, Jimbo, and Trey were going to the airport. And Nick was pissed off, and he's, uh, I guess I didn't invite him. I didn't invite him to go in Bake's car, and this was, like, a big issue. And he even aired it out on stream. Nick, Jaden didn't invite me to go to the airport to pick up Lowell's. I'm like, I didn't know I had to do that. He's like, if, if you're my friend, you should want me to go with you. It's like, dude, just speak up. So I was, I must have been at the airport when the, the tickle fights were going on because – I wasn't in the house, guys. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. I got, you're giving me enough dumper rumper jokes. I, I wasn't around for the tickle fights. <laughs> tickle fight. yeah, sure. yeah, the dumper rumper jokes from the outside, the inside is... Bam diggity bam sent $3. Give these hoes a stone cold stunner, Ralph. You know They're the time so stamp? These hoes have a family. These lesbians have cats. Advert your eyes. On my screens. I don't think I'm in his weight class. Like, Bake's like fucking 215. Yeah, I would have to lose some weight for like a proper fight, and I don't think Mace is allowed, so I don't know. Well, let's be realistic. Where are you going to fight him? Leavenworth? I mean, May 11th is coming up, so I don't know where that fight's going to be fucking scheduled. Hey, he'll just throw all the American Patriots under the bus they recorded, allegedly, and for his plea deal or whatever. If he wants to fucking come out. Is Nick's move to just come out as gay to own? you Jaden and say he pumped your dumper is it wouldn't surprise me at this point it seems like, <laughs> so like that's it, power it, move. any of yeah. these guys got yeah. going which isn't really surprising because the political movement's dead um is yeah. uh they're, they're just spiteful towards me which again none of them even knew me and nick had problems until like a week ago and we haven't yeah. talked for like don't you love that too like everyone will suck up to you because you're close to nick everyone would suck up to me because i was close to nick at the time because they want to be close to nick and they say oh and you're the best you're the best and three dollars arrest these hoes yeah, that's how it works arrest him yeah i said baked alaska and beardson weren't my friends that they were nick's friends and then here they are not not talking to me and instead coming after me for no reason at all <laughs> whoa it's almost like they're never my friends. wait you were talking <laughs> shit about <laughs> It's yeah. like the whole internet thing is real. You're totally mm. vindicated okay. on that. One thing I wanted you guys to expand on is you were talking shit about him anyway. Seems like wow, that was a big point mm. of where sure. you guys became disillusioned. What was the the problem with the New York City rally? Oh, well, was, I mean, do you want to go on this one, Jaden? I mean, I can start. You can fill in. I mean, mm-hmm. initially, so we were there for like nine days, I think. Um, and it, it was just, it started off very rough. Um, we were going there because we were supposed ha! to make all this Baby crazy Pepe sent $3. Tenryo confirmed content. higher IQ than Jaden. Like, Tenryo, hit me up, man. I want to hit, I want to holler at you when I get to New York tomorrow, brother. Or something. It's like, Let's hang so out. Tenryo, hit me up. Baked Alaska, pressing people in public about the mask stuff without like macing them or getting in fights with like black people. But like going in there and, you know, causing some mayhem about that. Um, that's initially why we went out there. But he somehow along the way they decided to do a Staten Island rally, which is two hours outside New Tenere, York. let's go on Wednesday at noon. And they, you guys saw there's like 50 people that showed up and and they kind of just caged New York us City. in. And Nick did the you know his chance with the megaphone and then left. And he was pissed. He was pissed because no one showed up. Which you know common sense. You know big political brain guy here. Uh, noon on a Wednesday, two hours outside of a major Whoa. city. 
Like, well, you're forgetting you one detail. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, this my favorite part is when we were going to this event, you know, because we had put it out publicly that where the event was going to be held, we started getting reports that Michael Hayden and the SPLC were in attendance at the event and they were taking pictures of people. I remember myself and other people, or maybe, you know what, I, I forget who said it first, but somebody said it first in the in the chat or in the car or whatever, wherever we were at the time. It's like, you know, maybe we should decide to hold the political event somewhere else. Like, maybe we should call it off. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, first of all, is this really going to be such a political win? Is this going to be such a political su success that it's worth Michael Hayden taking pictures of, like, 20, 30, 40 people? Like, that, that's a question you have to ask yourself. And I remember at the time, like, going along with it. and Frog uh, Alchemist sent $10 bunch of women. They're pathetic. Ralph and Mel going on 14 fucking hours. Hose mad. Hose mad. Hose mad. Frog Alchemist sent $10 bunch of women. <laughs> Say it again. Tenrio, I gotta see you in New York, man. Hit me up. I went and um, learned all of these different uh, broadcasting solutions. Dude, I'm in Times Square tomorrow. I'm staying in Times Square. Like multi-camera broadcasting of like an impromptu rally. Um, you know, I learned, uh, you know, all of the different techniques I set up, you know, I talked to all the interns, got them ready to ingest footage in a timely manner. Cause I thought we were going to be going like hard, like into each store, you know, getting an hour of footage, get it to them, get them to edit it into the right, right formats. We know over how to do it for TikTok, Twitter, you know, everything you would need to go viral. And we get there and it's like, Oh, I don't feel like it today. I don't, I don't really feel like it. Let's it. walk around Brooklyn. Let's walk around Brooklyn yeah. and uh, not do anything at all. Yeah, not do anything. Like, hey, let's Anonymous like sent three dollars. This guy Shut Simon acts like he's the political genius behind AF. Yeah. If he's so yeah, integral yeah, to AF success, why haven't I heard about this until tonight? Good question. Anonymous sent three dollars. Learning experience for grow ipers. We'll be better at sussing out the snakes now. Actually, a leftist rally going on there. Like, you know, how lucky we're trying to find like angry leftists. You know, this is something you kind of talk up front like that. You know, type of content. And there's a pro immigrant rally happening. And so we're like, okay, yeah, we got to go check this out. And you know, the whole crew, you know, rolls up there and. You know, some of us start debating them. I remember Tenrio, he was very funny. <laughs> he was Tenrio. Them, you know, whatever. He was he was a funny guy, but we were there. And Nick starts like getting nervous because there's all these leftists, all of these immigrant people. And it's like, you know, guys, we gotta get out of here. Like this is too dangerous, you know. Like and he and he starts telling the the guys who are arguing with the uh the pro immigrant people, it's like, all right, all right, you know, let's calm this down, let's stop recording. This is this is not the kind of content we want or whatever. And so we like move away from the crowd, we move away from the crowd, and then uh there's some guy who's staring us down, like making faces at us, like yelling at us, and so one of us flicks him off, um, you know, because I, I 
you know, you want interesting content, right? Like we're out here, but, you know, I get briefed that we're trying to do a confrontation, you know, viral video. So we flick one guy off, Nick gets mad about it. He comes over there and he's like yelling and I'm recording the whole thing. I thought it was I mean, hilarious, you know. Long you remember, story Jamie. short, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Long story yeah. short, it was just a, a total waste of time and he was just a, like, well, My time. favorite part is he's like yelling. Whole, that's like, everything we did. Everything we did yeah. from Springfield to this, it's basically like him just treating everyone and all of his interns and like shit and like screaming at Simon doing that. And really well, it wasn't like one intern. specific thing for me anyways. It was just mm-hmm. like the straw that broke the camel's back. It was like, I can't deal with this fucking person. Well, you, that's you essentially this, what this it was. This guy is going to be like the new Hitler, the new Aryan, like master, you know, savior of the white race. You know what I mean? Some what? like, you know, Italian liberal comes over and starts yelling at us. He's turning to the interns. Like, You're going to get us fucking killed. We need to get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> and there are literally six police officers right here. This is time. Times Square. If there's ever a place where you probably don't need to worry about getting shot, it is Times Square. <laughs> and you know, like it was all this like bitching and the the, the subsequent days of the trip. People get shot in Times Square all the time. Anyway, we're going to get more content. No, we're going to sit in the hotel all day. We're going to get more content. No, I'm going to sit on TikTok all day. And so then we finally we had we promised we were going to do a rally at the end of the week. And this is one of my favorite things because Nick talks about New York like this was the moment. He flipped the switch. This is the moment when everyone around me was hurting me, and I realized that I don't care about them because I'm great. You know, he said on a show a little while ago. And uh, if you guys want to know, like, a taste of what that greatness looks like, um, Nick is yelling at all of the interns who were there with him, saying, you guys are fucked up. You guys are embarrassing me. My image is on the line, you know, et cetera. And we say, okay, well, we still want to do the rally on Friday, right? Like this rally, or rather it was on Saturday um, at the yeah, Pfizer building. Yeah, he called everybody. He called everybody, mm-hmm. got them on the phone, ripped their ass, said the one on Wednesday was a total disaster. The one on mm-hmm. Saturday, he's going to cancel it. He's going he's home, fuck it. this. He's firing yep. half of half of you mm-hmm. like it's over. I'm like, dude, why don't you just do what you did at uh, Stop the Steal? Just go out there, speak, do your thing, yeah. try to get the voters over on your side. Him. We and beg him. Like, yeah. He's like – he does that. Baby Pepe Jamie, sent three dollars. The parallels between this and all the people who bitched and moaned about Trump is surreal. But even at that it's point, true. I was fucking over it. I was over yeah. him. That's that's basically the. Story. Well, no, I just love like like we we have to beg him to do his own event that hundreds of people uh, flew out there to go attend. You know what I mean? And then when the event actually takes place, and we put in the hard work of like doing all the filming and the and the transport and the and booking the vehicles and all this kind of stuff, it's like you know what. Anonymous sent three dollars. Did this metal midget just say you didn't need to worry about getting shot in Times Square? Yes, he did. Lamau, what a moron! He did. Genius behind AF, everyone. He did say that. I just was like, that was incredibly retarded. Was already wanted to quit, but we're like, man, we all came out here. Let's at least give these people who paid money to come out here to see you what they wanted, you know. Anyways, that's yeah. yeah I wanted to, nice. you know, one more thing about to go this, off. you know, because well, no, it was, it was great. It was great. It was great. When it comes to the vaccine, I mean, America First was so anti-vaccine. Right. Anyone you know? Did Nick take the vaccine? Did Tyler Russell take the vaccine? What about baked? Anybody know? Not to my knowledge. No, I don't, I don't know. Not to my knowledge. No. Okay. I don't think he did. Okay. Both both. Right, he, he wears a mask everywhere, but he does wear the mask yeah. everywhere. That is real, but uh, yeah, I don't know about the the vax thing. I always gave him shit for the mask. And he's like, well, what, what if I'm noticed? So, <laughs> anyways, there's to protect his identity. Well, do we want to? Is there anything left? I think we've gone over a lot. Light uh, he like sent three dollars undermining Araki out of spite as Jewish and feminine. Nick is the new Hitler. 
Cope. I just wanted to get that information out there about the oh, dog. He's going to totally come stuff. after your ass. I mean, he's, he's already been out. coming after me. Man, but I, that's I just want to say like, this. Jake sure. left a lot on the table. He told me there's a lot yeah. that left that mm-hmm. he could say. Right. Simon, there's probably a lot left he could say. They're showing restraint. Man. I tried to not. Maybe it's you know, time to quit while you're going. So, yeah. I'm going to use a bathroom. Be right back. Yeah, oh, and by the way, Ralph right up. now is encouraging everybody to flag the stream for hate speech. Well, I, I hate that kind of thing. Fuck you, Ralph. So much for freedom of speech. Yeah. So much for freedom of speech. Three right hours, 50 minutes. Uh, I'm going to use a bathroom. I'll be right back. So much for freedom of speech. Go on, Jim. I was going to ask you, Ashton. Just based off all this shit coming out, and I'm sure there are going to be other people that want to talk, are you and Worski going to do – like, I I have a feeling you're going to get flooded with people that want to talk about shit now from the inside of the organization. Uh, You guys are going to be doing streams probably fucking daily for weeks at this point. Yeah. I mean, we already have before today, before all this dropped. The world's greatest detectives here. And, and we also have other people from within that wanted to tell yeah. stories. We heard from Patrick Casey. Man fading you know, in the night Casey sent $3. The more this drones on and on, these guys look so sad like Nike took his toys from the sandbox. So sad, Worski about to bump to some sure lines. Oh, uh, yeah, he went to go hit some well, code for sure. sure. We'll hear from other people as well, and we'll continue to cover the story. And I don't really think there's a, a fucking thing that Ralph or, or Nick can really do about it. I uh, <laughs> I just want to say, like, damn, that again, sounded autistic as remind- fuck the way he squealed right there. Like, all the groypers out there, everyone that's like, you were my favorite streamer and now I hate you or whatever. You're a fucking, like, you're I a tried fucking to coward. leave amicably. I did not want this to be what it had, but it had to because Nick Dude. is a, what, what do you call him, Mexican child? Like, the Mexican <laughs> child leader of the white race. Yeah, like, Jamie, like, we gotta get it in. What's the deep out? lore on the dumper pumper stream? Like, why did that happen, do you think? Dude, I, I, it's all like, <laughs> Like you said with the SpongeBob shirt yesterday, it's it's just all like I, I think most of it. He just wants to embarrass everyone, kind of belittle them. What what was the term? Anonymous sent three dollars. Both Jaden and Simon shirt. never held real jobs you know before working about? for Nick. Coincidence that they're crying about yeah, having to work? They're back to the fucking I'm more unemployment curious, line. Like, Cause that was like a 10 humiliation ritual. Oh, Humili- yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's, all yeah. it that's all it is. It's a humiliation <laughs> ritual. Sorry. I'm retarded. I'm like have to piss so bad. That's all I can think about right now. But yeah, the, it's, it's, it's a humiliation ritual. Obviously you watch the clip. I'm like, yeah, dude, what, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And, uh, I feel like most people feel that way when he does. He said he was like going to spank your dumper and put you to bed at a good time. <laughs> the guy always used to talk you. about Patrick Casey's dumper, by the way. You know. So, yeah. So. Why? Yeah. It's, I mean, now he talks about the same stuff. If you watch any of the Sussy Squad streams with him, Veda, and UX, I mean, they sit there and like talk about how, oh, your voice makes me bricked up, and oh, like there's, <laughs> all, there's a million clips out there. All uh, Sussy, yeah, it's, it's Sussy. Yeah. Do we want much... to? Go yeah, go on, Jade. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Do we want to try and slam through some of these super chats, guys? Because there are a lot of super chats. There's like a, um, a Todd. Now, well, most you things, want to use like, if you've been asked about it already. Sure. Um, you you got to go. Well, go to the bathroom. Jim. All right. Well, yeah. Let me go piss real quick. I'll yeah. be right back. 
Yeah. Um, um, I have, well, if you do the super chats, try to hit the ones that uh, for the guests, right? Like that's what I'm looking yes, for right now. Questions, and, and then if you guys have already answered it. Just say already mm-hmm. answered. Okay. So we don't waste so, much time. Right, so I'm trying to find Tom Square because I'm plotting out my day After we read more super chats when everyone leaves, Ashton and I will be sticking around. We have a bunch of Nick Fuentes clips we're going to be watching. Still, well, one. Well, one. Okay, I think we have we're one. Gonna do one. We're going to do the one where Nick t- copes about how he doesn't go to the gym because he's too short, how he's a king. never been inside a gym. He, are, he, are you serious? I don't know if Nick knows anything about history, judging by Spartacus' comment. I don't think he knows fucking jack shit. But I think most like ancient kings were warrior kings that were pretty fucking yoked. But anyway, Nick's like off in his own fucking fantasy land. He talks about how he, he wants to be thin. That's he wants not true, to be a fat. Okay. And I think he says he wants to be dainty. Yeah. This is the sort of shit that he's saying. Yeah, twinkish. Declo- is that what you're saying? Yeah, twink- twinkish. Yeah, like twinkish, twinkish. Yeah. 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 He wants to be twinkish. Yeah. Uh, and it's fucking crazy. But I will say, I mean, the stuff tonight, I, mean, I talked to Jaden last night. Three hours and 50 minutes and $3.50. Three hours and 50 minutes. <laughs> that you guys came out with and it was very brave of you to do it it's a crazy stream um, man uh, crazy stream and so thank you like this yeah, is cra- yeah. And, and we hope for the groipers out there who are freaked out honestly I, i've already had like 10 like message requests on twitter or like all right i'm done thank you for this stream like thank you for that like, i appreciate it like 10 people just oh, add, wow. added me like uh, privately so it, well, it, it is neither of two yeah, telegram yeah, posts it, all it took all yeah it took neither neither Jaden or simon you know when they talked about all this shit took shots at the groipers i mean it was all you know no. nick did this shit or the generals did this shit but it wasn't yeah. shitting on like the user base you know what i mean so oh yeah I, I don't know, man. It's just the stories are fucking wild. This like the next shit is so much deeper than I fucking imagined. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And you have you. I mean, there's still more stuff we can dive into. But yeah. I mean, when it comes to the stuff that people need to know, like for their safety and well being, and just the oh, fact, it's like, about their we'll safety. I think before we get into the super chats, like before we go to the super chat question, I just sure. want to reiterate because you bring up a good point. Like, there's a reason that we haven't attacked any of the individual groupers because I think a lot of these people flocked to this movement because they wanted something that was right wing, that was uh, you know militant, and that was Christian. You know, they wanted to see the things that we read about in the Bible. They wanted to see victories accomplished on Earth for the kingdom of heaven, and. With with what everything that best sandwich in Manhattan that's not Katz's delicatessen. I might meet up with Heshi on Sunday. I don't know after the game, but I need a good sandwich or something tomorrow. The will of God. Anonymous sent three dollars ten growipers left. It's so over. Just chanting Christ is King, and then stabbing people in the back and going and and snitching to the feds, etc. And so when you were considering whether or not you're going to fall, fill out those work for hire forms. God, Simon NBA, just won't stop. I know this will sound gay. This will be played and made fun of because Nick would always make fun of when I'd go on a Christian tangent, a religious tangent or whatever. Yeah, has she lives in Brooklyn. Um, you think about truly what would God want you to do? What would our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ want I'm you to do? I'm going to hang out with Matt Dixon until he lives in Manhattan. Sell your soul to somebody who would just as easily throw it away tomorrow. Or would he want you to live a good life, get married, you know, find a woman, have actual joy. Simon, please stop. With the white race, you know, we don't have very many children, as Nick's pointed out many times. It's either that or it's being a slave to this guy. Because 
if you've learned anything from me and Jaden tonight, Nick's going to go on his stream and say that he's had the hardest year. Everyone's betrayed him. Everyone's backstabbed him. But if a man has is kicked out of 109 different friendships, oh, I've never heard this one before. Nick will take anyone who's close to him. People that will even suck up to him, even to this day. Like, I love, you know, Beardson. You know, I still don't want to say anything bad about him because I did, you know, enjoy the friendship. With him. He'll take him and... Nine Rider sent $3. No, don't vacuum up all of the rats inside the movement. Please, Kino Casino, don't expose all of the two... We need them on our side. Our movement is imploding. Fucking gay... Okay. Amen, brother. Simon, amen. Simon, that... What an incredible righteous speech. I'm going to go pee, and I'll be right back, all right? It's so funny you say that. It's the exact same thing as Ralph. Telling everyone, oh, everyone, like, backstabbed me this year. Yeah, I'm sure 29 people all like betrayed you for no reason right yeah. you're the righteous one buddy you're the righteous one yes uh, I'm, yeah. I'm still collecting some of the uh, yes here thank you everyone for the support 29 seems like an inflated number by you crackhead but yes thank you so much uh Jaden, is a zimmerman still involved with cozy in some way and if so oh my how god. and what about rob oh monster my god um, the Zimmerman thing, as far as I know, is just a big joke because it, it, he just hosts epic pay, epic hosting, right, Simon? I mean, you know um, better than I do. So he, He's not actually like... No, Zimmer Dev, right? excuse me, uh, so people would say Zimmerman is Zimmerdev. That's not true. Zimmerdev is totally different, you know, whatever. The, the, I see that on Kiwi Farms. Zimmerman was a guy who there was an SVLC article about that was that I was also included in that were alleging we were Zimmerdev. That's not true. Zimmerman High caps send three dollars. Send these pathetic to Weenie Hut General. Have fun selling off your possessions like James also. You know, he's doing his own thing at Epic. Straight to Weenie Hut. With America First in any capacity. And Rob Monster, he's the one who runs Epic, right? I don't think that he has any direct involvement with I think the reason people are curious about Rob Monster in particular is the last seven to eight months, he's been going on a lot of public speaking tours talking about thank you, Penis. It's like a dot reality thing and, you know, VR. Uh, but one of the things he's really pushing hard, which lines up with what Nick is doing right now, is mm. he said he absolutely loves drama and he absolutely loves shock jock radio. So mm. when I saw so kind of go onto that website, I thought I love that both lines those. up really close with fucking what Monster's been talking about quite a bit hmm. uh, from what he you know envisions as a, a new platform uh, for video content. Hmm. Well, I don't think they're, at least in my tenure at, at the organization. I like both those things, too. There's no, like, official, like, reaching out to Rob Monster and... and uh, Jim, you're a fucking dumb like... spur. Go read some more Kiwi Farms post. I read it to laugh. He reads it for ideas. Like... Dealer, anything sure. like that has been discussed. Yeah, I just think that's where it's coming from, if I had to guess. Uh, no, that's, that's probably true. All right, uh, Medicare Masochist with for a hundred massive dono saying Medicare is literally how I found all of you guys. Jim, you have have given me years of entertainment, and I hope you're able to give me many more years, man. That's just a nice one there for you, Jim. Sure. Uh, Winston Ooh. Fujimori, who I actually he was in my Discord and we that talked. Was a Groiper. And he was, was yeah, yeah, and he was my buddy, and he would always like hear both sides. But this is what he says. This stream is incredible. I've been dollars. wrong about the boring for a long time. Concern troll ass. What happened? Every last shred of doubt of belief uh, that things would all work out. But this is the seal 
Oh, uh, this is the seal on this cluster of a time bomb. I'm done with AF. Penis, no penis more. And ten dollars, Jaden Moore, like well, this. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you had like a, a debate with him on our Discord, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 anonymous for five. Jaden, what did Nick say about John Doyle behind the scenes? Nick can barely read. It's like uh, it's Floyd Mayweather really trying to read. Him despite. Uh, him after felting Nick earlier. Uh, he always was shit talking John. Not really a surprise. He, you know, the second John is no longer useful, he'll get stabbed in the back as well. Um, yeah, the only reason he did that obviously is because he has to deal with me, and he has he's doing the whole APU thing. And if John also, if, like John, is much bigger and more serious than me, I'm a fucking random game streamer. Like John's an actual serious. Uh, political person. Hide and, caps uh, and three dollars. Yeah, hey Jaden, we all that remember that why you stopped speaking at rallies. Your shaky hands and shaky voice. He was afraid Not to come on the leader. kill stream. We had him on once and he was all shaky and he was scared to come back on. Penis True. penis sent ten dollars Jaden L. That really happened. Remember, oh you read this one about Nickaboo. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he was. Okay. I'm not kidding. Yeah, That's yeah, true. Um, I thought he did good. Anonymous the thing 15. was, I thought he did okay on the kill stream. I didn't think there was a reason for him to be like that, but he was. Really smarter, more articulate. I didn't think it was bad. It was in his head. Political issues into I'm being for real. I'm not making that up. Has much better force a site. So is he? A, I mean, he's he's scared of PPP. I don't know anything. <laughs> I mean, PPP has more political insight than Nick Fuentes. So. Um, I'm not, I mean, a damning statement. One surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not true. Uh, we got anonymous uh, for twenty. What happened yeah. to the people who bought AF merch from this lunatic? Will they? I told you, yes, he was like a Richard Spencer complete mark for years. Most likely a federal informant. I heard the merch was delayed. Jane sounds like while. a retard, dot, dude. Dot, dot, dot. So I used to run the, the merch store um, for Nick. That was actually when I started working with him officially. We um, uh, started, I took over the merch store in summer of 2019. Um, so it's, you me were personally, I don't have a store website anymore. I mean, for I obvious reasons. you saying some shit um, on Twitter so that was fucking retarded. I don't know what Nick is doing with the data. I wouldn't trust him with it, frankly. But yes, when you Simon, order you shut up. on a merch website, there is, um, you know, uh, you Put your address and all Let Jaden talk. No, I guess a fuck what you got to say anyway. Security team like clearing out the database of addresses and names. Oh, big know, tech, you're in there. I didn't know that. And uh, I recommend them to do that if they uh, aren't doing that. They weren't doing that while I was there. All right, we got. Um, oh, you're standing about to go live after. for three. I just gotta ask: Does does do they talk about like the Kino Casino privately a lot? Penis, or? penis, and yeah. ten dollars hold this L. They are. one hundred. <laughs> Oh, I have a question. And it's funny because half of them watch it in secret and enjoy it. Like I told you, I've been watching this for months. And, uh, you know, secretly, I know some of them also watch and enjoy, but they just keep it on the down low. They don't say anything. Oh, it's like, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I saw Wooza was watching the stream. He watches it. Like sent $3 was Jaden raised by a single mother who allowed him to be named Jaden. Say trust the plan. What is the plan? Do you know? Make Nick a lot of money. Oh. Fuck over everyone in the meantime. Caps sent five dollars. These Mark McCarthy and Nick is Donald Trump. Nick, uh, Nick seems to have gone full incel around the same time that Andrew Anglin did. A A A and N F uh, seem to agree on anything and never criticize each other. Thoughts? 
Um, um, I know he's a big fan. Yeah, I would say this about Andrew Anglin. I don't know if he's watching this right now, but I think Ang- Andrew Anglin is a great writer. You know, I think that he's somebody that over the years he, he did thinks a great thing. He's a snake, I guarantee you. to the alt right, and uh, when he saw that they I were guarantee you. Honeypot, he we'll ask him about it. Well, well, I mean, stay away from them. And I his lawyer respect that, and I appreciate. <sighs> And for doing that at the time, like, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, like I was with Spencer, I was at Charlottesville and England, you know, was somebody who was influential to me and in being steered clear of a lot of that bad stuff that was happening at the time. Um, I don't think him and Nick have like official contact or constantly talking. I honestly don't know. And I do hope that if England sees the stream, as, oh, I thought you were uh, calling him. Mind, I'm on Telegram, like big tech. Anti- doxing anti uh, switching to the feds type of uh, person in the right wing. You know, he was somebody who exposed a lot of that fed back then. I would hope that if penis, he does have, penis sent $10, Jaden, why did you betray us? You're a good guy. And, uh, well, makes, you know, and ask his readers to I don't know. Themselves from it's debatable now. Uh, yeah, join on Telegram, man. All right. Thank you. I closed that. the Hangouts. Oh, actually, uh, no. Anonymous I, for 20. I still Can have a Hangout, but just join on Telegram. A whirlwind of a story of him being your oh, best Oh, wait. Do you have your camera? Child and shooting you I'll like send it to you. Shit. I'm so sorry. Hide Bless caps you, man, and $3 angling would spit on a spineless traitor hey, like Simon. Yeah, 100%. By the way, I'll send you the link. I, I didn't think about the camera. Yeah, I'll send you the link on Discord. I'll go, but I will open one up uh, in the background here on the stream, and I'll, I'll post information there on uh, how people can help. But, you know, the best thing that you can do is, is to pray, you know. Sorry, I us, switch hangouts. Um, and also pray for the, the people who are trapped in that hellhole right now of, uh, of an internship. So, no, but I greatly appreciate it. God bless. Uh, hell yeah, man. Um, anonymous for three. What if Nick's whole movement is just to get more Mexican cock? Mm. That's all that says there. I thought I'd add that in. Uh, uh, from Black Santa, uh, uh, saying, I was completely unaware of this drama up to a month ago, and now I'm binging this drama. Doesn't it seem like genuine mental illness on Nick's part to any of you? Yes, again, yes. two Telegram posts. Two Telegram posts, nothing nasty at all was said, and it, he goes penis, to... Penis, penis, and $10, read nothing, this if you like BBC. My, uh, donor and people close to me, so I, you know, here we are. Two Telegram, two. All right, hold on, I'm trying to get you on screen, and, uh, it, it, We got a whole week of spurging. Actually, you know, I mean, it is kind of interesting, because uh, most men develop mental health issues, like schizophrenia and stuff like that, in their 20s. Mm. Just saying, Nick, you know, I mean, you're... Kind of getting a little, little off kilter with some of the weird shit we're hearing here. Oh my god, yeah, what if, a concern! This whole AF thing doesn't work out. I might be actually concerned about him, like hunting me down and trying to kill me or something. Or your bodily actually, fluids. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, and what's yeah? Last one for you guys. Uh, it's just a statement. Poo poo king for twenty for twenty. Yo, he says, Jaden, you lost. I know him and Nick are close. We threw 20 bucks, so he's on the list now. (laughs) Hey, that's a way better message than anything my, uh, you know, all my close friends Beardson and Bacon crew were saying about me. So, yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, we have a couple of... You're a snake. What uh, did you think they were going to say about you? What the fuck? Uh, porcelain. What's up, buddy? For 20, how do shirtless tickle parties help with a culture war? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I think it's a the reference to the uh, famous Dave Riley question. How does yeah. Yeah. help us in the culture war? Uh, yeah, they, they don't. They don't. Uh, Akino E says, imagine trusting the plan after the stream. Uh, here we go. 
with Chris Story and X for 10, Simon and Jaden. Uh, between Telegram's connection to Cozy and Cozy itself, what data is being collected on any viewers or members of the site? And what does Nick have direct access to? That's your question. I have no idea. <laughs> so when it came to his subscription platform and his merch platform, any payment details, um, those um, are possibly saved. Um, again, if you provide any shipping addresses and names with the shipping addresses, those are saved. Um, is he doing merch's drop shipping, or is he going through a third party that handles it all? So we did drop shipping with uh, a third party. Um, I won't dox the, the third that, party fine. here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like a print-on-demand thing. So when somebody placed an sure. order, you know, so on and so forth. And you know, for the hats and the flags, those were uh, something where you know I had to <laughs> kind of like help us, you know, actually package those up and send those out to people because those were uh, like batch ordered. Okay. Um, as far as Cozy TV, like IP addresses, I mean, any website that you connect to collects IP data. Um, oh shit! You know, I don't, I don't know if they do it any differently over there. I would hope, like, uh, so you don't know shit as they usual. Have security measures okay. to where that that information is, is wiped and anonymized, but uh, I wasn't on that side of things. The answer is allegedly they collect literally everything they possibly can. Allegedly. Right. Oh, great. Another wow. guy who knows. Uh, the legal reasons. Oh, wow. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a bro moment for 10. I have a question to ask. Nick always dodges and plays Corona the question underscore off. Quesadilla, is Nick actually Drives Harry a Davis to kill himself. Glass yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, he basically did. Well, that's a long silence, well, boys. You know, that's a long silence. There's been some things I've questioned, but there's no confirmation for me. I hit any ground. Next week's stream will get into the confirmation, I think. We'll, we'll get nothing but dead silence and the eyes are walking yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys with the super chat because people in uh, the regular chat were talking about Waukesha. What did mm. you guys think about Nick You know, saying the little white girls deserved it because they would have burned the coal? Oh yeah, my God. That was fucked up. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know what his exact statement was on because I know I remember the tweet, but uh, I I remember that people oh who are calling that out, he was calling That's such Sims. bullshit. So. Yeah. Well, look, you know, Nick's gotten to a point like anything referencing like murdering he women didn't say that. children yeah, is, is like funny, I guess, because they'll be whores. Um, the person who made the tweet, I think if I KPB remember got him, run over though, it wouldn't have been no sweat off my balls. Baiting people, so I guess Nick fell for the bait. I have no idea though. Yeah, because I heard that live stream. I mean, it wasn't just the tweet. It was he went onto like an hour long live stream where he's arguing with people from Twitter, um, <laughs> saying that like, you you don't get it. It's fucking based. You know? Yeah, you know, this is it's well, it, for kids and parades. That's based. not even what he said. It, it's like the like Jaden was saying earlier. It's like a contrarian thing. If the popular opinion yeah. is something that's sensible and reasonable, he's going to take the the route that makes the least sense. <laughs> I should have pits on. I don't have pits on. That political movement he said that hating and disrespecting women is funny and based. That's what he said. He said the joke was a little bit classless and not that funny. But being angry about the joke is lame. Patman0074 sent $3. You can't run over PPP. PPP runs over you. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, you know, obviously I'll put it out there. Like I know the people rig. were like questioning me and chat and whatnot. Like at the time, I 100 percent um, was behind Nick. I was the one pushing for AFAC, too. So when he's talking about loyalty, 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 I had his back more than anybody. Uh, I'll get some. At least some heat waves. The, the 
five the bank account freeze happened. I mean, that is true. Both of those things are true. He warned them of that. So, I mean, I know that that's like suicide because everyone's like, he's the biggest trader. I mean, now I guess I'm the biggest trader, trader according to these gripers. But um, so, he was yeah. looking out for people's best interests. According and to he these definitely gripers. got shafted in that. And honestly, yeah, what uh, else could you be? shitty that I even contributed to that. Because like him and I didn't get along personally. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, this sucks. Um, and I, you know, I was, I was a part of that. So um, it's... Yeah. All right. You know, I don't know. You you live and learn. You grow up. Yeah. I've I've talked to him. Um, and told oh, you're him gonna live much, and learn but, from this uh, one, buddy. You know, that yeah. publicly too. So, uh, Spring of Life, yeah. send him a hundred bucks right now. Go ahead. <laughs> and real real quick on Patrick, I think this is important to bring up as far as his character versus Nick's. Like, I had disagreements about the way he you know reacted when he was pushing that corner. I think it was wrong that they did that to him, but. I think that maybe the way he handled it wasn't the best, and I'm sure he would agree with that. But yeah, I'll say it, this about sure. Yeah, I'll say this about Patrick. You know, at AFPAC one, there was a situation where um, there was a <laughs> there was a there was a girl. I know, right? There was a girl at AFPAC one, but there was a girl who was being uh, seriously sexually abused. You know, and I won't. I'm gonna. You know, I'm not gonna talk about her identity or whatever. Um, and. I found out about this, you know, she kind of admitted to my wife what was really going on, and I could tell that there was something serious I'm, there. I'm of... sorry to interrupt, but abuse by who? Um, I, another groiper who I hope and I think is no longer a part of the movement, um, oh. but I don't want to call attention to any of Oh, uh, my of God. That. Just, that's kind yeah. of a heavy bomb to drop. Bull- yep. Oh, yeah. now you yeah. care. And, um, now you care about false allegations. I was torn no, you about don't. It. it was really heartbreaking to hear about, you know, and... Yeah. Um, some other good good people, you know, uh, also, you know, actual like Catholic people heard about this and were like disgusted. I remember one of them was like, yeah, the next time I see this guy, I'm going to fucking kill him for what he did. Um, well, this guy ever shut threat, the fuck but, up, you know. dude. Um, and, you know, I. This good Catholic who's currently like pulling the biggest Judas move of the year. <laughs> and he kind of was like, you know what? <laughs> Like, please let me know what you're doing to help her, you know, and I, I meet in a couple of other groupers organized to help her get out of that situation, you know, give her a way out, uh, get her to a place, safe place to stay for a couple of months, etc. And Patrick was, you know, checking up on it the whole time saying, you know, like, hey, if I can help in any way, like, let me know um, at the event and afterwards following up, you know, seeing if she was OK. Um, I mentioned this thing to, to Nick and the, the other guys like later, and it was like, oh, is you really going to believe this girl? You're really going to believe it? You know, she's a little crazy. Uh, am I right? Is, doesn't she kind of come off like a little bit of a schizophrenic? Oh, he did the shit when I debated him. When yeah. we were talking about uh, literally exactly uh, what I was assuming the, the whole time I'm hearing the story. Like, oh, you believe all women? You believe all this women? This guy sucks. Like, uh, no wonder Nick made fun of him. told me that them. rape should be a private matter between the rapist and the victim. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was it was a very those allegations were bogus too. If those if the if they were similar to what she was saying, then yeah, he made the right call. AA Andy Kokski sent three dollars. Kokski is such a can't stop snorting coke and whining about how others are better than Medicare's pathetic, dude. All the Yuma sent three dollars. PPP makes Ralph look in shame. Like, try to push I feel sorry for Jaden. Like, Airing embarrassing oh, stuff between guy, friends is the guy. lowest like, blow. I, I definitely feel the other guy is just I, concerned trolling after I, getting I, burned for being an idiot. And, uh, 
Yeah, I could see where I was wrong, and you know, Patrick, I, I've like I said, I've, I've talked to him already, but dude, what um, an embarrassing look for yeah, Jaden. That's this that's that. So if it wasn't for him with that whole situation, I Dead probably Pitt, shout be out to you over on uh, Entropy so and MK Patrick Ultra walks, too. So the rest of us could run the fuck away from America first. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, 07s for Patrick. 07s for Patrick. Uh, and, and last one, and I think this is a is a beautiful final question. It's poetry here. Who, uh, uh, from Mycroft, who won the Groiper War? <laughs> well, well maybe. <laughs> I did. Not me. I lost. I lost the Groiper War. <laughs> I lost yeah, the you before. Did. We could have been sitting cozy, you know, with I don't know Charlie Kirk or whatever, and here we are. Here we fucking are. So mm. yeah. the real losers, me. What does that even I'm mean? I'm the loser. Yeah. Uh, yes. Dude, I, I, yes. Uh, I I think you cut your story out well. You you dropped some massive bombshells i hope this woke up a lot of people everyone goes up to Jaden, man like go up to him and support him oh, there. i appreciate it and we'll yeah, see him some more times and shit Jaden the snake where fun, dude. we love Jaden. i said send three dollars Jaden signing with patrick casey lmfao yeah we sent it on so i i have that here oh, uh, th- thank you jim by the way um it is uh on telegram it is t.me slash simon dickerman i'm gonna Drop that link to you guys in the chat here. E I C K E R M A N. Yeah, S I M O N D I C K E R M A N. No, I, I appreciate that, and I, I did want to say before I go, you know, Jim, I've actually been watching your shows since. A A and Andy Kofsky sent three dollars. Jaden just sounds guy, like so. a whiny bitch. Patrick was fucking boring and cold as a fish. Both these losers. For fifty, thank you so much. Saying mm. send money to Simon on Cash App, and he puts your your Cash App. Is it cool if I say it? Uh, sure, sure. It's money sign. Uh, Simon Dickerman, exact same thing. So if you do want to help him out, I- Simon Dickerman, just the, heard the good Catholic uh, folk uh, who love Cash App, Mr. money sign. Simon Dickerman. Yeah, uh, what Catholic. a stream! Yeah. I mean, we're still going to be sticking good around reading more. Watching sure. some more clips, but citizen loves Medicare. Hey, thank you guys fuck. for having me on. Thank you for giving me a platform to uh, tell my oh, side. No, thank again, you, Jaden. Slander me, spurg out. Um, if you ask any groiper what I did, I, I mean, I guess I got a girlfriend or something. I don't know. Um, hopefully, this this was I was able to kind of God, tell my saying? side of things. People, Mark Comp kind of sent three dollars. Jaden, be like, I could be blowing Charlie Kirk right now. Instead, here I am. <laughs> back with more. I was a mistake what he did this week. Yeah, I mean, I tried think this will end? Reach out to him. Do you I think he will try to crawl back to TP USA? Maybe. I texted him and said, like, you want to Yuma sent $3. It's true. Nobody. I know plenty of embarrassing stuff about my close friends. It's why you trust friends, because you trust them with secret and embarrassing stuff. This actually makes Jaden look Thank like a horrible friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's course. just revealing himself to be a piece of shit. I agree. Nixon, ten dollars. Bet Nick is bumping this on. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. God bless you. God bless you, Eddie Warhol. That was. God bless you, Medicare. Finally, Simon stopped talking. Can you believe it? 
I'm feeling good. I don't know about you, Big Jack. just came in from two hours of hanging out of the fire pit by my pool. Dude, my hands are still all charred up. I missed half of it, but I understand. I heard I heard a little bit. So uh, Nick is a uh, a power mad, uh, narcissistic Cult uh, son of a Save bitch on a mission. Everybody Three dollars were these yeah. guys compromised or something? I'm genuinely wondering. This is all so sudden and almost unreal. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are they still? Good friend sent five dollars. So let me get this straight. The big revelation here is that Nick is a hothead with edgy humor and Sigma social habits. Uh, yeah, we know. He's one of us. That's why we I like him. I didn't see any big reveals. Why are Jaden and Simon acting like total new now? Yeah, I saw a lot of stretching and just bullshit. AA Andy Kokski sent $3. Jaden literally betrayed Nick to go on the fat retard camp panel. What a retard. <laughs> But even the yeah, shit bad. where they're like, oh, whoa, oh, like when you actually listen to it, it's like, oh, it's nothing. Like this whole thing is like. Just... Uh, like I just want Nick White everywhere you could put him because these stories were just great. Oh, he, he watches you. He binge watched Euphoria <laughs> and forced Jaden to watch it. And there's dicks. Oh I love it. it. I love that it. it felt like poor Jaden is living in the basement. It's like Nick is trying everything to be seductive, like taking two-hour showers with the door probably wide open, you know, prancing around on all fours, commenting, and <laughs> Jaden's probably oh, like, here we go. <laughs> Literally like, fantasizing gay scenarios about Nick. Back to the old playbook. It's like sick. These people. Yeah, these people are weird, dude. They're coming up with all that. Anonymous sent $3. I agree with Nick. Simon deserves to be poor. I agree with that, too. I 100% agree with that. By the way, this is a uh, uh, Medicare, at least a member of his family. I saw this picture years ago. Um, <laughs> I hope that that's actually him. I'm going to have to go back through my, my records there. But uh, it would explain why he's not very hard on Flamenco. would explain a lot, actually. Um I saw that a long time ago. Somebody was was going after him. Like weird looking dude. Yeah, it's a weird looking guy. He's a weird looking guy. Uh, allegedly, I don't know. Um, who could say? Now, um, I guess, man, I guess I have to stop streaming sooner or later. I'm going to New York City. Good show today, bro. I heard, I saw it all the way up through halfway through the debate, and then I got taken away, but. Uh... Fun stuff all day long. Medicare sent $3. Medicare accuses Nick of being gay, but literally imagines the most gayest scenarios. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's kind of what I was getting at. I don't know if yeah. I said it. To, I've been streaming for a while today, so it kind of just was like blurted out. But yeah, that was the point I was trying to make that he just said the gayest fucking shit I've ever heard, or at least in recent memory, and uh, tried to accuse somebody else of being gay. And um, he just created that whole scenario in his mind, uh, meaning he probably got some gay thoughts up in there. For that to just come out so readily, big tech. I don't know. Like, some people are like that, man. It's it's the dum dums too. Like you mean the man with the with anime who... dungeon and the hentai collection might have favorite. some sick thoughts. Uh, no, nah. they, they they love a dick joke, an asshole joke, 
And then an embellishment of some gay Anonymous scenario. Anonymous awesome stream today. Ralph. Yes. Hope you, Ponsu and Child, have a great yes. weekend in New York. Definitely end the yes. vacation, buddy. Can we get Z's in chat? Can we get some Z's in the chat? Holy shit. Incredible support today and all week, especially the DC stream. Holy shit. Talk about support. I made more than 80. Like 12, 14 hours today? Yeah, 14 hours. I made more than Worski and PvP today since the Canadian government gets half theirs and then they have to split theirs in half. As well, so I just want to... Did the $30,000 dono come through? No, not that I saw. At least, no. not that I saw. What was the big atom bomb? What was the drop? What was the big reveal of the night? I don't know. We missed? watched it for a couple hours, and I didn't really... Maybe even longer at this point. I don't know how long we watched it. Um, I guess since about 11.15, almost three hours at this point. Um, I never saw a big reveal. We kept watching it, uh, and I didn't really see shit. So... I don't know if anybody else, I mean, I know they talked a little Everybody bit before we got there. Nothing. It yeah. was just little corny, uh, petty, like sounded like um, um, an even more demonic panel of The View, basically, just complaining over like Discord slides and Simon said he didn't get paid enough and just the similar type of backbiting stuff that you saw with Gator, yeah. Minko, to be quite honest with you. And okay, Rand. so Nick... Nick's a big fat meanie, right. and uh, the seethers right. are seething. They knew what to do. If only he would have listened mm. to Simon. He didn't want to do this, and they were responsible for that. When in reality, he's responsible for everything. And these guys are are you know trying Damn. to spin a yarn here on Queen O Casino. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say it, it sounds like my ex wife, but it sounds like the ex wife of somebody I know. Well, it's uh, sounds like it sounds like. Some bitch made shit. It sounds, uh, it sounds wild. Kokski. Kokski Jr. sent $3. I'm so glad my dad aborted me so he could sit wow. on the internet seething over how a 23 year old is better than him. You made the right choice, Dad. <laughs> dad, you made the right choice. Oh, man. That's tough. We didn't get to sing the duet tonight. Oh, Bake did come on. I forgot about the duet. Well, we didn't have practice. We didn't have Tom. It was so late. Uh, we could have sang a duet for Andy Worski Jr. That would have been really special. I think we can save it maybe for the next super show. Me and Baked, two legends, two legendary sets of pipes here. We're gonna we're gonna sing a tribute for Andy Worski Jr. I see chats ready for it. They're already ready for it. One hundred percent. That's messed up, dude. That's messed up. No, I mean it's it's good. Uh, we want to pay pay tribute. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta drive to Manhattan with my No shit. You're woman. driving up. Yeah, with my woman nice. and child. Yes. Let's go. So Road trip. I mean, I guess I don't really want to stop. Can't stop, won't stop, big tech, but I guess I have to. So uh it's addicted been quite grind. Bro. I'm just fucking addicted to the grind. This just feels like one of those shows. Uh, definitely, uh, felt like a classic. We've been going all day. Thanks to everybody who's been a part of it. Holy shit. Anonymous sent $10. Thank Bayou for 14 hours today. Thank you. The sweat gonna be fun. I agree, and I'll be watching it. Now, it might be in New York at some place, but I'll have the earbuds in. I had fun tonight. 
fun watching today. It was nice to just be a spectator all day. Oh, man. Thank you for watching. I've been watching for the, a long time. Now I keep coming in on the show, but it's nice to drop out and watch. Have fun in New York, bro. Thank you, brother. That'll be I great. Shall, I shall try that. I'm pretty excited. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get a weekend off, but it's a travel weekend, so. But so, I mean, not. I mean, it's still a break, though. So I'm gonna try to unplug a little bit, uh, but I am gonna listen to tomorrow night's uh, weekly sweat 100. Uh, I'm gonna stay tuned here on Cozy TV. Check the chat. I'll try to interact with some people there uh, in chat as well as I travel around. The city that never sleeps. The show that never sleeps. The kill stream, Big Tech. Tell them where to find you. I might throw up a stream right now. Yes! Uh, Go, live now. Go live Big now. Go live now. Big I'm gonna Tech. Open up the telegram. I need some people to come in and bring me up to speed. What did I Get miss? Get in tonight? there. Bring him up. Uh, let's talk about it. I'll see you over there. Lift him up. See you soon, Big Tech. Thank you, brother. Let's go. All right, let's go. All right, I'm out. I got to get some sleep because I got to drive. Thank you guys so much. Holy shit. The support, I mean, need I say more? Unbelievable. Fuck Jaden, treacherous snake. Simon, the fucking snake that I always knew was a snake. I could just feel it. I could just feel it on him. He was always greasy. I could see it in his eyes, the way they were shifty. The fact that he could just so easily... Uh, pledge fealty like I don't know I just didn't like I just didn't like his whole I didn't like the cut of his jib you know what I mean Jaden I didn't see coming I ain't gonna lie but this other guy I never liked that guy and I only had a few interactions with him but he just was always fucking a loser and worse than that he was boring as fuck listening to him tonight god would he fucking shut up yeah Simon the suck up Dude, that guy was always... Oh, yeah, he couldn't get enough of telling me how much he loved the kill stream in person. Yeah, I hate a phony-ass bitch like that. That shit makes me... That shit makes me sick. God, he's disgusting. Disgusting. I'll be back next week. I may miss the sunrise on Monday, but I think I'll be back. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'll definitely have a kill stream if I do uh, miss the sunrise on Monday. Thank you, guys. We we got a lot in today, though, I'd say. So you won't be starved of Ralph content. If you came in late, go back, check the replay out. Only on Cozy will you have the full replay. I'm just going to go tell you that now, at least until next week sometime. Davidson, $3. Can Big Tech beat the crap out of Worski? Well, we'll see. Uh, hopefully I get a chance, but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens on that. Where's my song? Holy shit, it has been quite a day. Thank you once again. I'm humbled by the support. I am very, very humbled by the support. Where is that song? Oh, man, I got to go over here and grab it. I thought it was in my quick files, but it's not. Wow. Killstream.live slash shop. Get the shirt. The internet villain. These motherfuckers can't stop me. Big W's on the board all day. W's out west in California. Put it on the board. 2022. 
The year of Rob, let's go! Let's fucking go! Why did they even try? I'm the Harlem Globetrotters! You're the Washington Generals! Don't you get it? I'm the Alpha! The Omega! The beginning! The end! The kill stream never fucking stops!